Hello, it's been a long time, but welcome back. This is the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. And Sean Bell. Hello. Firstly, I'd like to open this show. Uh, well, we'll do, the, we'll do the Full Nels crew first. Yeah. The Full Nels crew, the Patreon producers, they are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights or Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabsy Wabsy, Graham Mackay, Rocketman76, Rex Reese, Happy Birthday Sam, aka Bitch and Sink, Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, the Radio Anywhere and TLNA crew, and a brand new Full Nels member. It's Garrison Savannah. Yes. Has a Garrison Savannah been Full Nels previously? I don't know. I say brand new. Well, Well, either way. I was going to say, the the main, I mean, the money's nice. What's also good is that this has finally resolved whether or not that, that, that is their real name. Because I'd often wonder, because oh, they've been so consistent with calling themselves Garrison Savannah, I was reaching a point where I was like, is that really someone's name? And, right. now, and now we know. So I'm not going to divulge it. it. I'm not going to divulge it, obviously, but yeah, suffice to say. I mean, but by that logic, uh, Grey Dragon Claw is their real it's name. It's very possible. Um, no, no, no. So what, what I'm Rocket saying Man's... is on the, 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 in the Patreon back end. Oh, whoa! You're not allowed to do that. That's GPDR, isn't it? Is it G... What is it called? GDR. GDR. No, it's all... It's all no, it's fine. <laughs> all right, okay, that it's is all fine. fine. We're not doxing people. No. Um, thank you so much for going full Nels. Thank you so much for uh, supporting us on patreon.com forward slash TCGS. It really, honestly, it keeps the show going. If you would like to support us, then please go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. You don't have to go full Nels. There are various different tiers, bonus podcasts. There's some talks over stuff. Uh, I mean, in the cuisining was brilliant last month, which was the <laughs> last thing we did together um and that that sort of leads me on to an apology really i i'm i'm absolutely gutted that we're already in 2022 and we don't know the tcgs game of the year um so that is the totally my fault yeah kind of you know i mean yes and no i was gonna say it's not like the rest of us were like no come on let's do it now (laughs) (laughs) i was livid absolutely livid about the whole thing james hates delaying things dave you know what are you talking about that, that was that's the joke, David. <laughs> All right. So again, you, you and sarcasm is it's just impossible to tell. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I said oh, I must admit I'm feeling a bit of pain to be on it. Well, okay, let's delay. All right, James, let's <laughs> calm down a little bit. But here we are. We're here, and this is our game of the year show for 2021. Um, obviously, well, if this is the first you've heard of our Game of the Year show. You may have noticed that many outlets um, produce a uh, single award for everyone that works at that outlet. They all come together and they agree (laughs) on a game that deserves Game of the Year for that year. Just one game, right? And we thought, well, how are we going to do that? We don't like the same game. So (laughs) we've... um, for the past few years, well, five years. Is this number five? This might be number the fifth Game of the Year show that we've done like this. Number oh six, geez. Right, well, what we do is we each nominate four games and a wildcard game. I'll read the 16 games that are in consideration for Game of the Year, uh, as nominated by us. My games were Halo Infinite, Micro- Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, The Artful Escape, Death's Door. James had Guardians of the Galaxy, Chicory, It Takes Two, and Psychonauts 2. Matt had Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Metroid Dread, 
Deathloop and Forza Horizon 5. Sean had Hot Wheels Unleashed, Hitman 3, Toem, and Sea of Thieves, the Pirates of the Caribbean DLC. <laughs> so those were the 16 games we come up with. We each picked a wild card. Matt, over to you. Yes, so in previous years, what we've done is we have put out a poll on Twitter for uh, listeners to uh, choose the wild card game. What happened there is uh, there are four games we put up for wild cards. We did a poll, and one of those games will join one of our four uh existing list of four games and then the other three who didn't win have to argue the case as one of them games will be lost from uh for, from the first round so let's go through the wild card so sean chose wonder Pot forever james chose last stop david chose life is strange true colors and i chose resident evil village as i said normally we would do a twitter poll but for those who have listened to these shows in the past uh, they have often been ruined by twats trying to be funny with, uh, <laughs> with you know, fake and votes. And not us ex- this time. No, no. <laughs> with fake votes, with fake this, and it's just like ruined it. So this year we thought, okay, let's let's lock it down. And we did a Google form, um, and we'll come to the results in a minute. Should we talk about that? So every year, not only do we do the, the Twitter poll, but we often then do, you know, videos maybe in, like in, in the week, trying to drum up support. Little campaigns and stuff. You know, ripping yeah, into yeah. the others, et cetera, et cetera. But this year it just felt very kind of quiet, not, not only because we were busy and you know it, it's yeah, just we a, spoke it's just a weird about time this briefly year. didn't we on the on the show where we announced that the game of the year show was being delayed and i think we were all disappointed with how it went this year uh, th- there are many factors the first being the format wasn't great you know uh, listeners couldn't see who was winning um no, that's the big isn't it because we would yeah like throughout yeah so throughout the voting period in previous years you would get people like tweeting at you like oh mate like this other game's in the lead what are you gonna do about it over <laughs> like you know stuff like that and because that was all you know just completely hidden um from the listeners i think there was there was no sense of it being like a race with yeah. like people sort of jockeying for position and stuff it was just and now we've got this yeah, well, just and, sort of- and also the fact that we recorded our last proper show the day before my operation <laughs> So the show went out on the Wednesday, which was two days after my up, and and then like the poll was, we were supposed to record on that Saturday, I think, and I just mm-hmm. I look back at that and go, that is insane because you know I'm still in a bit of pain, I'm still you know recovering, um, yeah. but just thinking that I like being so stupid to think I'll be alright, I'll be alright, <laughs> sit down for six hours. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, John, John took the piss out of me because I set myself back about a week trying to put up some um, birthday decorations for Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, mate, I've really done myself a mischief. Like, I'm in so much pain. He said, what were you doing? I was like, putting up decorations. And he said, that's the most David Turner thing I've ever, f- <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> me just going, oh, I'll be all right. Don't worry about that. So I'm, just, I'm having almost... operation back at work two days' time. Be fine. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what I, that's what I had planned. So the idea was that I was going to have two days off right the the tuesday and the wednesday and i was supposed to be back at work on the thursday <laughs> and i worked on friday which was <laughs> insane like honestly i'm an idiot i'm an idiot i fully uh understand now how much of an idiot idiot i am and um, so yeah that whole build up to the usual game of the year show wasn't as dramatic as it has been in the past we are we are going to rethink that for next year but um but that's that's you know that's irrelevant now it is. Matt, Let's what, go on with what were the, the, uh, the votes. So in total, there was 212 votes cast. Again, I can't even compare that to the previous Twitter polls because, you know, you've got to discount <laughs> the 25,000 uh, fake uh, votes. But 212 votes in total. Now... 
There was a joint fourth position. Joint fourth. Was it? With I, was, I was a few minutes. 17% of the votes each, 36 votes each for stat fans. That uh, was Sean's Wonder Pup Forever and David's Life is Strange True Colours. You are what kidding no- me. What annoyed me about this the most, Sean, is that mm. in my head when I was nominating it, I was thinking I wanted to go for something like either Rocket League Sideswipe or, mm-hmm. um, you know, something like that. And I went with this because I thought, oh, you know those Life is Strange Twitter accounts? They retweet everything and they have like 300,000 followers or whatever I, i'm yeah. i'm just gonna tweet them they're gonna retweet it to their fans and they're gonna vote for it. i didn't get one retweet or like on any of the tweets that i sent them i think i sent them free the last one was like no seriously and time's running out and they just ignored it i was fuming one of the saddest Jesus. things i saw over the christmas period was dave i think you did one tweet and just said hashtag life is strange yeah the saddest thing is the worst game there is one i mean it's just it's mad uh, it's very disappointing well I we think. don't know that yet james yeah well yep. it is it so. might be the best game <laughs> it might be our game of the year mate anyway yeah, <laughs> so joint fourth was uh sean and david uh second with 22.2 percent of the vote 47 votes in total was james's last stop leaving uh, Resident Evil, the winner, 43.8% of the vote, which did 93 votes. And um, I'm and really surprised Last Stop did that well, to be honest, James. And yeah, that's me too. Not, yeah. I know, no, I totally not agree with you. That's not big at the game. Yeah. I just didn't think it was that popular. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I thought it was very, like a sleeper, a very cult thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've James only Farley ever heard effect. one other person talk about it. It was James. yeah no it's a bit of a weird one but yeah no it is the james farley effect isn't it people just want james to be happy that's that's uh as many of us what i I hate about this is that matt has played this completely correctly and i'm not even sure it's a game that he particularly wanted to have to argue in favor of. that's what i'm thinking right i can't wait to listen to how he's going going to honestly yeah i'm going into this now because if you remember last year I voted, my wild card was um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, right? Mm. And I was thinking that'll get voted in and I'll play it or whatever, maybe. Um, But I just want to win, right? Mm -hmm. And then this year, I think what it's shown me is that, no, you have to talk about that game when it gets pulled out of the hat. (laughs) So I need to make sure that I'm happy with the game coming out of the hat. So that's how I'm going next next year, I think. I'm already Mm. working on next year's plan you <laughs> <laughs> I mean this year I, I, but i can't but, believe life is strange is i thought it would go higher anyway but maybe yeah yeah maybe I'm, maybe and I'm, I'm, i mean i i i forgot that was a wild card one i'm i am quite gutted about that because i was looking forward to talking about it again um but hey home there we go right so what do we do with these well, 16 games go into the hat. We pull them out one by one. We talk about them and f- they face off against each other. For a game to go through to the next round, it requires three votes. There are four of us. Sometimes we are split down the middle and it goes to, to each side. That's where the fun starts, where <laughs> each side tries to convince someone else to switch their vote just so we can move on. Uh, then as games get knocked out, we get down to a final between two games, same rules. It needs the majority vote to win our game of the year. The problem is we've got the 16 games plus a wild card. The first task tonight is working out which game doesn't even make it to the hat well, out of our 12 and is replaced by Resident Evil. Well, the first thing that's easy is that Matt's because he won the vote, 
his games are immune. So all of yeah. Matt's games are through. So we've can got I, to lose. Eve. Can yeah. I just ask a question, though, about one of Matt's games? Yes. Go on. So Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, are we taking that as the whole package or just Bowser's I think Fury? we've got to. We've got yeah, to, whole package. We? We've said in the past, if it gets released on a, a new format, it counts. Which is silly. I don't. I don't really agree with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, wh- what was funny is that I was going well, to <laughs> nominate Bowser's well. Fury, and I was going to be very specific in saying that I'm nominating Bowser's Fury, not the not the sort of combination pack. But Matt went for the full thing. I think well, we've got. I, I well, just went he's for the immune. Full we can't do anything. Well, this this is it. Like because we, you know, we've said, oh, you know, re-releases and stuff might technically count. But you have to argue the case for it on the day. But of course, Matt doesn't because he's won the wild card. <laughs> well, he's still got. To, he's still got. He's still <laughs> got to argue for it if he wants it to go through a couple of rounds, right? Yeah. So here's the games we got to choose. We got to uh, choose um, to lose. We got to choose to lose one of these. Bloody hell! I'm getting tongue-tied already. <laughs> Halo Infinite, Microsoft, Microsoft Flight Sim 2020, The Artful Escape, Death Store, Guardians of the Galaxy, Chicory, It Takes Two, Psychonauts Two, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Hitman 3, Toem, and Sea of Thieves, Pirates of the Caribbean DLC. Matt, I want to hear Sorry, your... sorry, why are you saying it like that? I'm just... <laughs> Look, and what right, are you okay. laughing at, James? Here's, here's what we usually do. Here's what we usually do. There's a few here that I think are definitely in, right? Yeah. So let's. I'm going to name some names. If anyone object, objects to them definitely being in, then just say, it takes two. That goes in, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No objections, right? Good. Um, I'm going to say uh, Halo Infinite. Yeah. No objections. Okay, no cool. No objections. I'm going to say Hitman 3. I think that's in. Yeah. yeah I think so. that's in. Uh, I'm going to say Death Store. That's in, surely. Am I not to voice an opinion at this right. stage? Of course you are. You, yeah. you're, you're part yeah, of it. Just because yeah. you're immune doesn't mean you're removed from the process. Good, good. In terms well, of is there a game else. that we put in that you shouldn't think should be in automatically? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. Now I just wanted to, just wanted to check. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I suppose to keep it fair, we should say one of Sean's games. He was very very passionate about Hot Wheels Unleashed. I think we should include Hot Wheels Unleashed. Should we? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you guys have you guys have played it since I nominated it. Yeah. Mm, okay. So with, without asking you to reveal your hand, are you what? So you both saying you think it should be in on its I own? I think it merit? should be in. Yeah, I, mm. I, I think it's okay. It should be in rather. James, you yeah. said right. Hold James on, right, 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 okay. okay. Maybe we're doing this wrong. I want to know, James. You said instantly. Basically, me, James, and Sean have got two games left in front of me each, right? Mm. J- James, you said instantly we all know what should be in there, and what, what was what came to mind? I mean, Sea of Thieves, obviously, the game that came out Why? ages ago. Yeah, yeah. The, the game that Why came that out. Obvious? The game that came out ages ago. The game none of us have really played, and uh, yeah, it's the game that <laughs> I've played an awful lot. Yeah, and yeah but I played a lot of it. Rocket League. Exactly. I could Excuse nominate me. FIFA. How much is, sorry, I could have put FIFA down how, on here. How much? I could nominate crying. Uh, yes, you could. Wait, hang on. What? Yes, you could nominate FIFA. What are you talking about? No, he's talking about FIFA Twenty One. Yeah, like the, is he? <laughs> the one that we didn't see that. before. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah, but has FIFA 21 seen a massive change this year, James? Yeah, with ultimate team updates and all that kind of stuff, absolutely. <laughs> he loves that as well. Loads okay. of teams have bought new players. New that absolutely doesn't count, and you fucking know it, so don't start. <laughs> right, um, okay, wait, wait, wait. Matt, what are your thoughts? It's, it's, a, it's a tough one. 
<laughs> I mean, and just to be clear, the argument that none of you have played it, you've had time. Like, don't... Oh, yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah, like, we've all been... play it. We played it in 2006 when it <laughs> first came out. James, you played it earlier this year and you said it was great. So where's this come from? No, no, it's just, as I said... It's we... just because you're se- you just scenting blood because you know Dave likes to take the piss out of me like in Sea of Thieves. <laughs> is that what this is? I just cause... don't know what you can say about it. Exactly, sure. it came We're out in 2010. We're talking about game of the year. Dave, Dave, you know how long I can talk about Sea of Thieves for. I know, that's if you, what if you, if you, that's If you're booting it out because you know I can talk about it forever, then fine, but that's not what you're saying. <laughs> okay, well, that's what I'm saying now. I've changed my mind. Okay, okay. Matt, where do you sit? For me, there are three games that stick out. It's uh, Flight Sim. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is also came out last year. It's literally in the title, but go on. Yeah, but it came out on the Xbox this year. So? so? Yeah, it was already out the year before, well, so... I don't know. It came out on Xbox this year. Okay. <laughs> See if Thieves come out on Xbox. Back in the, the it come 90s. Out, was it on 360? Yeah, and it was shit then, and now it's good. So, Microsoft flights in. Yeah, fly, uh, Chicory and um, Chicory and and yeah, and, and probably Sea of Thieves. No, so. I, I'm not let Chicory's going in because that game's means Is a lot it? to because, me. I mean, no, that's I've, not how it works, James. I mean, I've tried to play Chicory, and I'll be honest. This is going to disappoint a lot of people, James, including you. I didn't really get on with it. Well, I thought towing was shit, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) James, save that gold, James, you've already shat on my game. As funny as as it would be for me, (laughs) as funny as it would be is if I was doing this for revenge, I'm actually not. The Artful Scape is in. The Artful Scape is in. I think Psychonauts 2 is in. See, I'd Um, be willing to give up Psychonauts 2, honestly, because I I don't know. I wouldn't. I think that deserves to be in. I mean, it come out this year. To be in more than, definitely deserves to be in more than Chicory. Don't agree. Well, yeah. let's just let's let's take Sit a quick vote. I'm. I mean, uh, you know, Sean, I, I would sooner I would sooner lose Hot Wheels than Sea of Thieves. Well, Hot Wheels is in. I'm afraid. Um, Julie, baby. So, Sean, we're out of Toem, mm. Chicory, Microsoft Flight Sim, and Sea of Thieves. What are you getting rid of? Genuinely, it would be Chicory out of those. I would go Sea of Thieves. Of course, you would. James, um, see, honestly, see, I'd probably go Flight Simulator out of those. Ooh, Matt, it'll be between Flight Sim and Sea of Thieves for me. If I could argue my case, all right. So if we say Chicory and Toa Marine, and we'll we'll Mm -hmm. dwindle it down to Microsoft Flight Sim and Sea of Thieves. If I was to argue my case. Microsoft Flight Sim is a game that launched last year on Xbox. Completely different type of experience. I think it does some very unique things that we've never seen in gaming before, especially for console gaming. Um, I think that is more worthy of consideration for Game of the Year 2021 than Sea of Thieves is. Yeah, but Captain Jack Sparrow is in Sea of Thieves. Oh, come on, James. He's got a point. He's not in James. not Not in Flight Sim, is he? That we know of. You know I mean, no, there's a Boeing seven four seven in flight sim. No, seriously, <laughs> seriously though. If we if we're being yeah. serious, mm-hmm. Sean spoke about Sea of Thieves loads. Microsoft mm-hmm. flight sim, new game on Xbox. Really, I mean, even Sean loved it. You know, I it's did. got it's got to be Sea of Thieves. No, it hasn't. You see, why has it got to be Sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves. Yeah, all right. Ha, it came out three years ago. Whatever. It is like a completely different game now. Like they've like you know, you know I hated it and I took the piss out of it when it came out, and the fact that it's transitioned from that into what it is now is incredible and a and a vast 
proportion of that change has occurred this year. Okay. Like counterpoint that one of well, us can talk about Sea of Thieves, the Pirates of the Caribbean DLC. Yeah. All of us can talk about Microsoft Flight Sim in the consideration of Game of the Year. Yeah, but how's that my fault? How's that Sea of Thieves? It's not fault? your fault. I'm just saying that's why it would make for a better discussion within the show. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying that makes that's it... a shitty way to make the decision, though. Not, not really. Yes, when it you're is. thinking about when we're legitimately talking about these games, mm. what are we going to do? We're going to listen to you talk about Sea of Thieves, and then yeah, what was the discussion? Yeah, but that's uh, that's neither mine nor Sea of Thieves' fault. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm saying that's where we are at this point. I mean, what's Dave saying? So, so here? are we are we back to things only go through if we've all played them? Then? No, because that what was I'm a saying is that in this particular situation, Sean, Sea of Thieves yeah. has to go in my mind. And also, I mean, what what Dave's saying is he's saying that if you if we go with Sea of Thieves, you're just sitting out there to die anyway. Yeah, but there's we all right. Are so you saying that you think every one of your four games should get to the very final round? <laughs> I don't even we think James send, Farley we all is send things to the very out final to round. We all, in- <laughs> we, no, we all include things that we know aren't going anywhere, but we no, just want that. to put the fucking flag in the ground and that. say, look, this was I, I, one like, of the best. Can, what, what, what's everyone's thoughts on Hitman Three? I mean, I that's already in. Yeah, I loved it. You should yeah, have spoke up great. at the time. We, we ain't going it, back yeah. on that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> also, I thought it was amazing. If we're a stalemate here between. Flight Sim 2020 and Sea of Thieves 2016. James? See, I can see Sean's argument because Flight Sim did come out like a year ago. Well, two years ago now. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> bear with me, okay? It came out two years ago, like now that we're in 2022. And the Xbox version that came out is like the same, isn't it? But worse than the PC version, like presumably. Well, it depends what PC you got, I suppose. Yeah. yeah I, I don't, where whereas is this the, going? Whereas, the fact, whereas the with... fact that it's running on a console is absolutely incredible, and all the work they did to have it working on a fucking controller. Whereas Sea of Thieves, there is some new content there. You know, there is something different. <laughs> there is. And, like, and, to be, and to be clear, like, this isn't me trying to set a precedent that, like, just because some DLC came out, like, I'm not going to, like, if something big for Sea of Thieves comes out next year, I'm not going to put it in again. Do like, we have this your word is very on that, much. Sean? This is like my, you know, my one shot of getting on it in, and, and when it inevitably, you know, crashes and burns, that'll be it. I'm not saying like, you know, just because an expansion came out, we should be able to put whatever we want in. It's just that it has not previously, despite being out all this time, had a shot in one of our Game of the Year shows. Mm. I, I, and I but can't then, but, do it. You know, but then the same applies for Flight Sim, right? Because I wasn't going to, even if I loved it that much last year, playing it, sorry, two years ago, playing it on PC... I wouldn't have nominated it because I wanted to wait for you guys anyway. Hold on, yeah, but, okay, so, all right. Do you know what I mean? You so, can't do you what, know. James? I, I, I don't think I can defend Sea of Thieves. It's too difficult. I think I probably would have to go Matt? for Flight Sim. Uh, yeah, out of two, I think I'd have more of an opinion on Flight Sim than I do of of Sea of Thieves. Unfortunately, unbelievable. Which one did you say, James? You said to keep Flight Sim or keep Sea of Thieves. Oh, I think we should keep flights him. <laughs> okay. Sean. <sighs> yep. Um, it's three on one, mate. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is three on one. But mm-hmm. um, I know you really like Sea of Thieves, so I'm, I'm going to offer you a deal. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> I will sacrifice Microsoft Flight Sim. Microsoft what? Microsoft Flight Sim. Yeah. If you agree to 
change your vote just once when I ask you to. Oh. <laughs> when I officially ask you to change you're your vote. You're going to make me Well, hang on a minute, because even if you change your vote, that doesn't... That's still not a majority, No, it's not. It? It's still 2-2, two, two, and I absolutely no, no, will not I know, change I know, like, I know, after but, this. But I, I, no, it, it's not a majority, but I'm literally sacrificing my own game. So, so I've taken a vote allowed, out of the question. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm sacrificing my own game. Because I... I'm doing it, Sean, if you're willing to do the deal. <laughs> In that case, I'm not changing my vote. And I don't think you should Too either, late. Matt. We're talking. We're talking. We're talking. Oh, God. So I'm just going to be like a, yeah, like a fucking sleeper agent. You yep. can just... Uh, I mean, it'll be funny, won't it? It's not about that. It's a very serious <laughs> process. Come on, Sean. I mean, we've already established it's about the discussion, Matt. So, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, so David's got two votes for one of his games coming up, basically. Brilliant. Sure. This see if Thieves is in. I really look forward hell. to you talking about that game. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Bet you do. Thank you for you your business. <laughs> oh God, David brought in flights him just to make that deal. Yeah. <laughs> he knew it would be against like this is like see if he's in the discussion. You know, Matt. Matt, I didn't think in a million years he would accept the deal. <laughs> <laughs> a million fucking years he'd accept the deal. Has this ever happened? Has someone agreed to properly have a vote on the next round or a round? I don't think. Well, well yeah, whatever round Dave chooses, apparently. <laughs> what, what, oh, not the final, though. It could Hold be any time. I'm sorry, it's, now's not the time to start discussing the small print. I also, think so. Now, <laughs> also, down the Matt small and James, print. You've, got no right, you've got no right to get involved with this deal. This was a deal between myself and Sean. I offered him a deal. He's accepted. So let's not worry about when, what round I'm going to start Sean, you're an idiot. Pulling, you're an idiot. Pulling that out of the hat. I'm an idiot. King I can't believe oh, you that. I thought there was going to be a follow-up to that, Sean. That, that just sounded <laughs> like a confession rather than a, a challenge there. <laughs> oh, my God, I am an idiot. <laughs> Right, man. Okay, okay before we, we begin, hang on. Before we begin, right? I need. I've got a problem. Right before now. We begin, oh God, this the problem is, is I can't mute my mic, but I need to open cans. So that's probably. <laughs> I, think, I think, given the, the the length and the nature of this podcast, I think some you know allowances, drinks and stuff yeah. is allowed. Yeah. Okay. Good. I don't think we're expecting Matt to go through four hours of audio and comb out. You know, I mean, I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> nice. So, um, what are you drinking, James? Yeah, let's get to the main subject. I'm drinking Red Bull with Jägermeister. <laughs> uh, keeping it casual this year. You're doing Jäger bombs during the game of the <laughs> year. <show. laughs> yes. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Well, I didn't think you'd be a man that would have shot glasses. You don't. Well, okay, that is a bit of you a don't problem. Come across as the sort of person that has shot glasses. <laughs> oh my god! I don't. Why? What are you I doing? I don't again? have a shot glass um, because obviously we just moved here and I haven't got all that sort of stuff sorted out yet. Not that I would have shot glasses anyway. <laughs> I would have shot glass. <laughs> 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 yeah, I haven't got my collection out yet. So. so- Instead, it's so weird. I kept ordering shot glasses, but in Germany, shot glass means pint glass. I just assumed <laughs> they got it wrong eight times. So instead, I'm using a small coffee cup. <laughs> what? And you're dropping a small coffee cup in a big cup? What do you mean? Well, no, I'm not doing that. Is it what? Is it what like? Mean, a, what do you mean? 
like an espresso cup or like an actual it's an, it's coffee like a, cup? Do you, no, it's, no, it's it's bigger than an espresso cup. Okay, it's like a coffee cup. <laughs> James, are you drinking Jager shot bombs or are you just drinking Jaeger with Coke? I'm just drinking Jaeger with Red Bull. Yeah. Oh, Red Bull, so yeah. Well, you yeah. just you're just pouring it into each other and then yeah. drinking it that way. Yes, yeah. Are you measuring what it? What is the point properly? of that? <laughs> it's, I mean, surely don't isn't the whole point the the whole dropping it in and going hey. also that would sound brilliant if we're in I the middle of a it really would. I think they would get quite you, fed up. You, you dropping the fucking shot glass into a James plate. Going, <laughs> well, I've just I've just mixed up the first brew, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get going now. Brew? So, oh my yeah. god! Have you ever had Jagermeister before? Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah. Right. Okay. How long ago? Uh, quite a long time, but it's fine. <laughs> Three About minutes six, ago, 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried it for the first time. I'm just gonna throw up. Yeah, it does uh, taste right, very good. James, though. have you have you just have you just drank a bit of Red Bull out of one of the cans and then just poured the egg? <laughs> <in>? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you what, it does taste really good though. Yeah, I want to know. It is I don't even know the percentage with Is it thirty-five percent? Oh, it is. That is quite bad, isn't it? Mm. It is, is it? considering previous years. Oh, I don't even know. I don't do that. It's a lot of percent. Yeah, I'm not okay. doing the whole bottle. Right. It's fine. It's just a bit. Okay, James. Yeah. Are we ready for the first name to be pulled out of the hat? No. Nor am I. I'm hoping it's my stuff because I need to get I need to get it out of the way. Oh yeah, we don't want James <laughs> always to end up in the last one, do we? As our listeners point out, James. The final is at the end of the podcast. So whatever <laughs> happens, you have to stay. It's not like yours get pulled out and you can go, all right, lad, see you later. Let me know no, what I won. Thought, I thought about this time. And this is why this is go a on, win-win. It's Red Bull, isn't it? It's going to keep me awake. Oh, my God. He's going to be hyperactive and smashed at the same time. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Let's find out. I, I've got a feeling that a few people have heard you say that and fast-forwarded to the very end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just to- yeah, what sort of a state you're in. Okay, where, his... where I've put in the vomiting after the theme music. <laughs> what, do you just record that yourself? Yeah, I You got, can I just got, uh, got a drink a couple of pints of milk, can't you, or whatever it is. With a collection, Wait. four points. Here we go. We've got the first name out of the hat. It goes to me. I hate this bit. I hate this bit. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. It goes to me. It's one of mine. And it is Halo Infinite. Uh, Halo Infinite was... Uh, a massive, massive surprise. If you all remember, Halo Infinite was supposed to come out in 2020. Um, and it, I mean, I think it was like three weeks away from release when they announced that it was being delayed. Um, and that seemed to just go quiet, didn't it? We didn't hear anything of it um, for, a, for a long time. Um, and then they announced that they were releasing it in holiday 2021. Um and I don't think any of us were very hopeful for what the game was going to end I, up being. I think Matt was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, was, really? I was hopeful. I don't think Matt was. was I was it? hopeful, was but your... the expectations weren't great. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I think we all hoped that Halo would be good, but based on that initial trailer and what seemed like a terrible development, um, uh, we, we just assumed the worst, I guess, that we were, you know, the expectation, as you say, was very low. Um, but that sort of expectation for me blew apart the moment I played the beta that they released about a week before the real release, right? It was a surprise release on a 20th anniversary thing that Microsoft put out that they were doing what they said was a beta when really it was the full game uh, in terms of multiplayer uh, with all the maps, all the weapons, all that stuff. Um, And uh, we played it and within moments of playing that online game, 
I was thinking, oh my god, Halo's back. The magic is back. And I think that was mainly down to the movement because there were things that it needed to modernise. I think it did that well. Um, Like, for example, a run button, shooting down sights, things like that. Not all weapons shoot down sights, but you know what I mean. Um, But just the the crazy stuff you would see in Halo multiplayer, the feeling that you get from playing Halo games, that's never really been... um, replicated anywhere else you know the, the the sort of industry moved towards very low health in online games because you know there's more satisfaction if you get to jump on someone you're definitely going to kill them because it takes you know a few bullets call of duty style and they're gone you're going to get the kills um whereas in halo it's very much you have to focus on shooting someone accurately for an extended period of time uh to get your kill it's that sort of bullish spongy online multiplayer game hasn't really hasn't i mean i suppose fortnite's a little bit like that but nothing like halo right there's been nothing like halo um and there's been halo games that have come out since you know the first three and uh, you know my personal favorite reach that haven't even captured that magic whereas this instantly made me go oh man this is halo this is halo um and then soon after a week or two after the 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 full campaign come out um i don't know if i've mentioned this but i have completed it and not only did i complete it i just went and roamed the map for god knows how many hours just ticking off lists um going out looking for easter eggs exploring um would i say it's the best halo um campaign there is absolutely not i think it does fall short of the likes of you know one reach stuff like that um especially towards the end of the game however considering where i thought this campaign was going to be it is way better than say my in my opinion in terms of rankings it's way better than the likes of odst it's way better than the likes of halo 2 and and um and 5 it's it it's just a brilliant like especially the open world bits, right? I mean, uh, I would say some of the linear bits is where it, it lets itself down because it feels like a corridor shooter and, you know, it gets quite repetitive, especially towards the end. But the open world stuff is like everything I want from Halo. That freedom of, should I take a tank up there or should I fly up there? It, oh, I've been shot down, but there's a ghost down there. Oh my God, I can grapple onto it, nick it and kill all the enemies around. Um it just absolutely blew me away. And once I'd spent an intense week of just hammering that game, I then went back to the multiplayer. And yeah, admittedly, I ain't good at that multiplayer. But <laughs> just playing it just fills me with light. Like, uh, there's so many moments in it, even though I'm not very good at that game. There are moments where I could get a double kill by just quickly sniping two people the other side of the map. Or, you know, you you... As I say, you see a banshee coming down to try and attack you or, or boost into you, and you can grapple up and nick the banshee and shoot their teammates and stuff. It 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 has all of that, plus the big team battle stuff, which just feels like it. And I mean, I said this, I'm pretty sure I said this at the time as well, that it kind of feels like it does what Battlefield wants to do. Um, but Battlefield's main... Uh, focus in, is trying to get as many players into that those game modes as possible. Um, where in doing so, it just feels like either way too chaotic, or you're just far away from everyone that's fighting, and you're in your little team of three, and you might as well be playing four on four. Whereas 
Halo really does. I mean, when you look across the battlefield on Big Team Battle, it's incredible what you see. You're seeing vehicles flying all over the place, turrets going off, explosions, uh, these mini fights happening. It's just so much fun. Um, And I think if we, if our expectations were higher going into this, I wonder how I would respond to this game, but that's all ifs, ifs and buts. Um, my expectations were low going into it, and it absolutely smashed those expectations. Um, and I had an incredible time in this game. Um, who else has played this lots? I mean, James, you you hammered through the campaign, didn't you? Yeah, I've I've played through the campaign and finished it, and I've I've barely touched multiplayer because it's not really my scene these days. But yeah, the the single player I played all the way through. And yeah, I spent a lot of time with that. I got re- really very obsessed with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I both. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, well, no, I don't want to. I don't want to start effusively praising it because I don't know what what game's coming out next. Do I? It's probably exactly. going to be one of mine. See, I. Well, you I know can what you praise mean. a game and then afterwards say here are its faults and this is why the other game should go through. James, you, 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 you calm down. Your back's up yeah, already, mate. I, I, <laughs> These are the early stages. This is yeah, the fun you, bit. I know because right? you got your cheat code already, isn't it? And it's just you know you got to be a bit careful. It's true. It's not my cheat code. It's my deal. You can sell. It's um, my little no, legitimate I, deal. Little. Yeah, I know what I know what James is saying, but I'm kind of like I, I, I like basically every game that we've got coming up this year, so I'm just gonna say whatever. Yeah, Halo Infinite's really fucking good, isn't it? Um, it's like you say, it definitely benefits from that concern. You know, from the footage and and you know the early footage and the, sure. the delays yeah. and stuff, um, and also the fact that it's like you know three four three have finally nailed it. Like it now finally feels like Halo is in good hands and has a future, which has not been clear for a while now. Um, I think it's also interesting, like you know, you mentioned Battlefield. Maybe this is just like me and the circles I'm in. I feel like Halo basically just flattened Battlefield this year. Not that it was necessarily a competition between yeah, the two, but it, I kind of but feel it just that Battlefield sort of flattened itself. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. I think it's because yeah, there is that it, was a mess. It was just yeah. like it was just like oh, apparently Battlefield's out, but everyone's talking about Halo. Yeah, um, yeah. it was just yeah, really strange. Well, Battlefield's so um, bad that they they're talking about closing down the subreddit because it's so toxic. Really? <laughs> no way, really? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's today that came out. Yeah, I mean, but, but mostly because <laughs> you know lots of people basically slagging off or harassing members of staff, and obviously in the mods so oh, that's doing awful, a very yeah. difficult job. And basically, there's like an yeah, ultimatum Jesus. today saying either it, the toxicity did. You know, decreases and we'll keep monitoring things. It's the same, and we're going to be locking threads left, right, and center. Or if it if it increases, then yeah, this place is getting closed down. Which is absolutely I mean, to be fair, shocking. if they're attacking members of staff, then yeah, oh, yeah fair yeah. enough. Well, it's not that's, that. It's like yeah. no one can say anything about you know basically everything. Anyway, it's not about this, but yeah, every post is ripping into it. Which uh, yeah, Jesus. so Battlefield flattened itself, but but Halo coming out and being as good as it was, and yeah, I, I think when they release that. Um, the, the beta, and it, I think it was like three or four weeks actually before the game, was, the, the single player campaign was, was it really out. that long? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was wow. a fair while. And um, I was like, okay, well, this is interesting, but yeah, you're totally right, Dave. From the first moment you play it, like, fucking Halo's back. And yeah, I've also finished a single player campaign. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. It had its faults. Uh, and we'll, we may get into them, but um, I, I'm so happy that Halo's in a in a good place. Where yeah, sure, you're totally place. right. Yeah, like in I mean, for example, future, like, okay, I'm, they announced I'm, they announced DLC for that game, 
at the start of this year, even if it's maps mm. for the multiplayer, let alone single player stuff, mm. I'm like, brilliant. Okay, I'm that's me, you know, hammering some more Halo. Whereas mm. before, I thought this could be the end of Halo. <laughs> what they release with the single player considering all that we kind of have heard you know about where it was going is quite remarkable really like how just how good yeah. it was it's um yeah i as i said i i was completely obsessed with it it was one of those games and there's been very few games this year where i've stayed up until like two or three in the morning like just oh, playing God, the single yeah, it player. And, and it was one of those it's another one of those games where you're like you're sitting there and you just think okay i'm just going to play this for half an hour an hour you know just to complete a couple more objectives and just cannot stop and just it, yeah. it's just like oh just this bit next just this bit next or whatever and even i mean even though like it doesn't really suffer from that ubisoft thing of like you know sticking just icons all over say. the map but yeah and the stuff you're unlocking is not really very exciting, but it's so enjoyable to get to those locations, you know, mostly because of the grappling yeah. hook, that it's like, this is just fun to just traverse around. It's yeah. great. It's, and then when you, know, you get a little bit tired of the grappling hook, it's like, well, here's the wasp. Yeah, the wasp, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. okay, I can just fly everywhere. The actual moment of my gameplay when you were in the open world, yeah, I think you're right, James, it wasn't terribly like exciting or new or different but it was just incredibly compelling incredibly more rich i'm like okay well i want to go over there oh look there's that that base there or there's this thing here or that thing there well yeah it's just fun to climb to scale the mountains and to get across uh, the environment so i I think think, yeah that that sort of that sort of spacing of things to do on the map as you say it avoids the trap of just like being absolutely littered with stuff so you don't feel overwhelmed and yet there is almost always something that's like 300 meters away and a you know like either a, a quick sprint or, or whatever i mean maybe yeah. that thins out later on I it does know. it really does uh, yeah but then but, as okay. i say by that time by that point you've opened up yeah. your um your vehicles and stuff and you're not just yeah, running yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere in fact you barely you rarely walk anywhere you know yeah once you get that wasp, um, it's it's like game over yeah. once you got that because it's, yeah, it's game <laughs> over yeah yeah, yeah i think it's also like I think quite flawed in so many points. So it's weird for me to say it's excellent, and yet there's so many things that could be changed or should be changed or maybe puzzling decisions mm, were made. Yeah, so very yeah. interested to know what happens to the next one and how they improve That's upon it, it, isn't it? I think, I think there's also an understanding that this is... We're not... Like, my nomination isn't just for this game as a whole, and maybe this isn't fair, but th- this, this was my thought process, that it's not just for this game as it is as a whole. It's also the fact that it's the start of something, you know? And yeah, it's a foundation it, for a, a platform. Yeah, as hopefully. I said, with the, yeah. with the yeah. boss that you can see, that totally hints to, oh, shit, yeah, the, the, that's not the main boss. There's going to be loads of stuff come out. <laughs> um, the area's clearly going to expand. Um, I can see this yeah. being maybe a yearly thing. To you know that when you think of that as a business model, that's crazy as well. Because you know they're not going to bring a Halo game out every year. But they can certainly bring mm. out some big single player DLC every year to make yeah, they, sure they that can people do a Destiny work. thing, really. Yeah, 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 and they're just keeping subscriptions up. You know, like that's what people are going to do. Oh, what is it? Yeah. Seven pound, seven ninety nine, or whatever to to subscribe to Game Pass and get the the, the new content. Well, yeah, I'm, of course I'm going to do that. Um, mm. And I think, and like similar to you know the things people said when Destiny, you know, stumbled and content wasn't quite there and 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 so on like you know that the argument always was like yeah but they've nailed the hard stuff like the combat feels good and it's the same here it's as you say so that's sort of like i'm not worried about 
future stuff not being good for Halo Infinite no. because the the combat is so fundamentally enjoyable. It's just like, yeah, just give me more more places to do it in, please. Yeah, that'll be more, fine. More <laughs> varied mission structures as well because that's the only thing. I mean, mm. the only the only criticism that I've really got of, of the single player is how funneled it is, to, particularly towards the end. You know, like it. Oh, the end. Right. The end and, is crazy. And like, it, the end is like you you think, oh, I, I want to do some more open world stuff, and it's like I'll just do one mission. And then I'll go back to the open world stuff, and then that just seems the mission that triggers the ending, yeah. which yeah. is and there's three, that four missions like, long, yeah, yeah, four or five missions. I'm like, well, sure, I can go back now. Yeah. Oh no, wait, this this place I'm in, I can't get back to the mainland. And it, it's this one of the it things now. which is a bit of a shame <laughs> in the sense that I think, I mean, obviously this is because they had to do it this way, probably because of time constraints. But the way that the open world aspect of it is not really important for the campaign, really. It's because almost no, all I the campaigns. No, no, no. You, you could mainline that. that. That could be a menu, but it, it, yeah. it's something. It, the open worldness is not. It doesn't support the campaign. It's just a, a nice world to be in, and it is. But it's just things in terms of upgrades and earning weapons and stuff. But yeah, the campaign could could be menu based. I just wish they could have taken more advantage of the open world side of it as well. You know, like because I mean that is something well, I that know. like I, I thought I felt it was quite nice that it was you know two sides to it. Yeah, it was. I know, but hey, I, think... I can do the single like the linear Halo stuff, but I can also just jump out and do this open world stuff. I know, apart but then, from you know towards the end, to me that felt like because that was one of the things that Breath of the Wild like obviously nailed. You know, was the fact that it's this massive open world and everything is going on inside that world, and this felt like they yeah. took this design choice probably because they ran out of time because i'm sure that they intended this this to be a lot more like breath of the wild in the sense of like the open world being yeah being where you, it was you all are go also on. talking about the greatest one of the greatest games ever made you know what <laughs> I mean? I know, but then you're it's... talking about microsoft that have got billions of dollars you know and like all the time all the money whatever to create something this is not like an indie startup like game is it do you know what i mean it's like it's no i know but what i'm saying is that when you're directly comparing the games like that it's like well how many games on our list over the years have been open world games that that couldn't even piss on <laughs> you know breath <laughs> of the wild breath of the wild was special man what like what game is up there with breath of the wild Mario that's Odyssey. The question. I still think that's up there. Although it's not open world really but you know that's it's in terms nothing of quality like it, is it but in terms of quality no, but you it's up at, there yeah i know but look, what we're saying in terms of its use of open world mechanics and all of that sort of stuff mm. you think about the games that use that system how many of them are as good as breath of the wild none of them mm. so I, I can't get angry that this isn't no, as no, good I'm as not, breath of the wild i'm not angry mm. i'm just saying oh, you it's, sound furious yeah i absolutely <laughs> absolutely livid no it's um maybe it's the jaeger it's I've, only had, I've only had one cup <laughs> so far so it's fine so it takes time <laughs> but it's just like there was such a lack of mystery around the environment where i thought if i scale to the top mm. of this mountain or go on this weird cliff there's going to be something but there will often wasn't anything yeah that's that, that didn't that's kind of crazy though. because this me, has... like, okay i'll go up there because it's fun and yeah, but... you know you can upgrade the grapple hook to a point where you can basically scale vertical buildings and all sorts anyway so it doesn't hurt to do it but i did always hope there would be a mystery yeah, but this or something game has with... some of the craziest easter eggs i've ever seen in a game like it's got some really wild stuff in there but they are so hidden away that you were never going to just discover them and i felt ah, oh, maybe do more of this stuff but make it more available like so that i don't have to go onto google mm. and find the one crack in the wall <laughs> that i have to grapple through in this small area to try and find you know i wish there was more of that see i um, but then I'm convinced there was. I'm convinced there was going to be more, but they ran out of time. 
And that is why I'm not. This is why I'm saying yeah. this is still an incredible achievement of what they've put out because it's brilliant. It it really is absolutely brilliant. But then, yeah, it also to me it feels clear that they they ran out of time with this. Like I'm sure there was yeah, going to be other all, areas. That's all conjecture, though. You know, isn't it? I like. I I would also say you know, um, yeah. I I I think all of the negative things we said about uh, Halo Infinite, which are valid, I think they can be just totally brushed under the carpet considering that they made the greatest enemies in any video game that I've ever played ever. The grunts are the (laughs) best thing of all time. And I hope that the first set of DLC means that the grunt, there's a grunt that's like the big bad boss. So sort of totally counter that brute that was going throughout the whole game. And it was just like, shut the fuck up, man. We are going to rule the galaxy. Oh, shut up, you twat. If it's just a grunt, like just a pissed off grunt, that's what I want to be the main bad guy in the next one. And and when you fight, <laughs> when you get to the grunt, you kill it like every other grunt. That's what I want, right? There's not like he doesn't like suddenly become huge or anything like that, or he's got a special weapon or whatever, or a shield that you have to break down. It is literally a grunt, and you just pop him in the head, and he goes and dies. That's what I want. If you're listening. Please make it happen. But we are now 50 minutes in. We've t- spoken about one game. Shall we <laughs> Shall we pick? Shall we see what it's up against? Go for it. Better add. Halo Infinite in the first round is up against... It's a James game. I haven't opened it fully. Ooh. I can just see it's a James game. What do you mean, of course it is, James? <sighs> because oh, I'm just you wanted this. You wanted this. You wanted your games to come out early. I did, but not against Halo Infinite. (laughs) (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy, James. Okay. So I feel that, I see, I feel that this should win Game of the Year for one reason. And this is because, I mean, this game has got hours and hours and hours of like of conversation. I mean, we talked about the, the grunts, like in um, in Halo, like all the banter and everything there is in this. But this is like far exceeds that in terms of like how much it's got. And it's just consistently funny, like throughout, like this, the scripts and the relationships and the way that they develop. I, I mean, I'd say it's as good as like the Life is Strange games in terms of like how the relationships between the characters develop over the game, and like by the end of it, I really cared like genuinely about the cast. I mean, compared, if you compare these with the like with the film. I still feel that this that this cast are like sort of much more endearing, and this because there's real this real character development throughout. And I mean, I've heard this compared with um, like with Mass Effect in terms of um, you know like you have this crew, you know, you sort of build relationships. But the thing that I feel that this does significantly better than Mass Effect is that with that it was your character building relationship with others, whereas with this you have. They, you know, they are all interacting with each other as well, and you have you you can hear the conversations that are going on in the background and the way they get on and the way that you know maybe they hate each other to begin with, but then it does sort of build up and um, you know it's believable the way that these like things are resolved. It just absolutely okay. Nails... Let's let's not have a go at Mass Effect. Let's move on. Let's, no, no, let's it's, focus it's, on Guardians it's, again. It's, yeah, let's just not have a go at Mass Effect. <laughs> There's no need. You know, it's and it's, fine, it's, but you know, come on. But no, it just it completely nails like the team dynamic uh, that you have, and also that it's got this consistently just good supporting cast. You have got like you know like Cosmo the dog, and just it's just very enjoyable, and like the locations. <laughs> 
are very uh, you know pretty fun to explore as well and I, I also think the game has interesting things to say about like parenthood and also loss as well particularly from like the perspective of, of like peter and also from drax um who is an amazing character i mean i was just I, I had very low expectations for this game uh when it first came out mostly because as everyone you know has already noted that you know the um what's it called the uh trailer for it was was absolutely dreadful mm. and i I hated those characters, you know, when it when they, when they first showed them, especially Peter. Like, he just seemed completely wrong and out of it. But then by the end of this, I absolutely love them. And I couldn't, I mean, the, I was even, like, looking up the voice actor because I was just like, I, I love your voice. Like, it's perfect. Like, for this, it's just it's just so good. And <laughs> Was that a tweet? Yeah. Have you been blocked? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Hello, I love your voice. It is perfect. It is. No, it's just, it's <laughs> just so, it's just, it was just so good to, like, spend time with these people. And that's what I enjoyed about this. I mean, the combat, is I mean the combat is adequate, you know it's fine, it's not amazing or anything, and the pacing towards the end of the game does suffer like slightly, but the real focus of the story, and I just think it's a very well told and uh, well put together and well paced story. I mean this is basically a film which is lasting about like twelve hours or so, and that's quite an achievement, like to put together something it's like longer that. Longer than that, isn't it? Yeah, twelve fifteen longer hours than 12 or so. Twelve hours, but you think it's so, yeah, and it's like you know if you think that's they've managed to keep that consistent level of quality, particularly with the script for that amount of time, is I think very impressive. And uh, yeah, I I just thoroughly enjoyed this. I thought it was brilliant. And this this was the other game that I spent like where I was playing until like two or three in the morning because I just wanted to see what was going to happen next. It's uh, yeah, it was a real surprise, and I think it's a shame because I I mean I I imagine. Then before isn't going to be another one of these, but yeah, I would thoroughly recommend I mean, it. I don't know because it's really picked up in terms of support. I mean, granted, I think everyone's got it for like twenty five, thirty quid in a set, yeah. but it's clearly it's it's made a dent, and certainly in a way that Avengers never did. Mm. Um, and I think you know, and as we've said on the show previously, it's it's quite sore because in a way this this shows you what the Avengers game could have been if they hadn't massively overreached. With it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've only spent like like 90 minutes with this and even I, you know, can relate to some of the things James has said. Obviously, I'm assuming there's way more to it as, as you go on. But just the fact that like, yeah, like there's, there's been several laugh out loud moments that I still remember. The where you're trying to find a battery or something and Quill sort of set like you know obviously it's it's a you know a sci-fi game and it's full of like nonsense sort of sci-fi talk and Peter Quill sort of tried to say like oh maybe we should like increase the voltage to the hyper compressor or something and Rocket just goes like don't make up science stuff <laughs> <laughs> and it's just yeah just loads of little moments like that and like okay yes it probably has benefited from you know the template laid out in the the comics and the films but that that doesn't mean that that was easy to replicate. And as you well, say, yeah, clearly to maintain it's not a surefire that, hit, is it? Like, exactly. And, like, and, to, and as James says, to maintain that over like a twelve-hour game is incredibly impressive. So right, it's way, yeah, it's I mean, way longer than twelve hours because I have completed was it? this. Yeah, okay. it's like it's more like fifteen to okay. eighteen. I would say it's it's a long old game. Do, do, Matt, did you play it? Yeah, I played about two hours. Um, I definitely okay. want to play more, but uh, Christmas was a disaster. Um, and and yeah, I I, I can only echo really uh, the stuff that James and Sean said. I mean, I think pretty much instantly you can tell like that the, the dialogue was compelling and interesting. And I think you might have said this on the pod, one of you, Sean or James, previously. But um, the fact that it kind of knows it it knows itself and it knows it's kind of a game. There's like a bit where in one mm. of the I think the first like major level where 
I think one of the characters said, look, there's nothing down there. Let's go this way. And then oh, you the, as yeah, a player yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously go down that way thinking, oh, what's down here? And then Rocket's like, look, we told you there's nothing down there. Or what, yeah, what I come in a dialogue. Now, okay, like, like <laughs> those kind of what seem like quite incidental uh, moments. So, yeah, you know, really add up and think, oh, yeah, this knows itself. It's clever. It's, it's doing good stuff with the dialogue. And yeah, I'm only like two hours or so in. I think I'm on like mission three. But um, I've really enjoyed it so far, and it's it, and I know you said this earlier, but especially when you compare what this was revealed like E three, where it's like mm. I think it was just revealed like four or five times, and the presentations were getting longer and longer, and it's like hey, I'm I'm bored this game, and I haven't I don't even want to play it. You know, I'm can't bother to hear anymore. I've heard like hours and hours at E three anyway. This stuff, and then that also following on from Avengers, I think they've done incredibly well, and. Yeah, yes, I know a bunch of people got it cheap and um, it was still kind of discounted uh, on or just after Christmas maybe. But um, I think you, you only have to look at some other like Game of the Year podcasts or websites and a lot of them have actually said, no, this is excellent in terms of dialogue. Actually, I think it might have won uh, a Game Award for Best it did, Dialogue. Yeah, it won the, it won the best, best, best Narrative. Yeah. Best Best narrative, narrative, yeah. So lots of people are are seeing how 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 good this is, and yeah, I I can't wait to get back. They don't come into our uh, thought process. (laughs) Fuck them. I don't give a shit what anyone says. I I would have desperately loved to have like kept playing this, but it's just a a busy busy Christmas. But but David, you said you finished it then? I finished it, and uh, yeah, absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, From start to finish, I thought the story was fantastic, and. I think what surprised me the most, more than anything else, other than the fact that I liked the characters, I thought the voice acting was excellent, the script was incredible, but also just the new stuff that it did. Like, for example, like getting some ideas across, like, it's awful living on a ship with people that you don't fully get on with. Or, you know what I mean? uh, Sharing this communal space with everyone is a nightmare. Like, for example, there is a fridge that is always open (laughs) when you go into that area (laughs) and you're constantly shutting it. James, you said you never found out what... No, and I I was shutting it every time. That is explained. Yeah, no, it's it's explained towards the end. Is it? You must have missed the dialogue. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'll tell you that later. Don't spoil it. Um... But there's that, there's the fact that there's a radio in there and you can choose from a ton of songs to put to put on. But sometimes you'll put a song on and you'll walk away from the radio and you'll be in another part of the ship and you hear someone change the song to a different one. And you're like, oh, for <laughs> fuck, fuck off. Like, I was listening to that. You know, it does stuff like that, which I think is brilliant. You know, there's, I tweeted about it, the, the bits where you're in an area, we've all been in this in games, where you're in an area where you're not allowed to use your guns. And usually you pull the trigger anyway and just nothing happens or the reticle turns red and you're not allowed to fire or whatever. In this game, Peter Quill pulls his fingers out and goes pew, 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 like that. <laughs> I just thought that's a great little gag. Um, yeah. Then, then, there's also the the narrative choices and stuff and what what i really like about this is that i'm used to playing games like life is strange where narrative choices make a huge impact in the story and can ultimately affect what ending you've got there's nothing like that in this game what there is in this game are conversation choices where if you choose one way it might affect a battle later on i'm i'm talking you can make a decision at the start of the game and seven eight hours in a little notification comes up and says oh you could do this because you did this and i'm like oh right okay or little subtle things like for example acquiring a key card and when i was walking down um a corridor 
I went to a door, it opened up, and Peter Quill goes, oh, I knew this key card will come in handy. And there was like a bonus behind behind that door. Huh. Little tiny tweaks. So it isn't to the point it's that you're not changing the narrative at all. What you are doing is just these little, hey, you could do this now because you did that. Or you mm. can't do this because you didn't do that. You know, and I just thought that was so perfectly balanced where it wasn't irritating. It made you feel like you were making a difference to what was going on. And it was just really like, I mean, I have only just found out, James, that there's a whole mission that we did differently Mm -hmm. because of decisions we'd made. Um, And by the sounds of it, it's not much, you know, it's not to the point where it's like, I'm really pissed off. I didn't get to do that side of it. Um, But just little things. Little things that you do throughout the game. Um, really like the characters. I, I think I'm because I have no. I don't know if it's because I've got no uh, knowledge of Guardians of the Galaxy, especially going in. And f- for starters, if you're worried, you don't need any knowledge of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, <laughs> this is literally a, as you say, very much like a Mass Effect game. A little bit like a Fallen Order. Um, kind of un outchart. If you like Uncharted with the constant dialogue in Uncharted, if you like that stuff, this does that stuff better than yeah, Uncharted much does. Much better. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're not just Drake walking around maybe with one other person um, in a forest. You're actually a team that are bickering throughout and stuff like this. Um, but, you know, the the characters I sort of fell in love with just based on what I've learned throughout the game. Um, but yeah, no, as I said, because I've had no prior knowledge of these characters, I, I think my viewport that Rocket is brilliant and Groot that Groot is pretty shit is is <laughs> is going to send people crazy because that seems to be a very po- unpopular opinion. But um, I yeah, I said to James, I j- I'm so sick of him just saying I am Groot all the time. I don't find it funny. I don't find it interesting. I just find it annoying. Whereas people, I've, no, like, I've never, uh, you know, as a fan of the the films, yeah, I've never really got the Groot thing. No, it's they explain it not in alone. this, and I I do wonder if it's explained in the same way in the films. I don't think it's um, explained at all in the film. No, it's not. Okay. Not yeah. There's a full explanation of why he just says, I am Groot in this game. Okay. Um, uh, but I won't spoil it. Um, and, you know, it's it, it, it does let itself down in a number of ways. The, as you say, the combat's serviceable, but dull. Yeah. Um, mm. It's very B-grade in terms of movement, um, especially the jumping. The jumping just feels weird. Like it's not really mm. physics based, you know, you can never really truly yeah. jump. The way Peter Quill runs about is just, it just feels like it needs that little bit more polish. Mm-hmm. Um, but more disappointingly than anything else is that this is a long game, right? And for the va- like 80 to 85% of this game, it is confident in the fact that it doesn't need a lot of content. Uh, sorry, a lot of combat. It, you know, it's quite happy with the whole, we're building a narrative, we're building the characters, here's a bit of combat, here's some puzzles. Like, it's quite confident in doing that up until, like, the last 15% of that game, where it's like, the rest of this game is just non-stop combat. And when you're, get, when you're already at that point of thinking, ah, the combat's getting dull, oh, the rest of the game's combat, is it? Mm, kind think, of misjudged. I mean, I think what they were trying to do with that is I think they probably thought, okay, by this point, all your characters should be fully powered up, so you should yeah. be able to just have fun with this. But 
Unfortunately, mm. the combat's not particularly fun. Like it's 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 no. fine. It's but it's not even once you've got all the abilities and all the powers, it's still not like you know as as fun as something like you know even as no, fun as I, something like Uncharted. I'd say. But like my my view would be okay. Give me one massive kill room then, where with weaker enemies that I can just absolutely go nuts in. Right? Don't give me kill room, kill room, kill room, kill room, kill room, kill room, kill room and I'm like. When is this going to end? Mm. Like this setting, um, when is it going to end and when are we going to move on? And, you know, I, I said to James at the time, I said, is it, is it a Marvel thing where it's like, here's the ending, credits, nope, there's no more. <laughs> and you're like, okay, credits now, nope, there's still some more. Okay, credit. And I thought, is that like a swipe at Marvel? And he was like, oh, yeah, no, they do that in Marvel. Yeah, all the they time. love doing and that I went, sort of stuff. It's, why, yeah. why did I like doing that? That's just fucking annoying. That's not good. <laughs> it's to stop people leaving why, the cinema, isn't it? The, the, the Marvel thing is, is post credits yeah. stuff, isn't it? So the credits will roll and then there'll be a secret scene at the end. I mean, I think they've stopped doing them now, but. No, they still do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they haven't stopped doing them. Okay. Okay. Well, th- this does that, like, to, to a point where there's like an hour and a half to two hours no that's too much there's about an hour's worth of gameplay doing right in the middle of the credits well, I'll and it was like, oh come on half an hour maybe 45 <laughs> minutes yeah. yeah there's a whole boss battle and if you fuck that boss battle up you've got to start it all again for the that's start that's true yeah I, yeah just don't fuck it up <laughs> yeah okay alright but we need to get to the voting now we need to find out what goes through to the next round this is incredible Halo Infinite Guardians of the Galaxy both <laughs> very Good games, both unexpectedly good. You this know, low expectations going in, and both have faults, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, let's go. Let's start with James because I know I think we know where James is going. I mean, I'm going to vote... really announce that Guardians is game of the year. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to vote for Guardians because as I think I feel that this is a much more complete experience, like compared with Halo. In the, I, I think with Halo, you're looking at potential here. And what is there is very, very good, but it also doesn't feel completely complete. This feels a lot more like this is the finished article to me. Matt? I, I'm, I've been really impressed with Guardian so far, but it's Halo for me. I've, I, multiplayer is just absolutely magic. I've loved single player. I'm excited for the future. So absolutely Halo Infinite for me. Sean? <sighs> I mean, uh, I love them both. I am... Um, probably you know <laughs> once relieved of you know the thought of having to do this show i'm probably more excited to get stuck into guardians mm. but it feels clear to me that halo is like going to be a staple for a long time like you already get that sense from it going so to i be, think though. i'm gonna have to go with that's halo. not it's not there yet though is it i'm voting I'm, player, listen okay <laughs> I've got one game in because of DLC, and now I'm voting on stuff that hasn't even happened yet, James. Um, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go with Halo. Fuck. Can I ask one question about Guardians? Uh, like David, as someone who absolutely loved and hammered the Spider-Man games, how do you think this compares? It, uh, it's uh, a lot better than Spider-Man in terms of narrative, voice acting, um, but then Spider-Man is... It's its hard to compare because Spider-Man feels like a AAA game. Um, Guardians feels like slightly below that. Not not way below that. And I'm, you, know, you know I don't think AAA means better, but what mm-hmm. I'm saying in terms of polish 
in terms of you know in terms of in terms of traversal and stuff like that spider-man wipes the floor with this right yeah. uh in terms of yeah how solid the games feels especially in terms of the combat um i think the overall gameplay in spider-man is 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 much better i think uh, it was funny because I was thinking of Spider-Man when I got to that sort of 85% mark of Guardians. And I thought the moment-to-moment time I'm spending with Guardians is so much better than Spider-Man that, you know, when I think back to that original Spider-Man game, the fucking stealth missions, the, 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 the you know, some of the side quests were so repetitive. The, the pipe mania puzzles, you know. I was going to say, did you not like chasing birds and bits of gas in the sky Dave. <laughs> no, you know yeah the environmental I stuff was stuff. absolutely shocking too and yeah. um, whereas there was none of that with guardians it felt like no filler and then there yeah. it turns out that most of the filler was at the end so <laughs> um but but like but yeah i mean spider-man's story was good right that you know that the story in uh, that Spider-Man game was good. It doesn't compare to this. This goes into like I wouldn't say the character progression was anywhere near as good as say Life is Strange series two, right? So I don't agree with James there. But what I will say is that the overall narrative and the story and the journey through that game is like such a step forward for that genre that it's I it's going to be hard to play similar, you know, third-person action games and and be able to enjoy them as much as you would have. Like, it really does feel like a step forward and they've made progression it's for just, the genre. It's just the way that they, like, riff off each other and all that kind of thing. It makes it feel so yeah, much more the, real. there's that stuff, you know? but there's also the, the, the subjects they touch on, like grief, yeah. like acceptance, and, you know, um, there's a lot of, the, you know, learning the backstory of Rocket, learning the backstory of um, Drax, uh, and all of that stuff, you know, even Peter Quill, or whatever, learning where he came from and his motivations and all that sort of stuff. It, it, and some of the stuff that the game asks you to do towards the end as well is really emotionally it's affecting. Yeah, like it's, it's quite touching in places. Um, the scene where you take control in the past, if that makes sense. Yeah. Is like that is really really fucking heavy. I was thinking man. The, the birthday party as well was horrible. That was I hated that. really yeah. Was that upsetting. fucked me up a bit. Yeah. Um, but that whole concept around why you're doing those things totally works, makes sense, mm-hmm. and and um, yeah, makes you makes you think, doesn't it? Um, so yeah, uh, I think I have to go Halo Infinite. Because I enjoyed it so much, in especially I think the majority of that is through multiplayer. But I played this game and thought this is going to be the surprise one for me that I'm going to try and push for as far in the competition as possible. Guardians of the Galaxy because I had such good fun with it. The music, man, the integration of the music is just so mm-hmm. good. But <laughs> going up against Halo Infinite, so this is what sucks because if this was going up against something else, I'd feel I feel sad about this because I know this is this is going out now, but I it did also. More. Yeah, it, that's the thing. It, it's like if it was up against something else, then maybe I'd be pushing for it harder. But Halo Infinite is is a very good game, and I really did. Honestly, I did really enjoy it. I had a really good time with it. So I don't feel devastated that it's gone out against Halo because Halo is excellent. I I don't feel like robbed. But it is a yeah, it is a shame for this to have happened in the first yeah. round. Definitely. Yeah, I'm actually gutted because I I I. I 
I've really enjoyed my time with it. Me, Guardians of the Galaxy. That mm. says something, you know. And and if anyone's listening to this now and just thinks, oh, I'm not really into the Marvel stuff, don't worry about it. You really don't need to be. Like, you genuinely don't need to be. There's some references to other characters that's clearly in that universe, right? But you don't really need to know them. Um, I mean, I understood the story fully all the way through. Yeah, equally, like, if you've seen the films and you're thinking, ah, but is this like the Avengers where it's all basically the same but not quite and is that off-putting? Not really. I mean, the... There's there's key bits of the story that are very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, also, so if you think you know it already, I mean, yeah, then you don't I seen it. And also, something like the acting. I mean, the piece of quill in this is better than Chris Pratt. <laughs> like, like, yeah, by yo, yeah. It, it's a, a similar version of Guardians of the Galaxy where you don't have to put up with exactly, Chris Pratt. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, and yeah, and he's thoroughly brilliant in this. Not Chris <laughs> Pratt. He's not. But yeah, no. <laughs> Shit, man, that's really bummed me out. That is a very, very, very good game that's gone out in the first yeah, round. I thought that'd be there right at the end. It's just tough coming against Halo. Well, I mean, so are, are we wrong? Do we need to st- <laughs> do we need to step back here? Because I feel like we're all gutted that this is going out. But then I'm, I'm. Shit, are we? But wrong? then if we if we spin off Halo in the first round, that seems wrong too. I'm know. just wondering, like, how much of this with Halo is about potential rather than what no, we're actually No, it's not. The game was fucking great, mate. You didn't play enough of the multiplayer. The multiplayer is unbelievable. See, that's the thing. If, I'm, yeah, if, I, if I discount the multiplayer, then I still, like, I think Guardians is a better single-player game. Like, yeah, I really if do. we're talking about single-player oh, yeah. games, if we're talking about single-player games, Guardians wins this. But then should Guardians be penalised then just because it hasn't got multiplayer? No, but Halo should be... Respected for the incredible multiplayer that goes along with a very good campaign. Celebrate anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry. I, I, so I never really spoke about the, the Halo multiplayer because I know I talked about it on the show and I was just like, oh, I'm shit at it. I'm probably not going to bother. But no, having played a bit of the campaign and gone back to the multiplayer and sort of knowing the weapon types and stuff, now I've had a really good time with it. <laughs> See, and also, um, yes, I know that you guys are all still playing it as well. Like, I know it's still like yep. it's on. Pre- <laughs> it's not much like every night. It's not like other multiplayer games where people are like, oh, this is amazing, and then people just fall off it after like two weeks later. Oh, yeah. man, this is terrible. Which way do we go? Which way do we go? I've loved Halo. I'm going to switch my vote for now to Guardians. <laughs> oh, shit. Jesus. Now, now full Sean too. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Cash it in. I mean, I'm, I'm not going oh, to pick my in. time. No, I mean I'm on the verge anyway, so it would be a it'd be a poor use mm-hmm. if you were to force me. Because um, as I say, like I, you know, like I I do love Halo. I definitely think there are plenty of levels on which it is the better game. And yet, as I say, I'm really fucking looking forward to playing Guardians properly. The actual playing of Halo is more fun, right? Mm. Yeah, like the combat is so good, but the emotional mm. experience of this game is much, is greater. I feel. It is, but we're talking. I mean, this is, a, <laughs> this is the thing. Like, like Halo's Halo's never had a good story, right? And some people might disagree with me. I'm, I'm I not fully willing agree to. With you. Yeah, um, yeah, but this one's particularly. This was the one story that have... I could follow. To be fair, this was. I would say this <laughs> is, is the most. Yeah, a lot um, and I mean, they've you know they've done what they could with it in terms of like you know there's a lot of like genuinely funny dialogue. Like we talked about the grunts. I think you know. Master Chief is genuinely quite funny in this, like just this stupid sort of yeah, yeah, you know, stupid. Oh, I only need and... one bullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you want to hack the terminal? No, <laughs> punches it with his fist. You know, just shit like that. Um, 
so they've done what they could with it. Um, but obviously, Guardians is leagues ahead in terms of writing and performances. Oh, yeah. it, it, you can't even compare. But it's not as yeah. fun to play. No, no, but it's still. It's Dave, still. You're the one that switched. Don't <laughs> don't put doubt in my Jay, mind. Right. If <laughs> if you if you switch now, Sean, to Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, I'll probably switch yeah. to Halo Infinite. I'm not done yet. <laughs> I need to think. <laughs> I just I, need to I think. I am definitely excited to play Guardians and probably get into it. But I, uh, I think even if I had finished it, I still think Halo would probably be ahead because. I've enjoyed so much of it. Multiplayer is absolutely fantastic, as we mentioned, and single player is a huge success. So I think I probably would stick with Halo, even if I had finished uh, Guardians. But I'm definitely excited to to get Guardians played. See, I wouldn't say I that mean, single I, player is a huge success. I'd say it's good, but it's not like yeah, it's it's not amazing. No, I'd say I'd agree a huge success. Compared to what I thought it could be, what we've had yeah, in the past. That's nonsense. You can't just say, like, just because I thought it was going to be shit and it wasn't. That, <laughs> it's not. Like, no, I think, no, no, I don't point. agree with that. I think that's a story, right? For a game to be game of the year, I think there's a story in that this game was being shit on from a great hype but, throughout okay. the majority of the year. And you it could, come out and I mean, you could say it. the same and thing about Guardians there. Because I was going to yeah. say, I think both games have benefited from well, low expectations. I'm sorry, you can't say that the Guardians was shit on as much as Halo. No, James. people, no, people were just completely indifferent. That. No, but people were just completely yeah, indifferent yeah, exactly. to it. <laughs> exactly. Whereas people were openly. M- m- there was a character that they ripped the piss out of so much that they had to include an Easter egg for it in Halo. Yeah, but that's only because this is like a Microsoft first party thing and it's all the console wars stuff, isn't it? That's the, that's the main no. reason. Everyone was fucking taking a piss out of Craig. Look, I don't think we're going to move on. I think if Sean isn't switching, I'll go to Halo Infinite. We'll go with Halo Infinite then. Yeah. I need some more Yoga Master. <laughs> it that doesn't feel good. It does not feel good. That does not but feel I do, good. I forgot I how bad it, you can I, feel with this game. I do think it's correct. Such a heavy hitter out early doors. I thought uh, that would be a, I don't yeah. think it is a heavy hitter. No. I just, Maybe it is a heavy hit. I, I, I it... thought that that would kind of surprise go right down to the end again with the expectations. You thought previously. it would surprise go down to the end? I think people beforehand wouldn't have expected it, but I think it would have gone no. really far. See, I, I think it would have gone further if... I'm not, not blaming you, either of you, for this, but if Matt and Sean, if you'd have played the whole thing, I think it would have gone further. I think, yeah. I think if you, Sean you had played right. it all the way through, he might have... Yeah. Yeah, I think he might. I think that would have gone through. But then having said that, had you not been so shit and against online competitive multiplayer, uh, James? <laughs> I'm not against so it. If, I'm just not, it's just not my thing. You know, it's just, I'm not, yeah. you know. Well, I played it, it, was, it, was, thing. it was fine. You know. Okay, Halo Infinite's through. Let's pick the next game out of the hat. <sighs> Why do I feel dirty already? Like, I feel horrible already. <laughs> I forgot this side of it. I genuinely forgot this yeah. side of it. And there's going to be loads of this this year. Yeah. Like, it's going to be bad. Sean. Yep. Hitman 3. Why is it on the list? Because it's fucking well good. Um, right. Hit, you know, Hitman is a long running series that when, you know, when you actually view the, view the whole series in totality, wasn't actually very good until sort of Blood Money, which was like, what, four games in. Um and then obviously there was the big reboot with with Hitman One and then Two. Uh, I don't know why I'm, everyone can count to three. I don't really know why I was going to go through 
Hitman 1, 2, and 3. Um, I don't know. This just feels like like a, another blood money moment where it's just like, oh my God, like they've fucking, they, like they get it like all over again. Like it just feels like such a perfect realization of this incredibly like strange and, and somehow still unique game where, you know, it's, it's about infiltrating one place and taking out usually one person, ideally without anyone even knowing um and yet it's not a stealth game it's all you know interesting sort of you know weird sort of social mechanics like taking costumes and sort of impersonating people um figuring out how to access different areas and and yet like like it's so rewarding to do it well and yet things going wrong is also fine like just roll with the the failures like it's it's just hilarious yeah um the, the locations in it are just absolutely stunning um it's well look, you <laughs> might as well talk about the the standout mission i mean they i think they're I mean, all which brilliant one, genuinely like oh the mansion yes that is yeah that took what hitman now i've not played much of hitman i've maybe did three Mm. levels of the first one i didn't play the second one Mm. but you could see the appeal of those games Mm. and maybe i'm wrong in saying this sean you're more experienced in these games than i am but that mansion level felt like it had taken what the hitman levels do and just ran with it you know they had this idea of this murder mystery and it doesn't even well it does point you in the right direction doesn't it but discovering there's been a murder discovering you know listening to people and hearing them talk about it then seeing the detective or hearing about a detective coming mm. i can't remember how it plays out but but then thinking <laughs> what if i kill the detective and become the detective <laughs> and then having these insane like paths that the characters that can co- go down to start Mm. off chain effects with everything around you is utterly mind-blowing how they put that together is is mind-blowing to me it was yeah it's like every every hitman level is essentially a puzzle box right and it's a series of little things to figure out and then they open up other sections and then you can you know um like mechanically it's probably got more in common with like the room than than anything else right it's just this constant series of like working your way through bits of an environment to try and get to one specific person or thing or whatever and yeah and that mansion level takes that to a new level by the fact that there's like all this stuff is it's like yeah this is huge sort of you know clockwork like you know all the, this sort of machinery ticking away in the background but as you say it's sort of playing out you know in, in a lot of ways whether you're there or not and it's the ways you can figure out to sort of insert yourself and fuck with it and the way the game you know like works around the, the things you've fucked up or, yeah, or I mean, interacted you can with even, it's just endlessly fascinating you can even brute force it I mean, as I did. Yeah, like, you know, it's just, you know. This is it. And I was going to say, like, and obviously, like, James's streams were incredible because there were so many bits where you were just absolutely unhinged. (laughs) (laughs) And as you say, and the game works. Like, you don't get a good score by the end of it, but it's, like, it's entertaining in and of itself to do things, you know, quote unquote, badly. Like, there's there's still value in that. Um, It's like, it's like, to explain, 
I'm sitting in the middle of a murder mystery, trying to solve clues, work out what's going on in this level, and my target just dies because I did something that allowed a character to access something who had motivations of killing my target anyway. So it was kind of like, <laughs> I could have just walked in, done this thing, and then left. But yeah. I did it kind of unknowingly, because I was <laughs> thinking maybe that will come in handy later. And that set off the chain of events that led to their death, and it just come up on my screen, right? You've killed the dead, the target's dead, you can leave. And I'm like, but I want to finish the murder mystery. <laughs> just, and it's, I mean, wow. like it has, you know, there is like a serious story. I mean, I couldn't even tell you what it was. Nah. Um, in that. hindsight yeah but it's i mean the, the it is darkly comical um oh God, like yeah. the the vineyard level sean is hilarious because <laughs> one of your targets is specifically set up to like bend over mechanical machinery <laughs> like and, and there's like a bit where she oh, i swear there's a bit where she's like right next to like a an exposed wire and leaning down and looking at it and stuff all, all this sort of <laughs> shit where she's literally a comedy character dicing with death throughout the whole level and all you need to do is nudge her at one point and then that's it like it, that's the kill and I, like, I think like on one aspect of hitman that i mean this has been the case for a while and so this isn't exclusive to hitman 3 but it's something that I feel gets overlooked, is that, like, if you're furious with the state of the world as it currently is, like, Hitman is all about going after untouchable high-society bastards. Like, it's all people... Like, the reason you've been hired to take these people out is because they're above the law. They're too fucking wealthy. They're too powerful. But they're all assholes. And it's... And, like, no, I don't feel like any other game really nails that in the Not same James, way. James, though. James was killing just people doing a job. <laughs> He'll take out fucking anyone. Uh, <laughs> if, they, if they were getting in my way, then they had to be <laughs> removed. That escape, that escape that you made on the skyscraper level, man, mm. that escape was... If you've not seen James's stream, there's a bit... I think we put it out as an advent calendar. Uh, on Twitter, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I missed this. It's the in the bit where well. James, he was like in the middle of a, a gunfight. There's all these guards trying to beat him up and shoot him, and f they're throwing fucking flashbangs at him. And when he turns around the corner, and he goes, "Oh, didn't I leave a costume here?" And he just turns around the corner, finds oh, it, puts it on, and walks out yeah. just as they storm the room, <laughs> so they don't even know it's him. It, like the fact that that's in that game compared to the way that I played it is just <laughs> and it was brilliant so then, good like going back in again and then seeing them like carrying all the body bags out and all that kind of thing <laughs> just like <laughs> that was me that was and also just like hanging outside the windows and stuff you know like hanging like hanging around <laughs> ledges and be like do you think anyone's going to notice you know and just stuff yeah. like that it's when just... you talk about the comedy Sean and it that's mm. part of it and also the fact that you know he <laughs> He, whatever character he's dressed up as, everyone just assumes. Well, not everyone, but like the vast majority of the people just assume oh, yeah. that that like he's a gardener now, or he's a photographer, yeah. or but he's got the same voice <laughs> and he's speaking in the same bland way well, to yeah, everyone. And because, and, and I do think this was new to Hitman Three is that yeah, like you're impersonating people that other people like of know yeah, personally. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. you just get away with it. Yeah. And it's so absurd. But as you say, it's just like, yeah, but it's funny and it's interesting enough gameplay-wise that I'm just going to go with it. It's like, intentional just... as well. It's like they yeah. know that. Yeah. They know it's yeah. stupid. It's daft and everything. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he just and he, 
and he slips in like stupid puns about being there to kill them and he just, yeah. just gets away with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I was really apprehensive about playing this online because I the only Hitman game mm. I'd ever played was on the PS2 like ages ago and I thought it was rubbish mm. like back then. I didn't yeah. think it was very good. Yeah. But then, and also because mm. I was worried because I was like, oh, you know, everyone always goes on about you've got to do like perfect kills and all that kind of stuff and it's like nah. this big puzzle nah, box really and all that. that and it's just like, yeah. then I just found like, no, I can, I can really attack this however I like. And that's what I just mm-hmm. loved about it was just the fact that it's true you do get rubbish scores, but who cares? It was it was very fun yeah. to like do it the way I was yeah, doing yeah. it. It was yeah. and, and equally like at the other end of the scale, like you know, I I know people who really love mastering the you know silent assassin suit only mm-hmm. runs where it's like yes, yeah, so you you never change clothes and no one knows no one knows you were there, um, which I imagine essentially makes it into like a more traditional stealth game. I've got no interest in that. And that's fine. It's not a problem. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like everyone's free to sort of approach it however they want. Well, um, it's, it's one of those people. I've always said this about stealth games because I hate them, right? I hate them. But I always feel that punishment in stealth games is too harsh. And when you get a stealth game that's easy to get out of or relatively easy to get out of, I mean, I think the first Dishonored was a good shout with that. Certainly the Batman game has nailed that. Mm. Uh, it's a stealth game. You you know, the, the vast majority of it, you'll want to do stealth. Otherwise, you'll just get completely ransacked uh, all at once. So you want to take your time with it. And some of the Spider-Man levels do the same thing. But you know what? If you get caught, you can get out of it. It's not the end of the world. Whereas, uh, like, Stealth Cat, I hate it when you, like, when Wolfenstein went stealth and it's like, oh, they see me, oh, I'm dead. Right, mm. that really annoys me, you know. Um, and I think the balance of this is just about as perfect as you can get. because it And the fact that, like, is, you can, if you're going into an area you're not, you're not supposed to be in, you can make the decision beforehand to be like, well, if I just chuck my gun in a bin first... If I do get found, right, they might pat me down and then be like, "Look, you're not meant to be here. Can we just walk you back?" <laughs> to like another, you know, they didn't don't get that far. It's <laughs> already putting a <laughs> bullet when in there. Patting you down. That's when you draw the gun out, and then you can you can make the decision to be like, "I I can modify the risk here." And again, and it plays into how people would actually react in these situations. It wouldn't yeah. just be, "You've been spotted. That's it. Game over." They would just be like, "Sorry, sir. Can you just come? You're not supposed to be in here. Can you walk? You know, just oh, are you lost? Yeah, of course you are." You know, like oh, I just love the chaos. People sort of assume. No one assumes you're a fucking assassin because why would? They? I just love the chaos. Unless you've you got to in this game, it was just so good. Like there's one, there's one. Do you remember that one which is in that nightclub or whatever? Yeah, and it's like, that's good. There's yeah, one good. of them. You can like follow this guy to the toilets, and I just like followed him in there, and then shotgunned him, and then just like walked out while everyone was like <laughs> screaming and everything. It was, it was brilliant. <laughs> Still got away with it. See, but, you know. And again, like that that nightclub level, like. The fact that so a it's multi, like you know loads of targets rather than just one or two as 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 per usual, but like they are hunting you as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And well, you don't know who the targets are when you're in there. Yes, that was a twist exactly. on that one, wasn't it? You had to yeah. try and work them them out. I, I just, yeah, and like they know who you are, but they yeah, and you're sort of listening in on their radios and sort of listening to what they're saying, trying to figure out who they are. Which again sounds difficult. The, the game makes it easy with the way yeah, you, you yeah, know, they just appear like on once your you, map. Once you, you hear, hear a, a crucial yeah. bit of info, it like highlights them or what have you. Yeah, yeah. Which is you know fine. Um, 
and again, you know, the the opportunities, I think it's opportunities, that's what they call it, isn't it? The thing yeah, where it's like, right. you know, if you can completely turn it off if you want and you can just walk around listening to things and figure stuff out yourself, but also if you leave it switched on, it's like, ah, you've just heard this piece of information. Do you want to, you know, and you sort of then essentially following a series of quest markers, um, which again, is fine because again, you, you're free to divert from that at any point if you want if you want to stick with it it's just a cool way of learning the level and the the characters and their behaviors and stuff it's just it's just endlessly fascinating to me i mean my opinion of it is is certainly helped by the fact that i mean i played a bit of you know the first reboot and then i didn't touch the second one so with hitman 3 i got all the levels from those as well. Yeah, yeah. So it was just this like, holy fuck, like, uh, what a selection of just yeah, amazing content, things yeah. to do. But like, but I do think Hitman 3, as I say, with, you know, that mansion level, the nightclub level, there's just these examples yeah, the of them really just elevating the con, yeah, yeah, like just elevating the, the concept of it is just, yeah, incredible. That last level was shit. But other than that, <laughs> you know, I never did it. I never it's, actually did it, it because everyone rubbish. told me it was shit. Don't you basically yeah, just walk down a path and then shoot someone? Is that well? You, that there's right? like still stealth involved as you're walking down that path, and that's the bit where right. you just kind of think, oh, I'd rather it have it just been you break free and kill someone. Like yeah, yeah, yeah the, 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 <laughs> what the the other stuff they did in that was rubbish. But the other mm-hmm. the other levels more than made up for it. Uh, is the skyscraper one the one where James did that incredible um, uh, yes uh, exit? Is that the Dubai level? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because yeah. I've read. Isn't it like the world record for that was like nine seconds? The fact you can have, <laughs> wow, you know, really? Yeah, like you can take hours and or you can do it in all sorts of different ways. But the fact mm-hmm. that there is like a way to do it in under ten seconds is also just a testament mm-hmm. to how well the game has been designed. And I guess exactly yeah. previous Hitman games as well. But yeah, yeah I wouldn't want to do it like that though. I mean, I spent nearly two <laughs> hours on the mansion level and I loved every second of it. But isn't it clever? The fact <laughs> that, the fact that they can also Dave, yeah, have, you seen, gotcha, yeah. have you seen Knives Out, Dave? No, you keep asking oh, mate. me. Yeah, which is obviously what, what isn't that what that level yeah, basically that kind of based on or really good. Um Don't know. Yeah, Hitman 3 What's is it up good, against? I like it. What's it up against? Let's find out. Oh no. I don't want any of mine to be up against this, I'll be honest. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no, what Oh my god, what the fuck are we gonna do? It is one of mine. Uh-oh. It's the Artful Escape. Oh um, no. Oh no. Fuck's sake. Oh, go on. The Artful Escape <laughs> is a uh, narrative game that looks like a platformer. However, there's no platforming involved, really. You, uh, <laughs> there's no um, uh, combat. You very rarely die. You can fall down gaps, but you just appear just before the gaps. I mean, it, there's no challenge involved in playing the Artful Escape. The Artful Escape is a narrative-based visual experience that incorporates music that you may not necessarily like but gives you a reason to like it and um, <laughs> mainly the the combination of what it looks like and what it sounds like uh mainly um just the overall uh journey that the lead character's going through and experiencing that uh everything sort of plays in to one another um you play as what is the character's name anyone remember francis francis vendetti or is that his uncle francis vendetti i think is the uncle um but anyway you play the uh nephew of a very famous folk singer on the eve of a uh no i I remember his name now it's um... (laughs) a 
on the eve of a small town celebrating the album that your uncle released um, and they're all expecting you to go up on stage and sing his songs that's what the whole town are expecting um, and you can play guitar but you don't really feel your uncle's music it's not your style of music it's not the music that you love um, what you love is 80s power rock <laughs> essentially um and you've never really lived a life where you can follow the dream of playing the music you want to play because you've been living in the shadow of your uncle your whole life um you meet a character who opens a door to you and you from that point you go on a uh, an incredible journey um to discover the music that you love and the self-confidence in thinking, no, this is what I am. I'm this. I'm not what my uncle was. And I don't want to spend my life trying to be like my uncle. I want to, I want to express myself in the way that I want to express myself. It does that in the most bizarre way. You meet the most bizarre characters. It's all completely crazy. Um, and it is probably one of the best looking games I've played this year if not the best looking game I've played this year. I mean, it's stunning to look at and um, it does stuff visually that I cannot believe a has not been done before. And B is not like, how did this not win best art direction? I don't mm. get that. How did that not mm. win that at the game awards this year? Because it's so different to everything I've ever seen before, yet makes so much sense visually that I just think that it's a crime that that didn't win that award. Like it is, it's a, again, I've said it about other games in, on our list this year, but it's a real step forward. Um, and I loved every single moment of it. It's like a five hour experience. Um, I've read lots of criticisms about this game. A lot of people saying it did nothing for me. Um, I'm just holding right and pressing X every now and then. Like, why, why this isn't a game? Uh, I've heard quite a lot. And I look at that and go, yeah, I get that. I get why you would think that. Like, there are a lot of people that sit down to play games and they expect games right and and this debate was going on during the whole uh walking simulator period you know when gone home mm. come out and games like that they began all you're doing is walking around and reading stuff this is not a game this does not class as a game you there's no gameplay there there's no risk involved in anything you're doing you might as well be pushing forward i mean people threw that argument at tomb raider and tomb raider is mm. a fucking third person third person action game um and there's a hell of a lot more gameplay in Tomb Raider than there is in uh, The Artful Escape. Uh, it's very limited what you do in this game. But that's not why I'm nominating it. I'm nominating it because I was emotionally taken along for the ride. Um, I'm not a big fan of the genre of music that it was championing, um, but I got it, you know, um, mm. and I fell in love with the characters and it blew me away visually. Um, I thought this was just a, this was one of the best experiences i had this year uh in front of my console like i i genuinely a total standout and it was a game that i sat people down and said give this a go for a bit look at this took screenshots of it took video clips of it sent it to my friends 
and said, the R4 escape is insane, man. You need to just try it. You may not like it. And if you don't buy about an hour in, then delete it. Fine. But if you're anything like me, then you will not be able to do that. And you'll want to see it through to the end and you will fall in love with its world and its ideas and its themes and its messages. Um, and man, it, it really got quite emotional at the end for me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Character um, arcs, story, <clears throat> the way the story ended up, um, mm. everything coming together. I, I, I just really blew me away from start to finish this. Uh, it's one of my game of the years. But then so's Hitman. But we'll get to that. Like, so we'll get to the voting. I, mean, I think we all played this through, right? Yeah, yeah I played it through. We I did. We did. I think we yeah. all loved it actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I was I was the last to this. I think wasn't I? But yeah, I absolutely adored it. Um, as you say, barely a game, um, and yet I, I think it would have suffered if they'd gone. Actually, it's a difficult platformer. Or not even a difficult platform, but you know, if there if there was a degree of challenge, I think it would have spoiled it somewhat. Like the fact that you, you know, you are just as you say, just sort of sprinting through these like beautiful environments, just automatically playing guitar solos, yeah. but like with that little bit of expression that like you know you can jump and then hit the guitar button again to essentially do a double jump, but also to like you know hit a chord at the same time and yeah, yeah. and then go into the knee slide if you want and then jump out of that again like there's a, there's just enough expression there that you feel like you're doing it you know it's <laughs> even though you, your sort of interaction is essentially meaningless in any sort of mechanical sense you, you you're just like yeah this is how it would like if i was you know an amazing guitar player this is how it would feel gliding through fucking space and yeah. alien planets yeah you know waking all the alien flowers up with my fucking riffs yeah. like it's <laughs> it's absolutely absurd and yet as you say it still manages to paint this very relatable tale of you know why it's ridiculous to try and live up to people's expectations of you if you're not feeling it um you know, I mean, that that's a theme throughout the game. And yet there's one line like towards the very end. And it's like a complete throwaway line that just absolutely blew me away <laughs> in terms of just ramming that point home. Mm. Um, I just, yeah, it, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I was really grateful that it wasn't so punishing because it, I felt that it yeah. would have just ruined the vibe of like the whole thing if yeah. it had been. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I was terrible at those rhythm bits, but I didn't care because I was enjoying myself. You know, just uh, like, those mm, rhythm you know. bits. I think those rhythm bits are easier than you think because mm. you know. Yeah, I, I do wonder. I do wonder. So you know the Simon Says bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you waiting until the end and then putting the inputs? Yes. In? Yeah. No, I was doing. Yeah, you didn't need to do that. that. No. Yeah, you, you could do them, them as whenever. they're telling you what they are. I was going to say, because <laughs> calling them rhythm bits is probably giving him too much credit, because yeah. you don't actually have to adhere to the rhythm, do you? you just, no. <laughs> as long as you play the same notes. I think um, that's because yeah, I remember you telling me you struggled <laughs> with that, and I remember thinking, how? And then I remembered the first one, I waited to the end, and then mm. the second one, I was like, okay, I was like just getting the muscle memory, and I was like, oh no, it's working, yeah. while they're telling me what the next button is. This is yeah. a piece of piss now. So yeah, I think, and that- it's a cool feeling. It's it's that sense of like, yeah, it, you know, it's still a you know a sort of call and answer structure. Like as I say, it's like Simon says, but that sense that you can sort of do it in time with them. Yeah, you're is jamming a really with cool them, man. 
Yeah, you, ain't, yeah. you ain't following their lead. You're jamming with them. <laughs> exactly. It's colla- fully collaborative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I, and I just love that it's... At no point um, is it about... It is Francis, by the way. It's Johnson is his, his uncle. Ah, oh, Johnson, right. Um, okay. uh, yeah, like his skill is is never in question. His, his skill isn't the problem. It's just his willingness to disappoint all these people who have these expectations of him and his, you know, him just working on that that bravery and that sort of, you know, self-confidence to be like, no, this is who I am. Even though, you know, the... the the character that you're creating as him is a fabrication, but it's it's, a, it's like it's obviously it's still a reflection of him, even if it's a completely absurd one. And I just yeah, yeah. I, I I think I still stand by my criticism that they should have not had the you could type your own name in like yes, I, that yeah. really did. That yep. really did piss me off, actually. It's clear yeah. that that works in terms of the themes of the story, but I think that that's that's almost too much. I would be much happier. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. when it doesn't in when the themes of yeah, like it doesn't in the themes of other stories. Like for example, um, you know, you can dress your character up at some point. Yeah, I love that. Right. Myth. Yeah. If that had a drawing creator thing, mm. then. You understand it, right? Because you can, you've got that creative flair, and then you see it on your character. Whereas doing that for the name, and where you've got your creative flair, but that's not reflected in the game. That's yeah. where I thought, ah, oh, man, that yeah. I would rather. Should be, have also, it just limp, like it just sounded bad as well. Yeah. It is. Should yeah. we just qu- we should probably just quickly explain this because I know it's been a while since we talked about it on the show. Okay. Because you're making all these choices about who your character is, right? And you're choosing stuff from menus, which is fine. Like there's there's so much there to choose from that it mm-hmm. feels like you're really sort of piecing something together yourself. But because you're choosing stuff from menus, it's those decisions are then reflected in dialogue throughout the game. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, but you also have this one thing where it's like, oh, type in your first name. And then because you've typed it in, obviously none of the characters can say it out loud. And it's just replaced by the sound of someone shredding on a guitar for two seconds. Yeah, and, and what's it's, annoying yeah, it's is really that jarring. This, you, you, you write your name and then you mm. put a nickname from a menu. So yeah. it was like something Stardust. So it would yeah. go, so what do you think? Stardust. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, oh, that ruins Bizarre. it. Yeah. Yeah. And really just totally weird. unnecessary. Totally it's, unnecessary. It's so strange yeah. when they clearly nailed how that stuff should work, and then they just added this one element that sort of spoils <laughs> yeah. it. But yeah, don't know. Don't know. Minor weird. criticism, but I think a valid one. Mm. Let's get to voting. Oh, do we have to, Matt? It's see out for the escape. Monty Python's flying circus. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> see out for the escape for me, James. Um, Hitman Three. Sean, I'm clearly making me the last person to go. I was going to say this is cheating. Um, Very clever. In like Hitman Three is probably the better game in terms of what has stuck with me and means more to me. It's Artful Escape. Again, this is these are two games that are like so evenly matched even though they're completely polar opposite well exactly because one is like 100 percent systems and yeah apparently there's a story but who cares and then the other one is barely a game but an incredible story and a you know <laughs> audiovisual experience and 
it's the Guardians of the Galaxy versus Halo Infinite all over again. Yeah. So for me, I think I've made better decision. And I'm the reason I'm going this way is is dumb and I might not use this again in future but as I look at these two games I think Hitman 3 was fucking amazing right but Mm. Hitman 3 was the new Hitman game whereas the Artful Escape really did feel like something completely fresh Mm -hmm. like it felt so new and interesting that and the fact that like <laughs> even though it's all about francis as i say you know sort of kicking against these expectations of him and him not really being into folk music and him sort of being resentful of you know this this town um in in colorado and all these people who want him to be this person that he isn't there is zero animosity towards folk music or towards that town no like, no no the, yeah totally yeah the songs they've made you know the the Johnson Vendetti songs are still really good. The town is fucking beautiful. Like, yeah, no the, I mean, the is only it being, the is only, it trying to be like, yeah, it's just all yeah. shit, isn't it? Yeah, fuck this. The only counter to that That's was the guy running the 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 uh, what is it? The the concert. That guy. Oh yeah, he's a fucker. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's an, an asshole. Dick. <laughs> but but <laughs> well, everything else about it was great. Yeah. Also, it really didn't need to have the word bastard in there right at the start because that set me up. <laughs> for the rest of the game, thinking, well, Harry's not watching this. Yeah, and even though that is such a minor swear word, or she, it, yeah. doesn't she call you a little shit or something? She does swear. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. And I was like, oh well, okay. Oh, so I don't mind. know what's in the rest of this game. So mm. no, Harry can't watch it. Yeah, okay, I, I, I think that's absolutely needless. That goes through. through. That is a shame. I'm saying it's it's, you know, Artful Escape is very good, and I I enjoyed it, but it's just a shame to lose Hitman because Hitman was so good. Yeah. Yeah, this is it, man. Every round is going to be like this. Well, this is what's crazy is that we've we've but like I've been thinking all week. There's not one game that I want to win, and there genuinely isn't. There's genuinely not one one game that I want to win, and that might change as we go through this. But it's making these first rounds really, really hard. Jesus. Okay. Let's just get straight. Let's just move straight on. We've got Sean, Sea yep. of Thieves, The Pirates of the Caribbean DLC. Um, yeah. Matt, James, so if you, you want to get a drink get or on, go to the toilet. Are any of my games in this? <laughs> <laughs> all right, James. Oh, my God, yeah. James we're going to do all this, and then, it, then it's just going to be the Matt out. They're all going to be they're <laughs> all gonna <laughs> yourself against each other, Matt, is what's going to happen. <laughs> if anyone yeah. wants to go for a drink or a piss, now's your time to do it. Sean, why is Sea of Thieves Pirates of the Caribbean on the DLC? And don't say because I did a deal with Dave. And bearing in mind that we've been recording for nearly two mm. hours already. <laughs> you know it works. We always take about three hours doing the first round, and then it's just <laughs> lightning quick after that. Yeah, I know, but not three hours on one game. Short, I was, so I'm also I'm half a bottle in, so can we just keep moving? Uh, really? Already? Yeah. Jesus Christ, James. Are you feeling it? No, I'm all right at the moment. It's good. Yeah. All <laughs> okay. right. Not feeling it at all. Right. Obviously, everyone who listens to the show has already heard a lot of this. We often get a, quite a few new listeners on the Game of the Year show. I will try and contextualise no. this as quickly no. as possible. <laughs> no. you so don't. I'll start from the beginning. You don't have to talk about a game that came out in 2006. Just... December 2019. <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> right, yeah, long story short, this is the game that has got me through this year um, in terms of not being able to fucking see people. 
I don't know about you guys, I found this year probably harder than last year, just in terms of like at least when we were in proper lockdown, everyone knew what the rules were. Whereas I feel like this year has been full of like almost making plans and then not being able to and not or not being sure if it's safe or, or whatever. I've not really enjoyed it. Um but this is the game that like, you know, I like, we've talked a lot about the obviously doing the show has been like a major lifeline for us. But this this year has been my other major lifeline. Um as discussed earlier. I was fully taking the piss out of Sea of Thieves when it first launched. There was, you know, the the sailing about was quite fun. But other than that, there was fuck all to do. There is now absolutely shitloads of really interesting and fun stuff to do other than blowing up other people's boats, um, which we'll get on to. <laughs> the, the, like, all the, the tall tales that they've added, these, you know, more story-focused, much more, um, you know, intricate, um, sort of interesting quests for you to do that sort of basically involve like a lot of puzzle solving um some combat the combat's still not good right the sword fighting is eh, fine whatever um which is why it was really fascinating th- for me to be like oh the tall tales are basically like these sort of really interesting cooperative puzzles right um that involve like going you know sort of reading through a, a book and like it'll be, it'll be like someone's diary and having to sort of chart a course to different islands and figuring out what puzzles you need to solve on each island and stuff. And it just feels genuinely cooperative in a way that very few other games do, right? It's it's the constant communication, people figuring stuff out, people having access to sort of slightly different bits of information based on where they are and what they're looking at, communicating that, other people figuring things out that maybe you wouldn't have figured out by yourself. and. It just feels good. It feels like spending time with your mates in a way that, you know, Halo can't, Forza 5 can't. It's it's really hard to explain. And I and I fucking love it for that. But that's pre-Pirates of the Caribbean, right? So so dis- we getting on dis- to the discount all of that. Yeah, discount all of that. Yeah. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously that <laughs> doesn't count because that's from... So yeah, so I have beef with people who play Sea of Thieves primarily as a PvP game. I think it's the least interesting thing to do. I don't like having my session ruined um, by by people who just think it's funny to blow up each other's shit. Yeah, it's a game about pirates, but it's just I don't know. I, I just do not understand the appeal of playing it that way. And as I've discussed, the things I enjoy doing in this game are so precious to me that this is why I get so shitty about people right who, who, who insist on playing PvP. But whatever. I really wanted more PvE stuff. So imagine my reaction when they announced they were going to do more PvE stuff and it was all focused around the Pirates of the Caribbean, which, I mean, (laughs) playing Sea Sea of Thieves as much as I did, right? I I got into Pirates, right, in general. I watched a a shit Netflix documentary series um which (laughs) and even enjoyed the fuck out of that. You downloaded Game of Thrones illegally. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. Um, started, you know, stealing ships and shooting people, and you know, just a bit of a laugh. Um, <laughs> he but, doesn't yeah, like. Um, the, he don't like the jokes about him, Matt. Can you just chill with the jokes? About I mean, him? I did. I did really like his J- Captain Jack impression that he was doing for like a while. It was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> costume and everything. Um. So yeah, so I was just like, so yeah, and, and as part of that, Isaac wanted to watch a film one afternoon. I was like, Do you know what? I'll stick Pirates of the Caribbean on. Fucking not good. 
right the the first half of maybe the the first film is enjoyable and then it's yeah not not a fan so then they announced this and i was just like great i've sort of got what i wanted but in the worst way possible um and then they mentioned that like it's like oh yeah you know it does borrow from the films but also it borrows from the ride quite a lot and i was like well what the who cares about that I've never, I've never. I mean, I've never been. I've never been on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I'm no interest, right? And the new DLC comes out, and I'm like, right, well, let's let's give it a go. Did it with my crew, um, and it's really, really fucking good. The fact, <laughs> like, the stuff that it takes from the ride is fascinating. Like, you're going through um, these, you know like different sort of scenarios and environments and stuff. It's a lot more scripted and guided, right, than than the main game. You're very much just in these completely separate areas where you just kind of, you know, push through. Again, there's puzzles and stuff and a bit of fighting and what have you. But it's how well it, like, nails the the tone and the, you know, the, like the fact that the ride has existed for, what, like 30 years or something ridiculous like that. Obviously, there's something to it. And you do get a sense of that, like, magic of it. Like, the fact that they've taken loads of dialogue straight out of the ride. Um, which, again, sounds ridiculous. It's a fucking ride. Like, it's a, f- a fucking theme park ride. And yet, it's just, there's just a tone and a, a vibe to it all um, that I was really impressed with. And again, it sort of takes, you, you know, the the framework of Sea of Thieves and does something completely different with it by delivering quite a sort of focused narrative led thing um, that's completely separate from the rest of the game world um, and is really fucking enjoyable. And I mean, you know, on top of that this year, they've also started this new um, like seasons thing. So every three months there's a new season with new shit to do. Um, that's been really cool. Um, yeah, I just, it, it's very rare for me to be like this focused on one particular game um unless it's destiny and, and this uh, unless it's destiny but even that like this this is like killed destiny for me pretty much um don't really i mean i probably will go back to destiny at some point but this yeah this has pretty much supplanted it um yeah i fucking love it i know it's not going through <laughs> but i've said my bit now <laughs> who knows who knows what it's up against <laughs> we don't know sean we don't know sean it might go through Mate, I hope it's up against Resident Evil. <laughs> Actually, it'd have a chance. Yeah. It's going to be. I'm so tempted to make you switch your vote before we even pull out the next swing. <laughs> Let's have a look. It's up against. You're right, Matt. You're right, Matt. You've got a game out now, mate. Here we go. All right, wake up. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> the Pirates of the Caribbean DLC <laughs> versus Metroid Dread. <laughs> I mean, should we just move on now? <laughs> Matt, why is Metroid Dread on the Game of the Year list? Oh, my God. Metroid Dread is, um, is, is a game that when I first saw it, I was like, well, obviously people know my views on Super Metroid. I played on stream. I enjoyed it for the most part. But the controls killed no, you it. Didn't. I saw this. I was like, you know, <laughs> this looks good. You hated the whole thing. You said the controls were <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I said the controls were, were shit. No, no. And, and I, I fully... I fully agree with that still. Um, but I saw this, I was like, okay, well, this looks good. But I absolutely did not anticipate me loving it as much as I did. And this is for sure one of my games of the year. I, th- I think for, for a bunch of reasons, I think ultimately, and this is going to sound weird, it's because of the controls. 
because it just can i think i think it's, it's one of the best controlling games this year like combat feels so incredibly tight the platforming feel, feels amazing just genuinely navigating the environment and then you combine that with how you utilizing the controls how you're utilizing your weapons and abilities to navigate the environment to kill bosses to then later in the game maybe go and try and, try and find all the secrets where you're chaining together all, all your various abilities like the, the the platforming the the controls just feel but pixel perfect They're just like i i liked games like uh celeste many years ago because you felt fully in control of the game and it wasn't like okay well i've, I've the, the, the game screwed me there or the game's on this or the game's on that I, I think the controls are so so good so so tight i mean but the combat links into that of course as well i'm not sure if it's worth me going to the story you play as samus and you go to a abandoned planet and Basically, loads of aliens there. Also, there's other robots called Emmy. Um, uh, we'll come on to that bit in a minute. But um, I think combat is just it, it, it never it never stops getting fun. From even the simple enemies uh, at, the, at the beginning of the game uh, to the bosses, which I think the boss world is absolutely fantastic as well. I mean, so many of them I went into thinking I don't know how I'm going to do this. They feel so incredibly tough at the beginning takes a few at least for me at least it, it was really tough at the beginning took a few goes and then once you learn what the game's trying to tell you to do or what what the boss expects you to do in terms of combining your weapons your abilities what, when you do eventually get to kill these bosses it feels like you've gone from i can't do it to actually the time you do it you probably do it without getting touched at all or very very few times because because you've learned what needs to be done to kill these bosses i think all the bosses were fantastic and some of them towards the end i was like okay I, maybe i can't do this maybe this is too tough but stuck with it and um and i, I thought they were really really inventive i think they all look fantastic like, i love the kind of semi cut well i guess it's like a mini cuts and you get when you see those bosses and the bosses look fantastic i, I love their design and i think the game overall looks fantastic i mean like, the lighting i think is the most impressive thing it makes even kind of basic rooms look lived in um it, it really adds to the atmosphere whether you're in a jungle or like a, a spaceship or whatever it is or if you're outside a, a large area as you're going into where a boss is i'm really really impressed with how it looks and, and it also it's, it's kind of, i don't know if it's 60 frames or what but it feels incredibly smooth again that links in really well with how the combat feels how the controls feel it's just a joy to play overall which which again is, is kind of the polar opposite of how i felt with, with, with super metroid so it, it does the standard Metroid stuff where obviously you're playing the game and there's doors that are locked and then you get a new weapon or ability and that can unlock certain doors and then you go around all the map and um, and it's a huge map, or at least I found it quite quite big. And there are tons and tons of doors to unlock. I mean, at first I thought, oh, maybe it's just going to be like four or five, but I think there might be as much as like 20 different locked doors that you, that you have to like find weapons for or abilities for. And this this isn't doesn't just like lock you in like one area. I, I was finding myself traveling from from like the furthest area down back to towards the start, left and right. And I, I thought that was good. I mean, you went left and right, left and up and down. Yeah, um, shit, man. Uh, I hear a lot Fuck, about I you know, that game wrong. You know, these kinds of games where it's a lot of backtracking, but the backtracking never kind of felt boring to me because I was excited to see how I can use my new new weapon ability or exactly what I'm going to unlock in the map. Uh, but I should probably talk about the MEs because the MEs are probably the, the biggest or probably the biggest change. Again, I've only played Super Metroid, so I don't know what it's like in all the other games. But the MEs are these um, robots that you see in these ME zones. Uh, they have a like, radar. They try and catch you if if you if you go within like their radar and, and they get you. 
you're transported to a very, very quick QTE where you have two incredibly small windows uh, with which to parry their attacks. And if you can parry one or, or both of them, you can uh, run away and, and try and escape a bit to try and find an exit to the zone. And then those enemies don't don't chase you further than that. Uh, now, the, the, the parrying is so difficult that first I'm like, well, what's the point of this? I'm just getting killed instantly. And even towards the end, it, I, I found like I never truly nailed it. But though those moments were always exciting. And at first I was tempted to just try and attack the ME, but you, you clearly realised that actually, no, it's about, it's about running away in those areas. It's not about trying to stand and fight because 95% of the time or more, you're going to get killed in, in a shot. Um, so I, I really, really enjoyed those. There were basically stealth zones, but you're trying to blitz through them as quick as possible. I thought the enemies were really, really fantastic. And I thought the story was really good. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't terribly complicated. I know there's obviously many more Metroid games, and is this like the sequel to Fusion, or is it, does it follow on from Fusion? It does, yeah. This is, this is the, the fifth one yeah. in the series. But is this a direct sequel to that? Yes, or does it... it is, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, so I didn't obviously know how all the story going in, but it's 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 pretty pretty simple, but it, it still kept me interested right through to the end. It's got, it got some good twists and turns, and it really made me kind of care for for, for Samus. I mean, you don't hear a talk, uh, but 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 even like the yeah, you this, do you do do you yeah oh wait, wait, is, is there like one or two lines where you hear a talk yeah yeah okay but uh, yeah, for the that. most part, but the, it, even just seeing her face felt kind of like evocative or like even like when mm. her visor kind of dissipates and you actually get to see the face behind the visor I, even though mm. they're quite impactful moments which i thought was was excellent there's that bit that's really sorry matt there's that other bit that's really good where you know like the first boss that you take on and it's just the way that she like fires the weapon at him like so sort of casually and it's it's yeah. just great because i mean this is the fifth game in the series and it's supposed to be the end of the like this part of the of the story and you really get that feeling of like how summer says this is like the end of this you know and that she's been through a lot already and that you yeah, know where the fuck do you go from a, that yeah point yeah because uh, yeah. she's I, a professional she, she's such an absolute <laughs> badass in this it's it's amazing yeah man i haven't mentioned this but i played through this finished it um i finished it just before we were originally supposed to record the game of the year show um, okay and yeah, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I thought, you know, I had I had a few negative feelings towards it. Um, mainly that I think the Emmy stuff got a little bit old. Um, uh, I you know, I thought the control system was a little bit clumsy with the the amount of different things you had to do on the shoulder buttons or whatever to do what you wanted to pull off, especially in the heat of battle. Um, but other than that, I thought the combat was really good fun. I thought the exploration ex exploration was really good fun um and i thought the story was great i think it looked wonderful as well you know oh, i love the so design good. of everything um so yeah i mean ultimately i went into this not having played a metroid game for more than say an hour um a 2d metroid game i, I played some of the um the 3d ones for longer um but playing this and just going oh shit yeah i get this this is really cool i went uh, I, I, I admittedly I didn't play it for that long, but I did the moment I finished with the credits. I went to Super Metroid on the uh, <laughs> on the uh, snares or whatever. But um, yeah, I was I was really impressed with what this did. I again I have some reservations, but it's not really about that at this point. I I I, I thought this was a brilliant game, um, and yeah. I, I I was so satisfied when I killed that final boss because I really struggled with it. Um, there was some. Cues that I didn't pick up on. Let's put it that way. 
that made the whole fight a lot tougher. And then when I realized what I needed to do, I was like, I'm an idiot. Like, I, clearly that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do for this attack. Once I worked it out, it was a piece of piss, but... Um, that yeah. happened a couple of times, didn't it, Sean? I take Sean one bit, and I just went, how the fuck do you do this boss? And you're like, you just <laughs> unlocked ability, try that. And then I did it first time, and I was like, oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm See, just being thick. This was another game as well that I think, like, expectations were not very high for this either. Like, I mean, they my, my expectations no. were yeah, not high right. because I I just thought, okay, this is... The, the developer was like, they'd done, uh, what's it called, uh, Summer's Returns, which was okay. Mm. And but they, you know, their track record wasn't amazing, you know, for this kind of things. And it well, yeah, and because I because I went back and obviously, so I'd played um, Castlevania: Lords of Shadow, mm-hmm. which they did, and was good, but not really. Yeah, I played that as well. Know, not a Metroidvania. It's very more of a sort of God of War style thing. But then they also did was it Mirror of Fate? Yeah. Because um, and that you know the that originally came out on the on the 3DS, but then there was like an Xbox 360 version, which I saw for like two pound fifty. Um, so I bought it and was like, oh man, this is going to get me excited for Metroid Dread because it's the same team doing the same kind of game. It's fucking awful. I know. You um, see, I played the 3DS <laughs> version and it was like, I I mean, I played it through right to the end and it was like, yeah. this is all right. Bad. You know, it's, just, you know, yeah. and it's like, but yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why I was not pumped for Dread because I just mm-hmm. thought this, this team don't seem great. But yeah, then, I mean, yeah, don't it, get me wrong. Like Mirror of Fate is like 10 years old or something. It's probably lots of different people who worked on this and um or you know those people have, have gotten better um but yeah there, there was that doubt was absolutely there for me i i had no idea how this was going to go um but yeah i mean i absolutely adored it as well i mean um, i think i was sending you messages when i first started playing this show and it was just like you know this is mm. the real deal like i was, I was yeah. just really shocked <laughs> at just how good it was it was uh yeah. yeah, it was especially because also like earlier in the year we played Axiom Verge two, which I was thinking, oh, this yes. is going to be this is good. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, this is going. And in I the thought list. there's, there's yeah, yeah, no yeah. way that you know that that Metroid's going to be able to live up to this. Probably not. And then I mean that hasn't even made my list because compared with that, right. it's nowhere near. Like it's this is just yep. so much 100%. better. Yeah. And and like Axiom Verge two is fucking great. Yeah. Like if you've you know if you've played Dread and you're itching for another Metroidvania, especially one you can play on Switch. Action Verge 2 is really good, but as you say, yeah, as, you know, an hour or two into Dread, it was just like, oh yeah, this completely, <laughs> completely blows it out of the water. There's, um, there's only one thing oh, about this, about Dread that I think is not as good as the like previous games in the series, and that's the music. I think it was completely forgettable. Yes, and yeah, the music was terrible. Yeah, it was fucking yeah. awful. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, and, that, and that is one of the best things about Super Metroid. Like the sort of the yeah. you know, the atmosphere that the music creates in that game is incredible, and you just don't get well, that. And in that's this. the worst. Like that's the most excruciating thing is that there there are some bits of the soundtrack in Dread that are incredible, and it's because they're remixes it's, of yeah. Super Metroid tracks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah um, even I recognised certain yeah. bits, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" And then it was mm. like it just went back to. I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> Yeah, well, we're um, like, also, so, yeah, I will so that, say, that was, it is, you know, know, I love the whole idea of a Metroidvania where it's like you're seeing all these things that you can, you get an ability later on, and you're like, I'll go back there and then I can do that. Whereas there were points in this where I rolled my eyes like all the way around, <laughs> where it was like, oh, burning tree, can't get past burning tree. It was like, where have these come from? Are you yeah. need? Well, clearly, you're going to get an ability later. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. green, green shield on the door now. What instead of an orange shield? Yeah, green shield. You can't do this. 
<laughs> I'm like, this feels a little bit forced, right? There's, yeah, and there's very much, like, you will see a lot of stuff through the game that, uh, like, sort of suggestions of secrets and stuff, like blocks you can't destroy or whatever because you need another ability. Like, there's not really much merit in exploring by yourself until you've got basically every ability. And yeah. then suddenly everything opens up. Yeah, and don't yeah, get me wrong, does, like yeah. that that experience is fucking amazing. Um so I I still haven't actually done the final boss. I've reached the final boss wow, and went right. Really? I'm, I'm gonna go back. Well, it, yeah, it was on the list, obviously, to try and get it done, but then I th- thought I'd be better off playing other stuff that I really didn't like, like um, have much to say about, whereas like Sea of Thieves. Um It's a great game, they keep adding new stuff all the time. Um <laughs> Jack and, yeah, <laughs> And yeah, so that obviously getting to the final boss um, and going, nah, this is horrendous. I'm going to go back and find extra stuff. That experience of going back and looking for the extra stuff is, has probably been my favourite bit. Oh yeah, um, that, that, the that elevated it for me, for sure. Yeah, I, mean, I was, in, I was loving it anyway. It was my, you know, my opinion of the game was getting better and better. And I thought, well, I, I'm generally shit at games, so I should probably go back and mm-hmm. collect upgrades and weapon tanks and whatnot and then yeah then mm-hmm. it kind of transformed like a whole new game for me is i yeah. thought okay i'll go i'll get a few but then i was like well hang on i've done like 95 percent of this area i might as well just 100 percent that one area and then mm. i mean i went literally up and down no fear. especially like that's what's weird literally no fear it's just going through that yeah, game like, yeah that was uh, also awesome like, i mean i don't even need to you don't even need to be in the same room as something and kill it. Like it's it's so weird. <laughs> but it's also that some of those yeah. like some of those collectibles are just they're just like little discrete puzzles as well. You know that you're like playing through to try and oh, figure out which is yeah. Which is yeah but some of them are a bit wank, right? Though like that spark shine or whatever it's yeah. called. The yeah, one the where you have to stuff was yeah. so it's, satisfying there when you nail it. Yeah, no, man. it was so good. Oh no, it oh, absolutely yes, it was. was. I mean, I had my head banging against the wall for ages. How spark stuff. Yeah, yeah, it just felt like, that's clumsy. Where really are, that's where no. the controls come to their own. They're really kind of you're combining right. and like almost yeah, regenerating the different moves to get up and down. And, oh, I thought it, I thought that that was it, so <laughs> satisfying, and then yeah, elevated the yeah. game for me even more doing that stuff. And that process of just like looking at because you know obviously there are there are hidden items that you get by just having the ability that you need, right? And it's just like oh, there's the thing. There's a block I need to destroy with this certain missile or fucking whatever. And you do it and you get it and that's fine. And then, yeah, and then you start seeing some of these items that you're just like, well, that's impossible. What the fuck? Mm. Like, there's no way of doing that. And then you sort of go, well, hang on a minute. If I go over here and get a run-up, right, hang on, no, that doesn't quite work. If I go to this next room, get a run-up from there, shoot this, jump over that, no, hang on, that's still not quite right. If I go three rooms back (laughs) and kill these enemies, jump off this, bounce off this wall, sprint down here, but like, and it just... Yeah, the way these these things sort of unfold and you sort of piece together the route to like this one item that's just like stuck in a bit of a fucking ceiling or something. And 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 you just in the, yeah, in the space of 10 20 minutes you go from like this is literally impossible, I'm never going to do this to like hang on a minute to actually getting it. That, <laughs> and it's, that's, yeah, it's incredible. that's how I felt with the bosses as well because it was that it it's yeah. similar to that Mario yeah, thing yeah. of just like, you know, yeah. you think you can't do it. And you keep repeatedly doing it. And then when you actually finally do do it, you're like, actually, that wasn't very hard. Like, it's just that I... The Mario yeah. thing. That's just it. Like, the, the actual execution of it is not easy by any stretch, mm. but it's it's 90%, yeah, just understanding the mechanics, which, to be fair, could explain themselves better. Like, it basically, like, it barely explains the Shine Spark, but then there's there's other, like, 
nuances to it that you sort of need to figure out by trial and error or use a guide on the internet um but yeah uh yeah that that sense of figuring it out was just an absolute joy i thought which way are we voting uh, it's, I mean, it's Metroid Dread. No, uh, let's leave Sean last. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. going Metroid Dread, obviously. Uh, Matt? I'm going to go Metroid Dread. James? I really like Jack Sparrow. Um, <laughs> I mean, if they could put Jack Toughen Sparrow it. in Metroid yeah. Dread, that would really be the, yeah, that would be the, the pinnacle, old, wouldn't it? He's very, yeah, yeah, he's the main character. I mean, he is very funny. Um, James? In Metroid Dread. Crypt. Could we pay... Metroid Dread. The guy, if I pay the guy who does the Jack Sparrow impersonation in Sea of Thieves to do all the lines from like the computer in Metroid Dread and hack the game to put that in, would you vote? Charlie loved that thing, the ball. Charlie loved it. Yeah, can you go and talk to him again? No, I can't. You can't repeat the cutscene in it. Talk to him, talk to him. Kick it off. Go on. Which way are you voting, Sean? Just, uh, Metroid Dread. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a shame. Because I'm a reasonable hoping... man and it's the better game. <laughs> I was hoping that you were going to vote for Sea of Thieves and then I might have used my change of vote. Just, <laughs> hey, hey, I want to just, as a token, I want to vote for Sea of Thieves. Change it, Sean. <laughs> shame. All right, come on. Let's get through these and then we'll go for a piss break. All right. I do need a piss. Yeah. Do you want to go now or do you want to go? Yeah, if you no, need sorry, this, go now. I need to build up my tolerance. Working from home has absolutely destroyed my. Uh, <laughs> There's my a toilet strength. right there all the time. It's amazing. Exactly. Why would I ever put up with also, slightly needing it gives a piss? us an opportunity to properly check in on James Farley. So yeah, let's go That's now. True. Let's go for a break. We'll see you after the break. James. Mm. Ha- oh no. <laughs> no. You know. You know when I said I was fine. Mm. You mm. were lying. It started to catch up with me now. <laughs> Yeah. Matt, are you still there? Oh, so yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I, I have my Bluetooth headphones on while I went for a piss. <laughs> James said, do a video about eight times. Yeah, he, he's done the video on WhatsApp. I'm just going to do a video. I'm just <laughs> going to do a video. He <laughs> didn't explain why. Hold no. on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We'll play this because he's in the toilet, isn't he? Hold on. We'll this for the listeners. Leave this in. There you go. I'm doing a video. So that's, that's how much is <laughs> left. Um, you'll get that in a second. Uh, what's that? I've gone through two of those cans, but I might need to go and get another one out of the fridge. All right, there we go. Yeah, so for people at home, he's about halfway through. Uh, how big is that bowl? I can't tell. It changes every time I see it. it it's a third of a litre, actually. So... Hello. Just over a third of a litre. Do you know, yeah. like, so, I'll tell you what's, I'll, t- you know, I'll tell you something, right? I'll tell you what's dangerous <laughs> with this, which is annoying, right? Is last year. Why have you done this again? Eh? <laughs> Why have you done this again? <laughs> it's different this year. Because the thing is, right? Is it? No, no, but it's different because. That makes it better. No, 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 no just listen, right? <laughs> So I just imagine James with like his arm around me, like no, no, no. <laughs> now listen, it's different this year. So, 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 First of all, I'm drinking out of a coffee cup. I didn't do that last year. <laughs> the other reason, the other reason it's different is that, and the reason it's more dangerous this year is because the whiskey in the Coke was not very. It tasted bad, like it wasn't very good. Whereas this tastes tasted bad. This, yeah. this yeah. tastes amazing. Bad. This tastes so good, and it's like I can't stop sort of drinking it. It's James terrible. Has just ordered another bottle from Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Let's let's move on. Go on. <laughs> 
Cut this bit. Can I eat some Pringles first? You can cut this bit, yeah. All right, we ready for the next round? <laughs> right, next round. First game. James's game. Oh. Chicory. Oh, okay. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> forgot that was I in there, didn't he? Who's got that? That's honest, man. Why have you done this again? See, now you can't get pissed. Now I've got to struggle James. through this, which is going to be a bit difficult. But I, James, well. also, I can't describe this like last year when I came in and saved you. <laughs> what, what game was that? <laughs> yeah. Also, Matt has actually sent you a fax. So if you could open up the little package that Matt sent you, yeah. there's a two cans of fax in there. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. So anyway, I mean, I see. I nominated uh, Chiggery because I it did mean a lot to me. It's it was a very enjoyable game. It's a game about a dog colouring in black and white landscapes, which sounds like it'd be boring, but it absolutely isn't. So you are given the power of the paintbrush, and you have to go around and sort of you know colour in all the different landscapes, and. The whole game really is about this feeling of imposter syndrome and inadequacy. And I really related to that. And it's that constant nag all the time that you're not good enough. That's the way the you know, what the, the game really focuses on. And it I mean it may have sub Zelda level like sort of puzzles, but the focus instead is on the sort of the self expression that you have from this, and that's why I really enjoyed it. I mean, I felt like I could colour in everything and there was no judgment. It's just this sort of personal satisfaction of you've you know, cleared a screen and you've got to the sort of the next area. And it's the game's narrative sort of really tapped into my own feelings sort of more than I probably would have liked, particularly around this sort of like the dread and the fear of failure. When I was doing my PhD, like you you spend like three years working on something which you, like the only person that sees it really is like your supervisor and other people when you're sort of doing seminar presentations and et cetera. And you constantly have this feeling that it's going to be no good, that there's, there's something completely wrong with it. Maybe somebody's already done it. And it's it's horrible. Like this sort of constant feeling of dread and fear of failure and sort of exposure that it's it's not going to be great. And that's what that's why this game really meant a lot to me because it really focuses on on that sort of aspect of it's and it the thing that I loved about it was it wasn't too heavy-handed in dealing with this idea and it didn't sort of give across this idea that there is a quick fr- sort of like a quick fix to this but it focused instead on this idea of the joy of self-expression without fear the fact that you can sort of color the world in whatever you way that you want and you don't you shouldn't have to worry about how people uh, are sort of feeling about uh, what you're doing and one of the other aspects of this that I thought was really interesting was the way in which that you the way you interact with the world is by helping other people, which then helps your character grow as a person. And that's the other aspect that I really liked. It's just this idea that trying is enough, that there's enough there that you can you can just try and you can help others and then we can grow. And that's why this was great. I mean, as I said, the puzzle the puzzle aspects, you know, it's it's not a deep system at all. You know, it really is just you can colour however you feel like, but that's what that's why it was uh, why it was enjoyable i felt yeah i played a, i played a bit of this um i i really liked the story but it it didn't really give me enough to drag me through um uh i liked the coloring in it but again i found that to get a little bit old I, I i was more interested in you know the first time you meet a boss in that game you're like oh there's way more to this um so i enjoyed that stuff and yeah the yeah the the script character interactions were great um, so I could see why this was great. It just 
did not hold my attention for long enough. So I sort of fell off it. Did anyone else try it? I did, yeah. yeah. So I uh, so I was well up for this. I was really excited about it. I backed it on Kickstarter because um, it's by uh, Greg Lobanov, who made Wonder Song, which I absolutely adored. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I think I streamed. There was a, a demo of it. Um, really enjoyed it. And then, and then it actually came out. James played and finished it and loved it. And I was like, yes, I need to crack on with that because I'm absolutely buzzing to play it. And honestly, I've been really struggling to spend much time with it. I've just, it's not been grabbing me. Um, I've, there's been bits, like I really like the puzzles. I think the puzzles are, are really good and they make really smart use of the fact that yes, you know you're the uh, little dog running around this two D environment, um, but then also you've got this this paintbrush, um, and the sort of that interacts with with the the world in all these these sort of interesting ways. And yeah, I do think you know, like obviously I didn't uh, nowhere near finished it, but the, the direction the story was going in, um, it's you know it's similar themes to the artful escape as well it's about you know expectations being placed on you um by your, you know your your forebears and stuff and how that's you know how you shouldn't shouldn't necessarily worry about living up to that stuff um but i just didn't enjoy the coloring in and the painting what what did you play on sean uh, I played it on PC in the end, okay. um, and I tried to play it with a controller, and I hated having to move the paintbrush around with the right sticks, and I played it with keyboard and mouse instead, which was better. Mm. But I just, I don't know. See, that like that's a, the thing, because I, I played it on PS5, I think, or PS4 or whatever it was at the time, yeah. and it used the touchpad mm. like for that. And that wasn't, that okay. wasn't great either. But then, you see, mm. for me... Like how like the quality of the art that I was producing didn't matter to me. Like I wasn't that yeah. bothered about the fact that it looked rubbish because Yeah, yeah. That didn't feel like the point mm. to me. Like of, of like yeah, I, no, I didn't totally feel like agree. I needed to like make something that looked amazing. Yeah, for I sure. I played on Switch and I think I might have asked you or some of you like, hey, where, where should I mm. get this? Because I, I saw it on basically mm. every platform and I knew there was some colouring aspect to it. And I think yeah. you, James, had said, oh, you play it on the touchpad. So I play it on Switch and uh, the, the, the painting is nice and satisfying, you know, it's because you can just use the big old screen. Uh, I, I'm not like, for, I'm, I've only played it for a, a barely an hour, if that, so I can't really comment on the game overall. But uh, um, but the painting is nice and it works well on the Switch uh, touchscreen at least. I did, yeah, because I was... Th- Sort of gutted when they they announced because the, the Switch version was a total surprise. They hadn't, um, you know, like no one knew it was coming. It hadn't been mentioned prior to its its release. Um, and yeah, straight away I was like, oh man, that's probably far and away the best place to play it. Like in terms of the convenience, but not having to, you know, do the painting with like a you know a controller. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably is ideal. Yeah, I I think it looks. I mean, I'm playing on the OLED Switch, but the colours look amazing. Even like the black and white kind of environments look yeah, yeah. really uh, amazing um, on the screen. So, yeah, and, and when then when then we start adding colour to it, it, yeah, it looks fantastic in that regard. Yeah, obviously, it's overall quite a simple looking game, but the the use of colour is really really powerful. I think, and you can choose as well, like you know how much you want to do that, like how much you want to detail things. You know, if you want to just flood the screen, you can do that as well. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's it's all about your choice. Like you know, you can yeah, choose even how you in my play early this. ninety minutes. I was really only like, okay, I'll just do the trees because obviously you know the lost kids can fall out of them or that yeah. or helps yeah. in terms of traversing the level. Uh, but if someone's like, hey, I want you to paint my house and I'll do it. I'll do, it's, it's, one person really did my nutting. It's like 
obviously I'm still incredibly early on to the game. Um, and you, I found like two houses. One person was like, oh, can you do it yellow? And I did it yellow. And oh, this is amazing. And the person next to him, they're like, I'll pay my house. I'll pay in like a bunch of colors. I'll like, oh, have less of this color and more of that color. I did that. They're like, okay, now less of the color you just added and more of the <laughs> other color I just told you to get rid of. I'm like, are you taking the piss? It's like, <laughs> what is this? Am I supposed, can I even paint your house properly or what? I just walked off in the end. The game also has a really good hint system as well. Have you? It does. And it's funny yeah. as well because it's like basically it's like, you know, you call home and sort of, you know, ask for like, you know, what do you oh, think so I should do? Oh, box, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably and then good, it's also it? like, you know, because it's like, because you like, is it always that your mum answers first? Yeah, she answers first and, and she'll gives you some vague hints. And then if you yeah. want more, then it's like, oh, your dad really wants to speak to you. Do you want, oh, you know, more? Yeah. You know, do you want more? And it's like, then he, you know, he'll be like really specific about like what you need to do next, which was, which is good. Yeah, then your dad will be like, right, the next puzzle, right, you need to look for this and this and this is telling you this. And <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, the dialogue in, in general is an absolute joy the soundtrack holy shit as well there's some incredible moments in the soundtrack because mm-hmm. um, it's by it's lena rain who did um celeste um and like and it's a real sort of progression from what she did on the celeste soundtrack as well there's like lots of you know quote real instruments um like really beautifully used yeah um but yeah i just like i said you know definitely on on in one sense i have missed the point in terms of like I would just either not bother to paint things um or I would spend far too long painting like a single screen because I wanted it to look right, which sounds like I've missed the point I think like i I don't mind I don't mind making things that aren't good if the process of making them is enjoyable in and of itself i just i I didn't enjoy painting the landscapes in this unless I was going to take the time to do it well, in which case the game would have taken me about 30 hours to finish. Um, so it, that just, I don't know, for me, that just sort of killed the pacing. It might not be a, a fault of the game as such, just the way I've approached it, I don't know. But yeah, sadly, I was not able to finish this for this show. See, and I think the thing is, is you see, I, this this game spoke to me more than The Artful Escape did. Because maybe mm. just because I feel the message of this is slightly different because this this to me is about like imposter syndrome and this idea of yeah. it's not so much like not measuring up to what people are expecting of you. It's more sort of like the constant fear of failure and the constant feel that you're 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 not actually yeah. the right, you're not doing the right thing, you know, with this. And that that's yeah, to me more, it's like, I think. Yeah, the art, the artful escape is like, oh no, you are good enough to do your own thing. Mm. It's just that might not necessarily be what people want. Whereas chicory is is more like, what if you're not good yeah. enough? <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, right. It's, it's... Well, it doesn't sound like it's gonna get past this next game, but let's find out what this next game is. I've just looked. It's two and a half hours, and we're not even halfway through <laughs> round of sixteen. <laughs> I'm James, halfway through. Boy. It takes two. <laughs> why is why, why is it, it takes two on the list? Okay, so, I mean, this is crushing for me, actually, because both mm. of these games, you know, meant something. And, I mean, It Takes Two really did, because this is a game I played on stream with Matt, and it was an easy choice for me for this, and because yeah. it was one of my favourite games this year, and not just because of all the alcohol, you know, that we consumed while we were playing this. Because, I mean, 
I don't. I'm not going to focus on the story because, let's be honest, it's not great, <laughs> and the characters are thoroughly unlikable, and the message of the game is kind of messed up, you know, like in general. But it's still, I think, one of the best games I played this year. I mean, the level of creativity and imagination is just incredible. I mean, it's been said before, but it is like Nintendo quality in terms of like just continuously throwing new ideas at you and sort of new concepts, and then. The thing is, is that all of this is underpinned by controls that are just completely perfect, like throughout the entire game. You know, every time yeah, it, so good. every time it throws a new idea at you, it's immediately intuitive. Like you figure out what you need to do. I mean, when me and Matt were playing, even when we were, we were like drunk, we could still figure out what we were doing because it was just so, <laughs> it was yeah, so well yeah. put together. Like the whole thing, and it, it just nails like this sort of like you know the progress you know that you make you know through the game. It's just I don't know it's it's. It was great. And just, just the diversity of ideas. I mean, you've got, like, fighting a squirrel on a glider. That was great. And just, like, the way they made that, like, a Street Fighter thing, like, like really briefly. Yeah. And it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just completely relentless, the ideas. I mean, one of my biggest regrets is the fact that we did that music section when we were drunk, because I'm sure that that was much yeah. better than... <laughs> oh, my God. Can we talk about... We'll talk about that now, right? Yeah. Because, Sean, you've not played it? Uh, no, I played it. Yeah, but well, you didn't I'm, get... I've not played this bit, sorry, it. if that's what you... Yeah. So, right, so there's a bit, like, if you don't want spoilers, fast forward, but I think we agreed last year that we can go into it a little bit. There's a bit in it where you go up to... You know those, like, music maker things where you just turn, press a button on one pad and then it'll just go... <laughs> every time the light hits that button, right? And then you'll go to an, mm. another one and it's, like like, bass or whatever. And you could press the top one, the middle one, the bottom one, whatever, and it will just go down, 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 down. But it's playing at the same time as that. <laughs> and then you you've got like some other, or like an organ or whatever, and then you play in that, and um, and it, you're you're sort of basically building up music while fucking around. Are you just de- are you just describing a sequencer. Yes, basically. That's yeah. exactly that, what I'm that doing. That was <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not a music man. I don't come from down your lane, and I do not play the piano, Sean. So uh, it's, it's hard for me to get this. Um, so, so yeah. So you're looking at it going, oh, that's a really fun little mini game. We can create some music together. So we did it, and it, it basically, there's you have to input as enough, like as much notes as it takes to open a door. And then once you open the door, that sound, that music you've just created becomes a soundtrack to the next bit of the game. And it sort of builds more, like it builds on that music that you've just created. And that is like a five-minute bit of the game. And it's full <laughs> of moments like that. Yeah. And you're just like, it totally takes you by surprise constantly. It's mad. It is like that is such a fucking great idea. But the problem was Matt and James were so drunk they did the music bit and didn't notice it become the soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the thing. It's just too busy laughing. It's like throughout the game, it's just there's not a single dud. Like in terms of new ideas, it's just continuously brilliant ideas. I mean, I was looking forward to those streams every week because it was just so fun to progress and see where it was going. And then you had all the mini games as well. Like we spent ages, you know, doing that. And, you know, obviously we, yeah, we, we did like mini game special and stuff like that. And it was just so much fun. It's just so many aspects of this game. I feel are kind of perfect. Like, especially the controls. Like, I mean, I started playing it again today, actually. Like I started playing with Asher. I just thought we'd just play through and see. (gasps) I did the same with Harry this week. Oh really? Yeah. We, we started playing. How did you get on with it? Because I was, 
Because he did the vacuum boss, I couldn't believe yeah. it. I thought that'd be too complex, complicated for him. But that was great. That yeah, he I was did doing the vacuum that boss. James, how, how was Asher with the drinking? Uh, well, he he did actually <laughs> suggest maybe I can drink milk. He was like, he was like, can I drink milk? <laughs> you like? <laughs> <laughs> he smashed eight faxes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're worried about. Yeah, no what I love about this game is that it, yeah, there's loads of variety in in the games, but or not only just variety in how you play them, but variety in case okay, some require you to both be looking at the same thing on screen, others require like it's it's based almost like it's no communication and you're doing your own thing. Others, it, you can see different things and you got to communicate. And I love that. It, it seems like every time, not just where the mechanics different, but just how you communicated or whether you had to or not changed as well and I thought that was really really clever I mean I think this was this is what's really funny because the whole game is supposed to be about like bringing people together narratively I think it fails like that it's it's terrible like the, mm. the way that works but as a co-op game I think it completely nails it like absolutely like it's it's like you know I felt by the end we were working really well together Matt like by the end of that game yeah, like everything no, was, was even when we were completely hammered it was still we were no you weren't <laughs> it was perfect the bit where you're flying about and you're going what we're supposed to do we still did I it need though. to go and get some <laughs> meat exactly just for anyone no it's called It Takes Two James <laughs> he doesn't do I anything think above all though above, <laughs> <laughs> above all though oh the French champagne <laughs> I think above all right the most impressive thing about this game is that it was the game after A Way Out exactly yeah. which had some ideas in it yeah, fair enough it wasn't bad James and I had, had a lot so, on that as well yeah. but what I'm saying though is that it was so messy. So I was expecting a game, a good co-op game, probably better than A Way Out, but it will be messy. Very, very messy. But this was a really long game. Like, I mean, it's way longer than I thought it would be. I thought this was going to be a four to five hour game. It wasn't. It's like more like 15 hours. And it feels so incredibly solid throughout. And not only that, one of the best looking games of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the mm. visuals in this yeah. game are stunning. Yeah, man. yeah, the, like, the lighting proper. particularly really nice. Yeah, absolutely insane. It's just such I a mean, shock. This is an easy. The whole thing was. It a shock really is a shock. It was a big surprise. It's just so polished as well. And but it's it seriously, really the controls though, you can't underestimate just how good they are. Like, can it? Yeah. So many developers try and make like three D platform games and kind of fail because it's just they're not good mm. enough. They're just so good in this, like so perfect. Like yep. Asher picked it up this afternoon, and he's just like, yeah, you could do it, like no problem whatsoever, because he's played a lot of Mario. It was just so good, yeah, really good. Totally agree. But I mean, this is an easy one, right? Which way are we voting? Um, well, actually, we leave James last. Uh, Matt, <laughs> what are the options? <laughs> Chicory or it takes two. Okay, yeah, it takes two. It takes two for me too, Sean. It takes two. Sorry. No, James. Yeah, I've got to go the same because yeah, it's it's right. it's the better game. Okay. Although trickery, I think is still good. I I mean, honestly, James, I I genuine apologies. Like I was, well, I was so excited for like right, I'm finally going to play trickery, and it's going to be like a really nice one to talk about. I was fully expecting to love it, and I just I don't know, it just didn't click mm-hmm. for me. Sadly, I've not actually play my my little. Uh... Ace up my sleeve, yeah. Yeah, so before Christmas, yeah. I, I had such a busy Christmas, but I bought, I bought Guardians, I bought Chicory, I bought Toem, 
I had my the idea was mm. I was going to hammer for all of them, but it didn't work out. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking def- of time. What's on? Why is it on the list, Sean? It's on the list because it's a game about being a little guy who helps people out by taking photographs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When has that ever applied in real life? (laughs) Um, It's like that is literally it. Like that is the game. You're you you know you start the game and like I think you're living with like your grandma or something, and you're going on a trip to experience Toem, whatever that is. Um, and the way you get around, for some reason, the, the world you live in operates on this principle that you can get a free bus ride uh, if you get enough stamps in your book. How do you get stamps? Helping people out. What's well, they're, they're legal tender, aren't they, stamps? So if you did get on a bus, That's they true. would have exactly. to yeah, take yeah. it. They have to take it, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah no choice yeah. legally, they do. yeah. They do. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so and you have a camera, and it's just a little, you know, instant camera. Um, like... Obviously, photo modes in games are big now, and the more ways they have to fuck with the photograph, the better. Um, this gives you basically no tools whatsoever. It's a point and shoot. I think there's a zoom. Um, you get a tripod <laughs> later on, so you can so you can set up, you know, stick it on a tripod, and then do like you know selfies. Um, but that is it, and that's why I love it. Like. You know, as someone who enjoys doing photography in real life, and I do enjoy, you know, learning how photography actually works and and the technical side of it, and you know, I'm, I'm I enjoy getting better as a photographer. It's really nice to have a game where it's like fuck the technical stuff. It's just like the the scenes and the subjects that you are capturing that are interesting, and it's up to you. Like you know, you can try and frame things nicely if you want. The game doesn't care. Because, like, you know, there's been other... So, like, this year we've had uh, new Pokemon Snap. Um, and then so I, I think it came to Switch this year, but there was also a Morangi generation. Came to, I think it was PC last year and then Switch this year. Um, both photography games both try to score your photographs, right? And, like, Umarangi generation does it by just... Like, it pretty much straight up says, like, look, the scoring's bullshit. Computers can't score photographs, right? Whereas Pokemon Snap is tries to... Like, there is a sort of a system there, but it doesn't actually teach you how to take good photographs. Nor should it, really. But, but it doesn't really... Like, Pokemon Snap didn't work for me at all because I was I was going around, I was taking what I thought were technically, you know, really good photographs. and then it, But then it'd be like, well, the Pokemon's bigger in this picture, so it's better... And it just pissed me off. So for this to just be like, look, there, you know, there's all these quests you can do. People need photographs of things. Um, and you either captured it or you didn't. If you then want to worry about how well it was captured, that's on you. Um, but it just, and yeah, and you just, you, <laughs> once you've done like enough of these requests and like taking, taking photographs of things for people, finding stuff for people, you just you develop a, a sixth sense for what the game is gonna ask you for, and you find yourself just taking pictures as you go around, just for the sake of it. Like you learn the game's language and and what it what it clearly thinks is like a point of interest or or someone doing something cool or, or whatever, and you just start taking pictures for the joy of taking pictures. And and then it turns, you know, and then it later turns out you speak to someone. Oh, I need a picture of someone skateboarding. Yes, here you go. <laughs> I've already taken it because I saw someone skateboarding and it was cool. Um, 
and I just yeah, like it, I com- like completely one hundred percented this. Like I finished the game, didn't want it to end. Went back, mopped up absolutely everything else. Still didn't want it to end, uh, but it had, and there was nothing more for me to do. And I was genuinely sad when it was over. Um, and that is why I have put it forward for game of the year. Very good, very good. Let's mm-hmm. see what it's up against. Though, I didn't make Sean. the game. I didn't make the game. I just. No one else has played this, have they? No, I played, yeah, it. I played it. I yeah. played it and finished it. Yeah. Also, a hundred percent. Oh, nice. Oh, what cool. the fuck? He's Did you have horse, anything to add at this point? Um, no. Let's wait and see what the next game is. He's a fucking strategist, isn't he? Not really. It I just is. don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Mm, Why is excellent. it on the list? Uh, so I didn't play it originally on on Wii U, but you three and probably countless others raved about this so much that I was going to get it regardless. Uh, and then obviously we found out how to 3D second... World specifically, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and then like, I didn't find out later about having Bowser's Fury, but we'll come on to that in a moment. But yeah, so uh, I, I've loved playing this, uh, and um, what what has been special for me with this particularly, not just the fact it's an excellent game and I think it's it fuses or combines some of the best bits of Mario's 3D games with, with the 2D games as well. Um, it's co-op, actually, surprisingly. And I haven't really bothered with co-op in most of these games, but this is a game that Elodie and I played co-op when I think it might be her like first first co-op uh, Mario as well after she loved um, Animal Crossing so much like a couple of years ago. She liked playing Switch a lot more. And uh, yeah, well, we we had an absolute blast playing this. Like it, the, the amount of times we were like laughing our heads off if she was trapped or you know she died and she's in the bubble and she wouldn't let me you know pop her out of the bubble because she was happy to just be taken to, taken to the end of the level. Um, I think that there's such a massive variety in the, in the levels, not just again in the mechanics and uh, the things it shows throws at you, but how it looks. And when we get to like Bowser World, I think it's what it's called right at the end. Where it's all like neon lights and and stuff it looks absolutely amazing uh I'm, I'm, it, it, oh it just shit looks... while you while you're talking about that matt do you see what we mean by how um astrobot totally stole that um, the funfair the neon funfair thing well, around um bowser's yeah. world uh, it's I, crazy I, yeah I, it's hard to say it, it nicks it so much but yeah i mean the, but but one of the most like uh, impressively looking like astrobot things was definitely when you get to the neon at the end and and this is also the end and it looks it looks fantastic um but i but i also love the cat suit because it, it, it suddenly levels aren't just about going left and right like you, you want to climb every surface you want to you know see how high you can get and stuff and i think the cat suit is really really good as well um yeah so uh, th- there's so much to this game i mean i've i got to that bell as well i'm not sure if i finished it after that and i'm not sure if there's like a it, does this game, like the other ones, also have like a massive kind of second part? Yeah, there's have... there's more to this game. Yeah, yeah. it's significantly yeah, yeah. more. I think it's that. But what I played up to up to Bowser Welch, I think it's the eighth world, whatever. You know, collecting all the red coin stuff. Um, I I thought was just really, really, really great, and just it's a bit more special for me just playing Cup of Elodie, who like you know wanted to play us a bit more. So so that that on its own would be what well, I think is definitely one of my favorite games of the year. That on its own, but then. Bowser's Fury is this other part of the game. Now, this is like a 10-hour or so... I mean, a lot of people can't discount discounting this and just like, oh, it's just like a side thing added on. I mean, I've heard some podcasts this week who say, oh, yeah, Super Mario 3D World is all right. Oh, and then there's that Bowser thing, but I, I don't know about that. It's like, you idiots. Like, did you not play this other <laughs> half of the game? Uh, so in Mario games I, you know, that I've played, I absolutely love them. I'm very much in the moment. I'm enjoying it. But 
I don't know why particularly, but from the very first moment of playing Bowser's Fury, I felt like I was actually thinking about the future of Mario in a way I haven't really properly conceived of or thought about before. The fact that this is... I mean, calling it open world is maybe overselling it. It is an open area, shall we say, with different islands in this in this vast open area. There aren't like loads of like Ubisoft style, you know, icons on the map and all that kind of stuff, or like a million kind of side quests, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But there, there is like it is a larger area than you would typically find in a in a in a three D Mario game. And it, it, it's, it's a massive, like, cat-themed environment. That there's cats everywhere. You, you, you collect these, like, cat shrines around the place. And ultimately, there's this, like, um, there's a huge Bowser that rises up from the ground uh, every, I don't know, five or ten minutes or so. When that happens, it all goes nighttime. Fire and brimstone and rock and stuff are flying down from the sky. Um, and at that point, you can basically either survive or actually use some of the things he's throwing to unlock or smash your other doors to collect other things. I thought this was an absolute joy from start to finish. And I, I was you know, thinking, is this the future of Mario games? I know not everyone thought this was incredible, but I loved this not just for how it played. And then, like, you know, there's like Dot Luigi chasing you around. And there's one section where you're basically kind of traveling or traversing this invisible invisible kind of platforms um it does loads of really really clever things and ends like the plessy races but i just couldn't stop thinking about what this means potentially for the future of of 3d mario games they felt like they were like oh okay we've got an opportunity to add something extra to super mario 3d world let's do this maybe let's throw in some ideas that we've got brewing or that we want to do another game maybe or that this could do something else in another game it felt like they're experimenting and there's like so much joy in all the various mechanics you see or play with in it and just looking out across the the environment was a joy um that they do a lot with different types of environment uh, there's one i can't remember what it is called but it was basically loads of huge rotating platforms and i found that quite tough actually but that's like one part there's like an ice part i thought it was all really really clever and i, I don't know i don't really want to talk about the end bosses but that also changes things I and mean, every time uh, Bowser uh, comes up and starts throwing uh, the, the the brimstone and, and fire everywhere. If you have a, a, a cat shrine nearby, you hit that. Suddenly, you are a massive, like huge, huge, huge Mario in a cat in a cat suit, and you can attack. Um, you know, you, you can attack stuff, and that 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 leads into where you get with the final boss. And I thought that was really cool and different as well. I think um, I think when you talk about the future of Mario games, I think this is absolutely the future of Mario games because the only thing that lets this down, Bowser's Fury down, is the hardware it's on. Because there are moments where it frame mm. drops or where it feels yes. a little bit clunky yeah. or whatever, which is very, is very that rare just because for a Mario game. Is that just because it's an old engine that's sort of been retrofitted? Yeah, because this Possibly. it's not because it's certainly not the same as like Mario Odyssey. Like it doesn't have the same move set yeah. as Mario Odyssey at all. Like as as like a three D yeah. game. No, 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 no. Yeah, that, that's not. weird, isn't it? Yeah, but I'll but say I, this. But I take your point. I don't know if this is like the yeah charting the course for three D Mario going forwards. I think it's very good. Um, what you're saying, I game... think the next 3D Mario game will absolutely be along these lines. You think so? Do you reckon? To- yeah, 100%. But you see, I don't think it needs genuinely. to be. Like, I, don't think it... I don't think it needs to be. I don't think it needs but to I be, think, but I feel like why this could be you? the next, the next, like, why you know, wouldn't the next you? few it works. years of Mario It clearly games. works. 
it works, but works then really well. also it, especially with the Switch hardware, like it's obviously not capable of this yet. Yeah, but I don't think the next 3D Mario game is uh, like if you discount sequels. So like I'm not talking. I still think there's going to be a Mario Odyssey too, but I I can't like I I think this is like why would you not make the next big Mario game this? Because it makes I sense actually. The next Mario game would be Odyssey two. That would. You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah, but too I'm much talking, Odyssey, the, the, I'm talking about the Switch. next step forward, right? I'm not yeah, talking exactly. about Mario Odyssey 2. I'm talking no, about no, the next no, no. step what, forward. What I'm saying is because we're like, okay, what, how hard we're hard with this, the next game they release would be Odyssey 2 because that would, you would think, run on Switch. But the next hard, the next bit of hardware would be yeah, right for here is this open world-ish Mario game. That even it's like in the short 10 hours, I was like, oh man, just think about the potential. It's just so exciting. All I'll say is this. I mean, you've heard me talk about Super Mario 3D World for, for years. I don't need to talk about that game. <laughs> but Bowser's Fury, if you've played that game and you've played it a big chunk of it all the way to the end, just close your eyes for a bit and think of this. <laughs> I mean, instantly... You go back there and you think about how fun it was to play that game. That's it. <laughs> that sums it up. Like, that yeah. game was fun to play. I was actually looking into this game a bit uh, in a lead up, obviously, to this podcast. And I played, like I do with most of my Switch, like almost all a handheld, really. Apart from if the game's may look stunning, I'll maybe put it on the TV to see how good it looks. But I'm basically 99 when I'm saying handheld. And ba- apparently, handheld, it was down to 30, but it was actually 60 docked. So I should probably go back and see what's like docked yeah, if that It was 60, things. but it, it dropped frames quite a lot. It yeah, because yeah, some, yeah, some of the big bosses, particularly yeah. right at the end, were just like... Yeah. It, 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 just yeah. you like turning... I mean, like, you know, just turning the camera around felt laborious at points. It was like... See, oh, also... God, it's quite arduous, so not, not laborious, but yeah. I mean, even forgetting about Bowser's Fury, though, even 3D World is... It was fantastic. Like as in, well, oh my god, yeah, it's so good. I know, I but can like, see in, why you're all in, raving about it? You know, as like a switch upgrade as well. Like it's it's excellent. Like, I mean, I played through and 100 percented it because I just loved it. It's it's so good. I'm still not 100 percent on board with the how much they sped it up though. If I'm honest, really? it's certainly faster. Yeah. It was certainly faster than the Wii U version. It's way far. Like it feels like yes, I understand why you wanted to speed it up because the old one was slower. Um but I did feel they went a little bit too far with how quick they made it. Uh, there were so there were still times, like, especially in the late levels, where I was like, oh, "I'm just flying off the edge now." Like I feel that it should have been toned down a bit. But still, one of okay, the best 3D Mario games ever, though. It's I absolutely, totally agree. Yeah, I haven't hundred totally percent, you know, finished like the second, you know, part of 3D World, but I did hundred percent. The, the Bowser section, the Bowser's Fury, because I thought that was yeah, for one sure. of one I didn't really let's want get, to end. Let's get to voting. Uh, Toe and versus... Um, oh, okay. Toe and... <laughs> James? Uh, I have to go with Bowser's Fury. Sorry. Actually, do I'm you? curious. Do you? Yeah, I do, because <laughs> I, you see, I played Toe and I thought I did enjoy it. I had a good time with it. Um, 100%ed it. I did 100% it, that's true. Yep, um, that's what I heard. But, I mean, I can't say it's any better than than like Bowser's Fury. Like, absolutely not. Oh, you can, though. I can't. so easy to do. <laughs> just, I'm going to do it in a minute. It just comes out of your mouth. You flap your <laughs> mouth and then... <laughs> Sean, which way are you voting? Toe him. 
Matthew Murray. And, and genuinely, like I, that is how much I love time. Like Bowser's Fury is fucking mint, and and so is 3D World. But um, I, yeah, I, I did. This isn't just me doing a token vote because it was my yeah. my suggestion. I, I really love time, Matt. Yeah, I didn't get a t- chance to talk about Toe much, but I also loved it. At the beginning, I was like, oh, cool. this is just a pleasant kind of game. But I, I mm-hmm. you're totally right, Sean. Like, when you start to think, hey, it's going to want me to take a picture of all these things I'm seeing in this environment, so I would do that. Mm. And uh, yeah, and, and that was an absolute joy. I, 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 my love of it was definitely increasing as I went on. Whereas at the beginning, I was like, mm, just a- okay, but mm. we are just ticking over the three hour mark, and I'm, I'm asking need to which go way to you're the bathroom. voting. Can uh, we I'm just again? Again, then. Yeah. When you say the bathroom, is this a Wii or a sick? It is. It's a Wii. I need to go and do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to vote Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Okay, yeah. Same Super Mario 3D World and Bowser. And I'm not even considering Super Mario 3D World in this. I see it as Bowser's Fury, but I still loved it. Which so. was excellent, yeah. Are you really going for a piss already? I need to. I'm sorry. I've got to go. <laughs> I've got to okay. go. We'll have a break. We'll see you in a bit. <laughs> oh, I'm back, by the way. Yeah. Well, well. How are you so, doing? It's so <coughs> Moorish. That's the problem with this Jagermeister. It's, How fine it's so the good. Are you? It's two thirds. It's fine. I, I, I didn't intend to do this. I was not going to do this this yes, time. Yes, you did. You never do, and yet. No, I just absolutely yeah. intended to. No, do I was it. no, no. I was going to pace myself. And just like <laughs> I was going to thinking, okay, I'm going to do this How later in the show. Out that you can't. Although to be fair, I'm. Well, essentially, how big are these bottles? I've got the 660 bottles of Moretti, and I'm two bottles into that, and I've just opened a third. So, you mm. know those big ones? Yeah. I'm, oh, right. I'm not going to be sober by the end of this. Right. Next game out of the hat. Sorry, I'm still eating Pringles. And I can't see what game it is, but it's a Mac game. And I it mean, is are. Resident Evil Village. Fantastic. Uh, Go on then, Matt. Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> you know, I've often said, no, I, I mean, you, you joke, but I enjoyed this game. And I think I said it at a time. So up yours. Anyway. I enjoyed um, this game, but it's just not, but it's not a game of the year. It's, um, it's right, fine. Well, let's see what it's up against. Well, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Resident Evil Village, yeah, the follow-up to Resident Evil 7. Now, I was too scared to play because it looks too spooky for me, but um, Resident the Evil be- the better Village, you yeah. plays Ethan Winters, um, who uh, will come back to, I guess, in a moment, but my God, I love that man. And um, He's kind of in this Transylvanian village uh, to find his daughter, basically. That's the story. Um, th- this game, it has a for me, like a huge like spiritual successor to Resident Evil 4. I mean, that's probably mostly down to like, the location and it's a cheesy thing that a lot of people say, but the village is like a huge aspect of this game. Just like in, in terms of evoking like uh, a, 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 a spooky atmosphere in terms of it kind of actually acting kind of in some way as like a mini like metroid mate a metroidvania in that the that the village then turns into like the hub world where you then go into these to see the other bosses and other environments um so much was made of lady dimitrescu who is like the 10 foot tall vampire woman obviously when the press you know was first shown um of um of of her and 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 the other people in that location and arguably that that is the strongest that location and most cohesive in terms of atmosphere. Like, if the whole game was like that, 
that maybe people have different different opinions of this game. Uh, so Stars are so incredibly strong. Castle de Mastrescu is really spooky, uh, really atmospheric with um, her and her, her and her daughters chasing after you. After that, it, it goes silly. I mean, I guess these games always are silly, but well, this game yeah. goes really fucking silly <laughs> uh, with you then traveling to, and I'm not going to get into the story, which is ridiculous, uh, but you did travel to different environments and, and meet these other bosses and their own spooky kind of locations and what i think they do do really well and i said do do is that essentially all these various other bosses you meet they're all kind of different types of horror and there's some kind of weird body horror there's like some there's one bit which is there's one boss and location which is like so well it messed me up i'm like can i even do this is this gonna suddenly make me stop playing the game but i did push through it and actually and I know every, everyone's thinking, everyone who's played the game and knows exactly what I'm talking about. It was really, really spooky. And then you see the thing and actually, you know, this is this is dumb. But is that, there are like, um, they're, they're all kind of weird, spooky caricature like bosses. It's not serious at all, really. Like, that first bit where you see Carlos Dimitrescu is arguably the most serious bit. And then it goes silly. And then you yeah. add on top of that, Ethan Winters, who, uh, again, I didn't know much about him because I haven't played Resi 7, but... I just started like, is this, is this guy an absolute idiot? And then stupid things happen to him. It happens again and again. I was like, some bits <laughs> which out of context might seem horrifying. I was laughing out loud because like, oh my God, of course <laughs> that's happened, you know, to Ethan Winters. Uh, he, he's such a stupid, you know, character. But um, I, all the dumb stuff that happens to him, I, I, I think it's like with, with a bit of a wink and a nod. To, uh, you know, to, to to the player and yeah I, I enjoyed it not only that I, I'm happy that I got to play it because again couldn't play Resi 7 as good as that looked it looked too much for me I was happy this game was less scary I know some people said well it's not as good I preferred this scary that's scary of... but more spooky would you say <laughs> S- spooky yeah because it, it, it wasn't scary <laughs> spooky it's, it's not spooky <laughs> or like, scary again, again, for, for me who has you know can't handle the you know a lot of this stuff yeah it, it, it was Spooky. way easier for me to play because I unlike Resi 7 so I enjoyed it for that yeah it's a good game what's it up against what is it up against Matt one of your games again <laughs> Forza yeah. Horizon 5 uh oh okay so welcome to the Matt hour ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, this was, I mean, I can't believe all my games come out at the end. This is unbelievable. I've had two waters. Um, <laughs> so, Forza Horizon 5. That, so, for, for those of us who played previous Forza games, they've all looked amazing. And I feel like yeah. this does it. And, and but just, it, it looks better. <laughs> and that won't be a surprise because it's <laughs> it really on powerful does. new hardware. Do but, you know what's, talking about the visuals of Forza, right? Do you know what's incredible? Like, because I've, uh, you know, I've played, I've put fucking so many hours into this game already. But today I was sitting there watching Harry play it and I just went, ah, oh, man, this, it's just hit me how much better this even better this game looks when you're watching someone else play it because you're not <laughs> looking take intensely in. at the yeah. car and the little bit of like road in <laughs> front of you you're looking around and you're like holy shit this looks fucking insane this game it's mad how good it looks yeah, and this so Forza Horizon Five it's the same kind of setup you know this traveling festival of 
of motoring travels through it's in mexico this time <laughs> and you say you do you know various uh, tasks to open up new festival sites uh, there, there is a story um i can't it's basically like <laughs> the that... horizon adventure and there's <laughs> there are like, loads of different stories aren't there there's little yeah there's a horizon before. adventure whereby whereby that those are kind of you open up these big festival stages and within each of them there's other other smaller tasks and basically as you do things like go through speed traps where you have to get a certain speed or danger sign jumps where you jump a certain distance or story missions you earn accolade points and uh, those accolade points basically tick up and uh, and the more you get you basically open these kind of i think most of these stages have like four or five phases to them until you get to the fourth or fifth phase of one of these horizon adventures and you have a massive long race through the entire environment and it looks stunning it's it's, it's amazing fun so uh, in terms of gameplay it has changed uh, i think a lot of people can easily say oh it's just it's just it's just same old shit and it's just you know just you just just doing speed traps and jumps i feel like this horizon adventure stuff and the accolade does does change it um but if How? you haven't played the others or it just looks like another one of them, then you may not you may not really like appreciate it. But I think for me, who has played the previous ones, I, I did really enjoy. How does it change? I don't I don't think it changes it. How does it, how does it change it? Well, no, because previously it, it was just a bunch. It, you know, you go you go to a festival, you do some things, and then that's it. Where whereas here, you, there's like the the five or six like bigger events for each of those horizon adventures and then you get to like an end point where you have that massive long race for, for each of them mm. for each of the phases if, if, okay, it's not exactly you know it's not exactly changing everything massively but i feel like there's enough that it, it, it was compelling enough for me to actually want to do it unlike i'm for sure as i thought was a horizon two or three i just i just i stopped playing i just like okay well i've seen what i need to see and see what i need to see but i did actually get to i finished all like the horizon adventure modes i got to like the hall of fame or whatever it's called when you get to the end so i feel like it's it was compelling enough for me to do that um but, but on the graphics i mean yes these are these are on the new consoles and it looks stunning on the x obviously the series x but it, i mean from the comparison videos i've seen it looks incredible on the s2 so this is not just a fact that it's on the brand new you know, top of range Xbox hardware. It looks fantastic across the board. I mean, even the Xbox One videos, it looked impressive. Um, I mostly played on the one which had like the high frame rate because the other one, so there's like quality of performance. The other one, it might have like more, slightly more details and maybe it's locked at 4K, I don't know. But I think you need 60 frames on the game like this. And when you're bobbing through everything from the little villages to, you know, o- over mountains, forests, uh, it, I feel like with, yeah, 60 frames in the visuals, it's, it's so intense, some of the races. And then when you have the races which last like 15 or 20 minutes, where you're, where, where you're in like amazing fast cars, bobbing through like you know, through mountain passes, through you know for all for the big weather uh things they're doing now I and mean, i think they could have done more of that in all honesty they've got like big sandstorms and and this and that but it feels like they could they could have done more of that in my opinion uh it, 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 it's, it's a breathtaking racing game and if you've played the previous ones i think there's enough here to to enjoy and it's it, yeah it looks stunning it plays amazingly well it's just an absolutely solid 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 racer and yeah i i love my time with it and i played it more than I thought I would do. And I didn't really get into the online stuff. In the first week or two of the after the game had come out properly, I did like the first season and where again it encourages you to do different game types, you get certain points. It's basically like a bit of a battle pass. You earn new cars that way, new skins, etc. Um I did a bit, but 
I mean, we didn't all play online together. I didn't really bother with like, the arcade mode where you can create new game types and add bowling no, pins and all there, sorts of kind you know. of. It's What's that? There. You should it... try the eliminate. Uh, eliminate. No, yeah. So I did that a few times. I mostly did the eliminator, which is battle royale in Forza. It was in the previous game as well, but th- th- it feels like they've amped up a bit here. I did them a couple of times, only only basically to complete my battle pass at that time. It was interesting that they've done a battle royale game with in, in a racer. Um, it, it wasn't enough to really keep me playing that, but but the, but the game story or the game's kind of campaign was easy enough to get me to see it through to the end. So if in, in that regard, it's, it's the best Forza Horizon uh, game they've made for me. And um, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic racer. I think we've all played and enjoyed this, right? Or did you not yeah, play it much? Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I know like Sean and David, you, you loved it. James, did you play this much? Or I, played it, I played it a little, but not very much. It's one of those games that mm. I just, I know that I should like it because it's like kind of like arcade style racer, which is what I'm more into. But yeah, Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just it's never really clicked with me. You don't like, know why way. because you're trying to save face. You've you slated <laughs> this game series forever. Oh, I haven't that's not even true. playing it. That's absolute yes, bollocks. Yes, it is. No, you it's said it bollocks. literally didn't count. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, this is okay. This is the David Turner's revisionism that goes on every single time <laughs> I don't with think this. this is. I'm no, very, listen, listen very aware listen of the David Turner's revisionism. No, like the what whole this you is, don't like Dishonored. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Hundred no. percent. What this is right is this is because when we're talking about like new games that are going to come out from Microsoft, you know that there's going to be a new Forza. There's always going to be a new Forza. Either it's the Motorsport series or it's Horizon. That's all that I was saying. That was not how the discussion went. That is I exactly said, what I'm talking about. I'm excited <laughs> for Forza. I think it was Forza Horizon 4, maybe even 3 at the time. And you said that doesn't count as it a doesn't. good exclusive because it's out all the time. That exactly. That's what, what, that's what I mean. It doesn't. What I mean is it's not like some brand new IP or something like that that's coming out. I hate using that word, but it's it's not. It's it's something which you know it's going to come. Like it's definitely coming, and it, you know that it's going to be pretty similar to what's come before but as well. It is so fucking good. Yes, How can I know. You I'm not seeing that as a good <laughs> exclusive for I'm Xbox. I'm not disputing the fact that it's good. I'm absolutely not well, disputing the fact it's good. When have I ever okay. said it's bad? No, you just said it didn't count as a good exclusive. <laughs> no, I said, no, I said it doesn't count as like a surprise or anything like that. No, you know no, 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 no. there's definitely no, going to no, be no, one. No, you fucking didn't, James. No, you fucking didn't. Don't try and change that. You said it doesn't count as a good exclusive for Xbox. No, because you know it's coming. You know it's going to be there. Every single time okay. they start like any conference, it's always like Forza. It always is every time. Okay, It's not All a right. surprise. But they are very good games. I mean, I I enjoyed playing 4 quite a lot. Like, it was a good game, but I just haven't spent enough time on this at all. So fucking good. It's so fucking good. Like, you know, I remember when Game of the Year Year stuff was starting to crop up and some people were like, oh, how can you give the fifth game in a series, like, you know, awards? And it's like, well, like, all right. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of... There is very little, like, genuinely new. In yes, this. agreed. Like, you know, like I, like you know, the Eliminator, the the battle royale mode and stuff. Like, a lot of people are playing that for the first time. When it was in the last game, it's just yes. that it came a bit later, and a lot of people missed it. However, the <laughs> the implication that this being the fifth in the series means that it isn't like a fuckload of work. Like to to make one of these, 
um, is ludicrous because yeah, but clearly, even taking like, even taking away the amount of work involved and considering that, Sean, mm. like mm. you know how much I played three. Uh, mm. No, you know how much I played two. Then went on to play even more three. Then went on to play even more than more four. Mm. You know, like it 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 doesn't get old to me. Like no, there's there's no there's no sense of like there being diminishing returns no, with, with Forza Horizon at all. Make it's it more just, pretty, add new yeah. cars. I'm there. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> so good. Yeah. yeah. Shit, man. No, hundred percent. It's it's brilliant. Um, like I say, I mean. In terms of the online stuff, um, yes, we're like we certainly haven't done any of it, have we? As a as a no. group, um, I've done a bit with a few friends, but basically, it didn't really work with the first couple of weeks, right? So that's that's killed that a little bit. I think it will probably have a renaissance when like the first proper expansion comes out, because I mean oh, they're gosh, always yeah. good anyway, and I think that'll get people interested. And you know, if the servers are up for it, um, that changed my a mind thing for sure. I changed my mind. It's going to be a Tesla pack. It's going to be a Tesla pack. The first oh, one's going to be, be all about Tesla and electric mm. cars. And, and they've got all those tunnels you can drive underground mm-hmm. and there's traffic jams in them and yeah, hope your car doesn't set on yeah. fire. And Tesla are um, cool and everyone loves Tesla. Yeah. You know, Harry um, asked me to buy a Tesla when we were talking about getting a new car. Oh, it's, no. it's, yeah. Asher did exactly the same. And it's oh, oh sorry, same. I might have stolen your story. I think it was Asher that said it that. Was, yeah, Harry it wanted was me Asher, to get yeah. a, a Bugatti Chiron. Yeah. <laughs> Um, i mean you know i'm gonna say the stuff i said about horizon 4 because it's still valid and it still feels fresh to me it's still real to me damn it (laughs) yeah exactly i'm i'm not a huge car guy um this but these games make me feel like i could be yeah like it's there's there's whatever your level of interest in cars is there will be a way in Sean, that's here. not true. You, only the other day you texted saying, Matt, I bloody love motors. Just bloody love motors. I do. <laughs> I love the noise they make. Have you seen the, the... new Ferrari? Oh, I love the red oh, it one. Goes, apparently it goes over 100 miles an hour. That's the no fuss, way. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading the, reading the spec sheet here. Oh. 100. <laughs> Where could you, you drive know? that? That's not even legal. Yeah, what's the, what's the, what's the yeah, point? What's the benefit? Uh, <laughs> look, I, I mean, I've got a personal attachment to this game mainly because mm. uh, it's the first game that, like, Harry is like, not the first game. It's the first game that we both absolutely adored, and he mm. w- is way deeper into it than I am. And yeah. uh, you know, it was great those opening few weeks where I bring him up and say, "What cars did you get?" Uh, on mm. the way home from work because I was excited to hear about what cars he got. When he got that wheel spin, that 20 million credit car <laughs> yeah. was just such a joyous moment in the morning before work and all that. So I've got a personal attachment to it um, and I'm still playing it. I played it last night for about an hour. Like I went to play Halo with my friends, but no one was online. I'd finished Guardians and I thought, oh yeah, fucking what am I doing? Like Forza. So I played that for an <laughs> hour and had a blast. Like, what a game. What a game. Easy vote for me. I'm going for Forza like- <laughs> Horizon 5 over Resident Evil Village. Matt, I'm curious which way you're going. I've just remembered as well that I think I've got the I think I've got, I think the pack I bought actually comes with the first two DLCs. So It does, yes. Yeah, it man. Does. Fantastic. I'll be getting those, but yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed Resident Evil Village, but it doesn't compare to Forza. So Forza Horizon 5 for me. Sean. 
Forza Horizon 5 is my mm, favourite. What's your name, James? Uh, I'm also going with Forza Horizon 5 because Resident Evil is a 7 out of 10 game. So, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, a little bit of a... There was no need for that, was there? That was just a little bit of spite but in you, there. At the time you said you enjoyed it, James. Do you think the audience is, think the audience is going to be really satisfied with how the wild card has played out this year? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's, no, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just compared with, with, um, with Village. It's not Village, with uh, the one before. It was just nowhere near as good. In my opinion. My game next, Death Store. Death Store Ooh. is... Uh, it's one of those games that come out of nowhere for me. Uh, it was word of mouth. The game was already out when I'd heard about it for the first time. Um, Death Store is a Zelda-like game where you play as a crow who becomes a uh, reaper of the overworld, killing things and bringing their souls back to the underworld. Um, and a bit reluctant. It's like what you said, Sean. Reluctant hero. Um, mm. And that's what the crow is in Death's Door. Um, I started playing it. I thought, oh, this music's really nice. It looks all right. Um, and the more I played, the more I fell in love with the combat. I fell in love with the themes. I fell in love with the soundtrack even more like that opening. That da 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 bum It's one of the games, one of the rare games where I will listen to the soundtrack, you know, on Spotify, and it's just beautiful. The soundtrack um, is one of the best this year by far. Yeah. In terms of exploration, Agreed. I think it does. Uh, you know, there's no map, and I understand why some people wouldn't like that, but for me, uh, the exploration was just perfectly poised, you know, to the point where. You didn't know if you were going in the right direction, but you're always going in the right direction. You don't know how it achieves that, but it does. And then when you get to the end game and you're searching around, there's always something that you might have missed slightly. Um, the writing is funny, superb. The challenge is just about perfect. There were times where I was thinking, this has gone too far into the hard uh, area. But really, it was about working things out. You know, um, Betty, is it? The, the, yeah. the uh, Yeti. Betty the Yeti. That's just landed with me. Hey. Um, <laughs> I got there in the end, Sean. I got there in the end. The Betty fight was really, really tough. And it took me a long time to get through. But once I did, I was like, I'm satisfied. You know, I worked it out. And I don't think I lost a single bit of health. The secrets involved felt like Zelda. Some of the puzzles uh, felt very Zelda-ish, but to the point where they were a little bit more interesting than the Zelda games that I played back in my youth. Um, <laughs> that's not fair to compare, obviously, because you know we're you know standing on the shoulder of giants and all that. Um, mm. But I just everything about the game took me away. I wanted to play it constantly. I was thinking about it constantly. I was excited to get back to it and um and it had some really like unexpected emotional moments i think the majority of that is enloaded where you know you're going back and trying 100 percent stuff there's one particular fight in this that was genuinely gutting to be a part of um yeah another and one. yeah and it blew me away like really did I, I i loved it from start to finish um i don't regularly go back in 100% games but for some reason so as we said you complete the game you see the credits that's it you're done but there's a second ending 
But then there's also the 100% stuff as well, where you can go and literally do everything in the game. And all that stuff was so intriguing and wonderfully put together and so wild from what you were doing throughout the rest of the game. It was, it was, um, it was crazy. And what I loved was that, you know, Betty and the final boss were really hard. And going back to the 100, 100% and see the second ending, it didn't feel the need to go, now we're going to make it even harder. It didn't need to do that. It was <laughs> just like, no, you've done that bit. You've done the hardest bit in the game. And it kind of works in terms of the story as well. Yeah, and I, I, these are, yeah I appreciate that. These are just more bits. Like, If you want to do them, you can do them. If you don't, you don't have to. And, oh, man, what? The, I, I think it's between this and the Artful Escape this has swept me away more than any other. The, those two games swept me away more than any other game on these li- this list. Um, it took me to places that I just thought, fuck, man, this is, this is what gaming's about. This is what I love about gaming, just falling into a game and just living it for a, a few weeks and being absolutely gutted when it was all over. Um, and yeah. even like... Even the bug that I hit, like, because I hit a bug at the end game. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Where I literally couldn't finish it and see the final ending. Um, but it didn't really matter because I would still load it up and just walk about and do some exploring and stuff. Um, and then finally they patched the game. It all worked. I, I, saw the, I saw the ending and I was totally satisfied. What a game Death Store is. What a ga- If you've not played it, just play it, man. That... I mean, it's challenging. You know, if you don't like hard games, then this ain't for you. It's not. Um, I don't know, because I, I feel like my appetite for difficult games is well and truly gone, but I adored this. That's true. I mean, I, I don't want to play a Souls game again. And, mm-hmm. you know, I struggled with bits in Metro Dread a lot more than I did in this. And mm. I, 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 so yeah, maybe maybe I'm wrong in saying that. But I'm just conscious of people like picking this up and just going, "What the fuck?" You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, I and definitely, get... yeah. Some of those boss fights. If you're not into the idea of learning patterns and, and yeah. figuring stuff out, you probably would have a bad time. But yeah, I um, think that's it, isn't it? That's the correct way of yeah. saying it. Because as I said, it's one of those games where you're like, "I'm never going to compete this boss. I'm never going to kill it." But when you do, you go, "Oh, uh, they didn't even hit me." <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. Of those. That is yeah. similar to Metro Dread. I think yeah. usually in that regard. Yeah, totally. Yeah, this um, game. It, but for my game of the year, it's between this and and Metro Dread. Uh, I loved this game when I first played it. I mean, I think the, the soundtrack is absolutely beautiful. I I love like the kind of the muted tones and terms of, like the colours that they use um, in, in this game. I I think it, it works really, really, really well. It makes the environments look really natural, and uh, I loved it. So I I, I finished it and then. Uh, something else came out so I didn't 100% it but in the lead up to this I think it might be in November I went back and 100% it and it's like just turning it back on again and hearing the sound on the menu I was like oh man what a game and yeah going back 100%ing it I, like you said Dave I really appreciated the fact that it wasn't just like and now here's the really hard enemies uh, I mean I had like all the no, weapons there's still and some whatnot. challenges there right you know oh, some yeah. of the yeah 
some of the bits you still got to get into the combat again. You can't just sit but back it, and it, just blitz through it. But yeah, no, no, and that's something I was kind of worried about the most, like because it it was a tough game for me originally playing it, and I'm like, if I've had like months off, how's this? How am I really going to get to it? But I got to it, and yeah, even do, doing other things to 100 percent it, like finding all 50 of those up like, flower pots. Um, I, I ran the entire map again having not played it for months I couldn't remember how to get to certain places and there is no mm. map so so that, that took a bit <laughs> of getting used to but yeah what what an absolutely sensational game in, in pretty much every way from the you know the emotion and story from you know, the characters the boss battles the general combat exploration music how it looks uh, and there were very very few things I could mark against this game I absolutely love it yeah I, I mean I can't I think there's one of the tasks that you need to do at the end that is a little bit out of place with the rest of the game. And um, I didn't dislike it because I found things easily, um, but I can understand why that would frustrate the hell out of some players. And that is literally the only negative I can think of with this game. Are you talking about the flower it, pot thing or something else? Yeah, 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 the flower yeah. pot thing. Yeah, I, I, I think that made me wish I had done it more when I played the game first time. But, uh, that felt like busy work that didn't stay in line with the rest of what you needed to do. The rest of what you needed to do felt unique, felt specific for seeing that final ending. That didn't. And although there are clues there to push you in the right direction, um, I think they're easily missed. And I would have preferred that to be part of the 100% rather than maybe unlocking all the shrines would have been a better, um, you know, final ending task. But yeah. But when mm. I think about it, that is literally the only bad thing that I can say about the game. Well, no, actually, it's not a bad thing, but the only thing I can think, oh, okay, it's a bit weird, is the fact that I'd like finished the game and then 100% of the game and then I was like, oh, I'll clear up these other things. And like, so then I did like, the, the extra... Um, battles you can do to get like up your upgraded weapons i'm like well, well that's there's literally 100 percent in it um i don't know but i didn't anyway because i think um, the, yeah i think the percentage just refers to like the collectibles right no because the the, the percent no because the percentages mm. they i mean you you can collect all of the collectibles before you're 100 percent it definitely Right. Okay. okay. Well, I thought it was everything, no, so I did everything. But then I'd already like <laughs> finished the game first time, killed the rest of the bosses. I'm like, well, I guess I'll do these, even though there's literally nothing I can even use these abilities on now because I've finished the, the, the entire game. But but the, the, that's like the smallest like nitpick thing there is really. What a game! So good. All right. Has anyone I, got I, anything I, else to add? Or? I, I was just going to say, like, obviously, you know, it's the year 2022. Very small indie teams have been doing amazing things for a long time now, but two people made this game. Yeah, that is the, the, yeah, the person I mean, who did the soundtrack. Involved. There is more people involved, but uh, I know, yeah, you know what I mean. The yeah, person who did the soundtrack, probably the best soundtrack of the year. Yeah, it's not his only job. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> I know. What yeah. the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, that soundtrack is um, something else. I just like. Overall, you know, like, there's a lot of comparisons to like Zelda and and Dark Souls and stuff. I feel like it's sort of simultaneously halfway between the two, and yet also not really either of them. Um, but it's I don't know. I I can't remember the last time that there was such a good, you know, technical, beautiful like action slash exploration game like this that was so dense and quite short. Yeah, <laughs> like. 
and the fact that it's like I don't know, like it, it's sort of taken its place in my brain forever in such a short space of time. Yeah. Um is is just fascinating. It's just an incredible achievement. It certainly is like superbly plate like paced. Like it's mm, you know, yeah. by the time I came to the end of it I just felt yeah, this this is like exactly right. And it it's yeah, yeah it was a it was a good and fu- and funny in places and yeah, visually yeah. stunning in place that cr- the crow the 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 crow fight, I'll just say that. Oh my god. I, it just looked beautiful. Yeah, like insanely really good. I am, um, as we record this, it's the last day to pre-order the official art book, and I'm weighing it up. Oh, shit, how oh, much is that, that? That would be nice. It's like $50. 50 Fucking hell. You're having a laugh, yeah. you? Book. It's fucking nice, though. I'll get it, I'll get, I'll get it on uh, Audible. Hey, Sean, <laughs> is it one of those like, coffee table-style ones? Is it like a massive thing, or what? Uh, it's de- it's a special reserve, so they they did like the the grease one, um, which I absolutely loved. I'll send you the link. Have they, they got any NFTs, Sean? You know, for they it? haven't. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's well, see what it's up against, shall we? Let's see what it's up against. Psychonauts two, James. Oh, what is the, even the point? It's, what is <laughs> even the point? What is even, oh, even the point? The point is, is you get to look, talk about a really good game and how good it was, and everyone will like hearing about it, and it's fine. We all know Death Store's going through, but don't put down Psychonauts two. That was yeah, man. It's fucking great, man. It, it was a good game. I mean, this was this was like the last on my list of things I wanted to add because I did really enjoy <laughs> it. Exactly, this is the problem because <laughs> you see, I started playing this game and then I binned it off for quite a long time. Because it took quite a long time for it to click with me. Like when you know when the game starts up, I really didn't enjoy it very much. Mostly because I felt there was just it throws so many sort of like uh, you know upgrade paths at you, and like there's the book and all that sort of stuff. It's overly complicated, like to begin with. But then once I actually sat down and spent time to sort of learn how the how the systems worked, I did really enjoy it. And there is something very special there. I mean. See, it was either this or it was going to be Ratchet and Clank, and I went over this rather than Ratchet and Clank largely because this is significantly more creative. I felt, and and there's there's so much more there, which is interesting. In a similar way to take uh, to it takes two. There's just the constant new ideas and also the varied visuals as well. I mean, the those areas at the end of the game they look incredible. Like this was a game that I you know it's been in development for such a long time, but they it still looks just amazing. Like those last mm. sections there, it's just. Like really very good, and although it's probably not as polished and accessible as Ratchet and Clank, it's just absolutely more interesting. And just when I thought I got close to the end of the game, it then just throws in even more like new ideas. And when the whole systems and the way that the game clicks and the upgrade system like finally starts to make sense, it's very addictive. Like trying to find those and trying to you know sort of make make things work. But I mean, I've still got that song from close to the end of the game stuck in my head. You know, which because it was so good and the Golovia one, yeah, exactly. And because the game does have because that's the thing, the game has interesting things to say about like propaganda and the importance of perspective, like when you're trying to determine mm-hmm. truth as well. Like, I begin mm-hmm. to question, you know, like, is this, you know, what are we being told here? What What is this story? It's it, It's very good. I mean, it's just. The problem with it is, is that it is rough in places, and the platforming isn't, you know, particularly enjoyable. But yeah, it isn't the high, it isn't the high point. But I think 
the story and the fit like i i think the story and the atmosphere around it is in fact actually i appreciate this a hell of a lot more once i went back into it after i completed it because mm-hmm. really... the kids loved watching it like they yeah, loved Isaac watching loved it. it yeah and and um once it was done like charlie was like i want to well, you should play that more and I went back to it and it's a bit like going back into the brains to find collectibles was not what I wanted to do um, yeah. I wish it had more side missions within the main area uh, main mm-hmm. world because those side missions were pretty cool like finding we had great fun finding the baby listening to that song you know what I mean around the <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what is it called what's Radio. the what's the area called the unknown um oh fuck what is it oh jesus what is it called i love that place yeah so do i i, I can't uh, remember what it's called oh fuck i know everything the has questionable a question mark area, on it. the questionable, questionable area, area that's it yeah 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 <laughs> um yeah like that that was great i i look i i thought this was wonderful um certainly as you say i mean i i played ratchet and clank this year which obviously looked better um technically looked better but it's just but more interesting this, isn't it it's just way more interesting, yeah. Yeah, especially Funny, because I mean, it, it, you know, written. like all the ideas that it has, you know, the way it focuses on, you know, this idea of like, is it like morally or ethically right to be able to go into people's minds and like change things mm. around a bit? And it does, you know, try and address, you know, some of those ideas. And I think yeah. generally yeah, successfully, totally. you know, that it's like maybe not, you know, not the great thing to do. It's just that the, I mean, the main problem, as everyone always says with this game, is it's still does feel slightly rooted in that sort of like early 2000s platformer, you know, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's still- yeah there's, there's no getting away from that, is there? Like, yes, it's a bit improved from the first game, but it, like, but like they mostly address it by just, you know, the consequences for failure are much less, right? It's not that, it's not that the game's that much tighter that you're less likely to fail. It's just that if you do, it's generally not a big deal. It, it, um, it has those moments where there's two leaves near each other and you jump in between them. So then they do that stuttery thing in the middle of no, like, yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's, yeah. it's flaky. I think yeah. is the right and just right and the general just you know you're walking around and then every two seconds it's like hang on cutscene like you know screen goes to black and then there's yeah, a cutscene yeah. plays out for me the cutscenes were enjoyable enough that I didn't like I, I didn't mind that stuff normally really annoys me um, whereas here I wasn't too fussed but I absolutely understand that a lot of people found that really annoying and just very old now and before we um, move on to the inevitable uh, i mean big shout out for the level design i mean oh you my know, God, every, yes. everyone's focused on that sort of psychedelic beatles-esque uh yeah. level but but then you remember levels like the the bowling alley stuff and the yeah. um yeah, yeah, yeah. the 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 islands where you're there's that whole like library section which is brilliant like there's just library, so yeah, many library section was really good that was quite late on yeah the the, mm. the island where you're going from island to island yeah um mm. I, See, I mean, yeah, that's incredible. the thing. It's like Ratchet and Clank was like super slick. Like the whole thing was really slick, but a bit boring, wasn't it? Yep, it was. It was. <laughs> it was slick, but a bit sterile. I was listening yeah, to the was... Backpage Pod, and they made a good point about how revolutionary the technology was within it, and how good it looked. Yet we were still going to like a swamp level. Yeah. And you know, oh. and like the levels all felt like retreads of places we've been before, whereas this felt completely unique. Yeah, and it it like yeah. obviously it felt like you know they had a vision for this of like what they were trying to say and what they're trying to do, yeah. and, and that was entirely absent. I felt from Ratchet and Clank, like it just. But look, it's it's going there. out. 
It's going out. So I know it's going out. It's, 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 it's nearly it's four out. hours, and we're not even out the round of 16. <laughs> round one, baby. <laughs> Psychonauts is out, right? Well, who, uh, let's make it official. I'm voting Death Door. Yeah, Death Door. I'm also voting Death Door, honestly. Death Door for me. Yeah. Right, okay, Death Door's through. Right, we're down to the last of the round of 16. Don't worry, it speeds up after this. Um, <laughs> Imagine we Matt, didn't. De- it gets slower. Matt, Deathloop. Yes, Deathloop. It's, Make um, it quick, because we've, yeah, we've spoken about this a lot. Okay, Deathloop. It's a, it's a time loop game. There's been a lot this year. Time loop game where your ultimate goal <laughs> yeah, is to kill. Do you remember 12 minutes, guys? <laughs> you remember <laughs> that one? I thought about putting that in for a laugh, but I thought I can't, even I can do that. It's just every time before it's backfired, yeah. Okay, so it's a time new game. Your ultimate goal is to kill eight bosses called Visionaries. Um, the day split into four parts. There's also four locations, which basically means there's 16 different areas you can kind of go around to essentially find out clues to where, where these Visionaries are going to be, how we can kill them find out you learn more about the story by visiting these various environments you earn new weapons um you do all sorts um but for me the 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 writing and the characters are are are, are the strongest bits of this game for me so you play as colt but also in your ear for most of the game is someone called juliana juliana i why do i why can't Juliana. I pronounce it? Um, and it's like the back and forth between them is really, really fantastic. Um, yeah, things happen story-wise, which kind of maybe make it less fantastic. But um, the writing between them two, it just it's just a joy to hear, I think, from, from, from start to almost uh, the end. That combined with... The general style of the game, I I, I love um I love like the the graphics and by graphics I don't mean like visually how it looks I mean like you see like text on screen or just like the, the even like the menus look stylish I just love I love their use of color I love I I mean it's kind of like um what's the term like retro futurism it's kind of like sixties but there's a bit of like future tech there as well I I think all that looks fantastic and I think it's definitely one of the stylish games of the year in in that regard. Combined with like going around these various areas to find the clues, to find out how you can kill all these visionaries or find out where they are, you also, as you explore the areas, you find new weapons. You start off in the morning uh, with your basic uh, pistol, and I think you get like a, a, a submachine gun before you actually exit that beach area. Um, but as you go through and kill people, you get incredible new weapons, you get new abilities called slabs. Uh, and but you can't take them which is to fine the next... but why do you like it Matt why is it on the list because because I, I absolutely love piecing together all the clues to find out to find out what, where the game's going what the story is and how on killers visionaries now I, I will say it's not quite as open ended to say the least as, as like I thought it would be I thought it would be it's like, quite hey, linear I, isn't it yeah I thought I could do whatever I want in any order but no you are very much on a linear path and I appreciate that in some ways, once I got over the fact that it wasn't the game I thought it was, where I could do anything and really work out my own creative ways to kill these enemies, you are super funneled. But, you know, I, I, I appreciate that, and I can just, I just went with it rather than me potentially spending tons and tons of hours trying to do something or not doing it. I enjoyed actually being funneled towards the end. And I, I, there wasn't an environment I didn't like doing. There wasn't an area where I wasn't interested to find out what clues I can find, what kind of um, uh, environmental storytelling is going to happen. We have other, other NPCs you see around the game. I thought the combat was really fun. I absolutely loved some of the abilities. 
And um, I, I thought it was just immensely fun game. I think the story towards the end kind of drops the ball a bit. But I absolutely loved it. I see a lot of people kind of not liking this as much. And I get that. And I know it's quite hyped at the beginning. And maybe a lot of people kind of fell off it when they found out what kind of game it was. But I think it's excellent and is easily one of the best games this year. I, I thought it was fantastic. Well, we all know what it's up against. Uh, Sean, Hot Wheels Unleashed. I'll be brief. Because, um, I mean, there's not a huge amount to say about this. It's just, for me, it's just the most enjoyable arcade racer I have played in years. Um, there's definitely, uh, like, a, a personal attachment to this. Purely because I've got a four-year-old son. He fucking loves Hot Wheels cars. I, by extension, also do. Um, <laughs> and and yet, you know, until this came out, you find me a half-decent Hot Wheels game. Seems like a fucking huge open goal. And yet You've not tried Hot the Wheels Fools game. of DLC? Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> Does it, James? All right, James. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like... Any like dedicated uh, Hot Wheels game is basically all dog shit. They're just really phoned in, you know, often sort of really microtransaction heavy bullshit. Um, whereas this takes the idea of little tiny cars racing around really seriously. Um, like the the sheer attention to detail is fucking unbelievable. Like the fact that like I went into photo mode. And I looked underneath one of the cars and the fucking, like, all the stuff that's engraved underneath, or, you know, cast, whatever, underneath the cars, like the name of the car and the logo and the made in Thailand and the, the year and everything is all on there, underneath every single car in the game. The fact that, like, by the end of the race, not only does your car sort of get scuffed up in the way that any sort of well-used toy car would, but there's also little fingerprints on it. <laughs> like... Obviously, you've been driving it around as if it was a real car, but there's the implication that this is, you know, this this is like a, a facsimile of people like playing with actual toy cars, and like the track design is. I mean, it, it's strange because obviously, it, you know, you're driving these little cars around in sort of real life environments. It perhaps doesn't use those environments as much as it could. You are spending, you know, 95% of your time on those sort of orange um, Hot Wheels tracks. Um, but just the course design just goes absolutely nuts later on um, with, like, you know, magnetic sections and, like, bits where you're being, like, blown around by fans, like, really long jumps where you've got to be, like, super careful with your, you know, your, your trajectory as you leave the ramp or else you can totally fuck it. Um like the the sheer range of cars in it is just absolutely ludicrous, and it, like it was like loads of fun, like unlocking ones that we have in real life, um, or like where it's a car that we have in real life, but we, it's a different paint job. Like there's a really good um, livery editor where you can change the paint jobs and mess around with them. And we were like recreating the ones that we have, um, and just yeah, uh, just the the handling model. I didn't initially understand what the fuss was, but as I got into it and I found a few more cars that I really liked. And I really clicked with, um, like, just the drifting is just incredible. It just feels amazing. Um, like, I, you know, and I saw some of the reviews being like, oh, you know, the handling's okay, but, like, you'll pretty much just crash into the walls constantly and just sort of ride, you know, sort of ride around the outer edge of every corner. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're not going to win doing that. Like, unless you stick it on easy, obviously. Um like it's 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 definitely keen to like not completely ruin your momentum if you fuck up a, a drift or whatever. But it's 
but you you know when you start nailing them properly and you start like you know just doing like fully clean laps and stuff um it's just yeah it's just enormously good fun and i just really wasn't expecting much from it um and you know obviously forza horizon 5 is quite arcadey um but this sort of pushes further into that territory and i think it's a woefully underserved type of racing game these days um like it, it just yeah reminds me of um you know sort of older racing games like it's it's to me, it's it's a, There's a bit like of burnout about it, isn't it? Because I've been there playing. is a bit of burnout. It feels about a bit on micro machines of, as well to me. Yeah, a little bit of micro machines, a little bit of Ridge Racer, I would say. Um, yeah, I love it. James, do you want to explain your your progress through this? Because yeah, it's been see, quite went... funny getting texts from James about this game. <laughs> throughout the past two weeks see, well i mean so so this isn't going to be positive is it well no no it, well it didn't start you see, well you just i went on a bit of a joke. journey with this because okay when i first got it i absolutely hated it because <laughs> i it really pissed me off honestly yeah, i just thought he was going, fuck this fuck this game fuck it oh, fucking microtransactions through the roof what a piece of shit he to me yeah it's true. I was, I was just like, I, I sent messages to David. I was just like, I think I hate this game. Like, I think I just absolutely hate it because it is. It's like it is, the microtransactions at the beginning are ridiculous, Sean. Like you got to admit, it's like you know, like when it. Uh, wait, no, what? How? Well, How you know, I mean? like you, you open up the map. Like if you, because I've been yeah. doing like the main. I've played it for about. I mean, I've only played it for like over five hours or whatever. Like on the Switch. Okay. And yeah. you know you when you start to like explore the like the main like sort of um the main map, there's sections which you can't do unless you've unlocked like certain like cars, and it's not clear. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, they're not microtransaction ones. I know, but you. I know, but I wasn't. Uh, that's the thing. I wasn't clear about that when I started because I was like, how am I supposed to get these cars? Like, you- so what you mean is you misunderstood. What the game is telling you? <laughs> yes, because also there's there's also those other sections. I mean, you know, like it shows the other parts, like the Batman areas that you right, can't yeah, yeah. you can't do those unless you like pony up yeah you know, the money for yeah, those, which is which yeah, is understandable. That's an expansion. Yeah, but it's like I've kind of thought they should have they should have done that as like a separate thing rather than putting it on the map because it just makes it feel a bit. Honestly, yeah, but then I mean, also I mean, I played the Switch version and the Switch version. I think technically is probably not. Have you been playing this on Xbox? I have, yeah, on Series S, yeah, yeah, because the Switch version, like, technically, is a bit not great. Like, it doesn't, no, look, really? it doesn't look good at all. Like, it, it looks uh, like sort of three sixty era game, I would say, okay. and like it's sort of low res and everything. But mm-hmm. as I said in the beginning, I, I really, I said it, I just said in it. The in the I, I really disliked it to begin with because I, I was. It's not that I was like losing races and stuff, but I was just like, I'm, I'm not getting enjoy, any enjoyment out of this at all. Like uh-huh. I'm winning a couple of races, but I'm also you know losing sometimes, and it's just not fun. But then eventually, I got a car that I really liked, and then I started to like you know learn like the drifting like mechanic, which is really mm-hmm. good. And then yeah, it it sort of began to take off, and I, I spent quite a lot of time, and I've only completed about maybe thirty percent of the of the main like hub world. But mm-hmm. I have felt like I wanted to go back, you know, like again. I said to David, I was like, I'm surprised. I actually, I've, I've, I don't think, I still don't think this is anywhere near like a game of the year. But it, it's a good game. Mm-hmm. Like it is very enjoyable. And yeah. Asher started playing it as well, and he he thought it was great. So yeah, it's yeah. Cool. Harry's loving every minute of it. Like My he initially got it for Christmas for the Switch, and <laughs> it, like nice. he does not agree with you with the graphics. He keeps telling me how <laughs> amazing it looks. Like, <laughs> he's, he's he's wrong about that. Uh, no, I, I, he is absolutely wrong about that. But, um, <laughs> all right, let's get to the voting for this one. Um, 
What the choices? Deathloop versus Hot Gone. Wheels Unleashed. I'm going to go Deathloop. Sorry, but, but <laughs> so Hot sorry. Wheels is Hot Wheels is good though. It's um, it's not okay. as bad as I thought. Yeah, I'm kind of torn because I fell off of Deathloop. I I kind of found it just. It got to a point where it wasn't fun to play anymore. Like I really enjoyed the opening four or five hours, and then I got to the point where I was like. I'm not having fun with this anymore. No, but you see, I did mm. that as well, and then I broke through that, and then you get through, and it becomes brilliant That's again. Fine, there is, there is like I a dip in bro- it. Yeah, you know. but I didn't break through that. Yeah, and I was at that dip. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm at that dip that you're talking about. And I just thought, I'm not actually enjoying playing this, so I stopped playing. No no other game has got a gun that feels as good as in, in your hand as in Deathloop. Seriously. <laughs> you don't have the guns in the game in your hand. You do if you use a dual sense, it feels amazing. <laughs> like just that <laughs> I told you when I was um, playing, I was like, Chen, feel this gun. Yeah, like, but you you're a gun trigger. guy. <laughs> you know, Fuck you, you would have got the same through for Call of Duty. Um uh, but then I'm also thinking of Harry as well and how much he loves this and how we'd be disappointed if I just booted it out. But I think mm. ultimately I think I can I've got to go Deathloop because I, I from you know 80-90% of what I played at Deathloop I really really enjoyed I just hit a slump and then didn't go back to it so I'll go Deathloop uh, Matt I'm going to go Deathloop as well Sean well I'm going to vote for Hot Wheels Unleashed <laughs> I, um, I should say I, I played meaningless um, vote. so I did play a bit more Deathloop uh, in anticipation of this um, I I think I am just arriving at that point you were talking about, Dave. Yeah. Um, where it's you sort of you're starting to get your head around the time loop stuff and the sort of realizing it goes a bit, doesn't it? The magic goes well, yeah. a little bit. I think it's just like right, just follow these objectives basically, yeah. which is necessary yeah. because it's because you know it's good that there's something to sort of lead you through if you're not actually sure what to do next, but it's. I don't know. It's, it's for me. It verged quite a bit onto just being like, well, this is like any other shooter, but I'm doing the same areas. It's or not not the, any the other whole, shooter. The whole but game you know is I mean. a lot more linear than it appears. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. is all right. Like I'm not like I'm not saying it's bad or anything. It's just yeah. There's a there is a moment of like okay, so the time loop is just not as interesting as you might have initially first hmm. imagined. I, I'll say this now. What got me was when I was going into an area doing a mission, leaving, and it would say, are you sure you want to leave this area? And I mm. thought, why wouldn't I? I've <laughs> done the objective. Why would I go back out there? And that's yeah. when the magic was kind of lost for me. The whole, yeah. oh, I've got to get back. I, oh, you know, oh, but there might be, I need to do this and this. And then when I got to that part of the game, I was like, do you want to leave the area? Why would I go back out there and risk <laughs> what I've got? What's yeah. the point? Like, what is the, don't try and act like, hey, there might be more stuff you get. Because that's not how the game works. I, I'm wise to you now. Um, <laughs> but okay, fine. This is where things step up a notch. We're up to the quarterfinals. This will go a lot quicker than I cannot believe. This must be our longest show, I think, by the time we get to it. <laughs> some of these will be really easy. Some of these will be really hard. This is where we just get down to the voting. We know the game's on the list now. We've expressed we what recap? we loved about them. Yeah, what's left? I've, I've forgotten. No, no, absolutely not, because that gives away what's <laughs> against what. 
that gives away what's against what. So the first of the quarterfinals. I heard a red They're both my games. <laughs> they're Halo Infinite versus the Artful Escape. So let's just get let's get the votes out of the way. Uh, Sean. Artful Escape. Matt. I'm going to have to go Halo Infinite. I'm going to go Artful Escape. <gasps> I'm going James. Halo Infinite. Oh, Jengus! Deadlock. <sighs> Who are we going to work on, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just go, uh, this is where I pay, pay uh, like, uh, you've got to repay your debt and you change, Sean. That's not official. Um, oh, it's in Playboy. Don't you worry about that. Live, I can't believe that. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, the Artful Escape I got more out of. But, like, I got emotionally more out of but then halo is halo yeah, back man which represents all like hours single player and multiplayer of halo and no yeah but hours played isn't a good no no, no but all the hours are fun. Yeah, that's what you take away from it all the yeah, hours are fun the only thing that makes me want to switch sean is that mm-hmm. and this isn't fair it isn't fair but halo was such a big part of my gaming and my life and my youth and yeah, this no, took valid. me back to that when yeah. I didn't think it was going to this was <laughs> just more fun as a game Halo like it, seriously it was like mechanically it was a lot more fun to play like Artful yeah, Escape yeah, yeah it's, got, it's got nice things that's to like say saying... and all that kind of stuff but Halo was just it's enduringly good you know, that's bollocks play. though because Psychonauts <laughs> 2 is more fun to play than Gone Home but you'd vote for Gone Home because this, they're doing two different. You can't say it's a more fun game so to play, so it wins. That's not how it works. It's a game. More fun. It's a game. Did you just say it's a game? <laughs> it's a game. It's more fun. <laughs> That's what we've got to now. Yeah. It's a game. <laughs> it's more fun. Game. I mean, there's definitely more gameplay in Halo. <laughs> There definitely, is. there definitely um, is more gameplay in Halo. Like you know, you, you, you do stuff. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, but there's, I, there's more emotion <clears throat> and there's a better story in in yeah, the Artful Escape. It's got something to say. It was a God, passion what, project. What like? That, like you know, it was a failed Kickstarter. They they it's plugged away unique. at it for years. God, didn't um, you care about the plight of Master Chief and what's happened to Cortana? <laughs> <laughs> I do you know? Yeah, what has happened to Cortana? I'm going to find out from a YouTube video probably before I finish the game, and I don't the answer is still going to annoy me. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. it does a good job of addressing. Yeah. Halo. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yes, it it's, does. It doesn't. It's come on. Yes, it's it terrible. It's terrible. It's the well, story no, it, in Halo mm. in Infinite is awful. It's completely. I wouldn't say it's nonsensical, but it's pointless. It, it so doesn't change matter. then. So change your vote then, James. I'm not going to because yeah, I enjoyed on. Halo Infinite more. I mean, I spent as I said, I Halo Infinite. I played until like three, two or three in the, the morning. Multiplayer. It's so mad that you're so passionate about Halo. No, because I really enjoyed it. What's wrong with that? I really enjoyed playing it. It was great. But you didn't play the best bit of it. <laughs> I enjoyed the single player, which is what I enjoyed. <laughs> but play the multiplayer. It's incredible. It's really good. It's a game. It's a game. It is a, it's game. a game. It's certainly a game. a game. That wins. There's no way that you're swapping. No, I'm not going to, no. And there's no way that you're swapping that. 
Yeah, I I absolutely loved her. Even if I forget about my preconceptions or anticipation beforehand or what the future of Halo brings, if I just literally focus on what this game is now, forgetting before and after, incredible uh, multiplayer, and I, I, I massively enjoyed single player. Okay, well, look, I'm I, to be honest, I look at these two games. They're both my games. I love them both. I really do love them both. And I know Halo Infinite was my last one I picked, I think. Um, and the Artful Escape was picked sooner, but I've played a lot more Halo Infinite and I still love it. So uh, I think I'll I'll switch my vote on this one. Sorry, Sean. Uh, I, no, it's all right. I, I, I I, it. It's a shame to see. I thought the Artful Escape was going to get further, actually. Mm. Um, but I think seeing as we're at deadlock and I'm quite happy for either of these to go through, then we'll say yeah. goodbye to the Artful Escape. We made our point. But what a game. If anyone's listening to this and they haven't played it, it is, uh, yeah, yeah like, just it's, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's really good. A game yeah. for like lovely big TV, headphones, absolutely essential, I think. Headphones like cranked up. Headphones or decent speakers, either or. I'm not really into like <laughs> prog rock and dylan stuff but it was just brilliant the way it's fused together with the visuals and how it played i mean you we might say it's not much gameplay but what gameplay there was i really enjoyed jumping in the air and skidding on my knees and stuff this is it for the gameplay that was there i really enjoyed jumping <laughs> well it, it never right. didn't get satisfying when you're like wailing on the guitar jumping in and there's like some crazy background Brilliant. Yeah, as as we said, there there is very little gameplay by design. It's it's and completely intentional and it works. So. Yeah, if it was any more complicated, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. I loved it for its simplicity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one's done, and I'm looking at the next quarterfinal. Go on. Fuck. Go on. Metroid um, Dread. Right. Versus... Okay, Dave. Hang on. Please don't say it's Death Door. No, it takes two. Oh. Uh, fuck. That's annoying. <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, maybe this this is just because I'm the one person who hasn't finished It Takes Two. It's an easy one for me, although I do love both. Go on then. Dread in it. I think I enjoyed these equally for different reasons. Same here. Yeah, 100%. So then I'm looking, then I'm looking at what I'm looking at what represents a game of the year more. Mm. I'm just thinking think... what what is going to be able to combat Death Store, which we all know is going to win this. So I'm just thinking which is more likely we to. We don't know that why, at all. Why, yeah, why, do, why do we, do we all know, know it's going to win this? It's obvious it's going to win. It's just it's no, obvious. It? it is. Why? What? No. Okay. Let me ask you this, James. Why mm-hmm. is it obvious that Death Store is going to win? Because everyone loves it, and it's like it's the indie so, darling so and all that kind of thing. Isn't the idea coming up with the collective game of the year? So if everyone loves it, why is that a problem? It's not a problem. <laughs> there's no problem with it. I'm just saying. Well, it sounds like there's a problem. For the sake of no, the listeners, you want to putting... not act like it's inevitable. <laughs> but it is inevitable. You know, it's inevitable. It's it's going to be it's going to be that. I don't know it? if it is though. Because no, James, right, I, I, it's not inevitable. While Dave has that Sean Ace in his true. pocket, that's that's everything true. can happen on his fucking point. leash. Here's well, no, what I'm he's... thinking, right? Here's what I'm thinking. So I really enjoyed both games. I really did. 
I had more negatives to think about with Metroid Dread. Like, for example, the main negative I had with It Takes Two was the narrative, the story I thought was shit, Mm. right? But then Metroid Dread, the story was better, but not remarkable. No. Like, I I, I, I didn't think it was... Yeah, it wants you to have a lot of knowledge of the series, I think, for the big story yeah, moments to really hit. it's also hit. largely irrelevant as well. Like, you can play that game and the yeah, story yeah. doesn't matter, really. Yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's cool like the same you know about what they're talking takes about, two but... as well, though. Like, it doesn't... You can play It Takes Two and the story doesn't really matter that much. It's, you know... Yeah, you can kind of ignore that stuff. Like, Metro Plague... Metro Plague... Gameplay wise, <laughs> how many people had to I am actually probably more drunk than James at this point. Um, <laughs> gameplay wise, Metro Dread, I think, had the far better combat. I think that's not even within question. I think It Takes Two ultimately better. played better. I mean, as you said, the Nintendo quality of the platforming was, fan- you know. I, I've got to go It Takes Two. I, Me that's, too, that's because it's, just, it's the constant stream of new ideas. Like, yeah. And it's just and just they hit every single one hits as well, which is James, what's so amazing. I, I think you're going to regret this when you sober up, man. Well, I know, I know, because I know it's going to be up against um, Death's Door, isn't it? And then it's going to get whatever. Might just, oh, here we go. I don't know if it is, because if I'm thinking forward, James, I don't know if it is. I think this is way closer than you think it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. We'll see. I mean, Matt, what, what are you doing? Because you coloured in every single pixel on the map in Dread. Yeah, it's so absolutely one of, one of my one of my games of the year. But Matt, Matt the game. facts, the facts, like we, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> it's so good. It does represent the podcast better than Metroid Dread does. If we're going down to that, well, Matt, Matt, okay, wait, we're jumping ahead, Matt. Which way are you voting for now? For now, it's Dread. Yeah. So we got two for Dread, two for It Takes Two. Mm-hmm. Turns out it actually takes three. No. <laughs> the thing about It Takes Two, you know, I've loved so much about it, as we mentioned, but like the, the two things which are kind of crucial, which meant it never truly went to the next level for me, is that the, the characters are rubbish and the story doesn't do what I thought it would Agreed. do. I thought it would be much more emotional. I thought they're Agreed. like a, there's nothing there. I mean, but all yeah, that but stuff is cares? incredible. Who cares? How creative though? it is, how fun it was, how well controlled, <laughs> how much fun we had streaming it. It's so good in so many ways, but those two ways, well, Christ, yeah, I mean, the story but the and characters. The variety of that game, it takes two, is that, and then the surprise of how much better it was to, to a way out. Like, the stuff it does is utterly incredible. How good it looks. Just the new ideas. It's just, oh, that was so good, Matt. I mean, come on, the facts. Just think about the facts. The facts was James. When it tastes like <laughs> ass, James, and it was two pound from B and M's. But but no, I mean that was that's easy. One of my top streaming, you know, memories. It was brilliant. But if I just think about the games themselves, I loved Dread so much. Even discounting yeah. the fact my issues with Super Metroid, it, I loved Dread. I lo- I liked the story. I know you, you said Sean, it, it kind of requires players to know I love the more. story. Really, there's not re- much to love. It. It just, I, I was yeah, interested in the story. Cool I, didn't know, I didn't even know any of the backstory. I thought it was interesting. It kept me going, and I wouldn't say oh, you can totally discount it. Maybe some people could. I enjoyed it. I was interested to know what's going to happen. Maybe because I don't know what happens in the overall story. So maybe if you knew, it wouldn't be such a 
big thing. But for me, I enjoyed it. I loved how tricky some of the hidden stuff was, the, the shine spark stuff. It looks gorgeous. Ran like a dream. Pixel perfect platforming. Yeah, for me, it's, yeah, it's but fucking it takes two. Runs like a dream. Looks yeah, yeah. gorgeous. Uh, yeah, uh, for sure. It takes two. Looks better than fucking dread. Uh, yes, it does. Yes. But they're <laughs> they're visually very different games. And yeah, once, I know. On, a, once on a PS5, but if you're using that as a, a fucking way to put it over its opponent, it takes two. Looks better. Yeah, but then it, it takes two could never have something as intricate as like the Shine Spark puzzles in Dread. Oh, the Shine Spark puzzles what? were wank. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. They were wank. They were fiddly. The controls were shit. What? I'm sorry. Right, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, They're no, amazing. Okay, there, right, the controls were not shit, but they what? were nowhere they near as precise as they could have been. And that was the problem. How I much more precise what do you want? What are you talking about? Imprecise. The stuff got tired. Towards the end, there were bits where you were fighting the same boss over and over again. I think they they handle the Emmy stuff really cleverly. Ah, not by the end, man. It just got fucking annoying. The last few are a piece of piss. It's really, yeah, it really elegantly done, I thought. Because you felt more powerful and, and you knew yeah. how to escape them more. You weren't like, oh, I can, I can get these this time. You realised how powerful they were. I don't think they got more annoying at all. Uh, James, you saying the controls are imprecise. What? They were... Yeah, that is bizarre, James. No, no, okay, because you see, that is I was hit not like a ton of bricks to mow, James. You're like, I yeah. can't believe I said that. I was not a huge fan of the analog controls in this. I preferred like. The Hold on, no, the I, I see. I wouldn't. Agree, I wouldn't agree with you there, Jack. I, I wouldn't say they wouldn't. They weren't precise at all. Like I, I found I the shine spark stuff difficult to do. It was. It was. Yeah, very they difficult. were. They were. They were. What, my biggest gripe with the controls was the holding down various shoulder buttons. I just thought that yeah, was... Yeah, there's a lot of shoulder buttons, a lot of different yeah, I, I will shot agree types there, and stuff. For sure. yeah. Well, you better that's agree, the thing, because like, you slagged at... off fucking Red Dead for that. There's more shoulder <laughs> buttons held down for this. The fucking combinations involved. So you think, like, if it takes two, like, the controls in that, completely seamless. Like, everything was yeah. just, like, so obvious. You don't even think about so, it, do you? Yeah, you don't... Exactly. It was just so well implemented, all of that. I mean, just think, like, this comes from... What was it? Was it A Way Out? Which was a bit... As we said, it was a mess. That game was a mess. This was this is just unbelievably yeah, me- good. Metroid Dread comes from Castlevania Mirror of Fate, James. No, it doesn't. It comes from Metroid Fusion, which was very good. But yeah. So there's right, okay, let's let's do this. Oh, right. I, what sorry, sorry, Ma- is it takes two a sequel to a way out, is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Are you saying? laughs> James. Yes. Matt, let me ask you this. David. Do you see yourself changing your vote? No, honestly, and and there were lo- this list this year has been fantastic. There's so many games I've enjoyed and loved, but no, for me, th- th- this is a, a one of the larger golfs we've we've had personally. Okay. As much as I love it, it takes two. Metro was another level for me this year. Mm-hmm. Sean, do you see you changing your vote? No. Are you sure, Sean? Hundred percent. Oh my god. <laughs> are you sure you are not I going mean- to change your vote, Sean? Unless some sort of external force is about to be placed upon me. Sean, I can't, still can't believe you allowed this to happen. Well, there was a deal that was made. There was a I deal And I think I'm going made. to play that, that your end no. of the deal. And do you know what? And do you know what, Dave? I'm going to go with it, if only to see how James feels in the morning. When he wakes up, assuming he's had any sleep after all the fucking Red Bull. <laughs> He's going to feel this. absolutely rancid about this. Do you know what? I've got, You're I've feel- got a third left. It's going well. <laughs> <laughs> you said that about an hour ago. There's no way no, there's no. a third left. <laughs> you know, I was going to stop, Dave, and then I just thought, nah, let's just continue. Let's, go, let's keep going. 
Yeah, actually, before so we let's... go on, James texted me at 25 past 10, so that was an hour and a half ago saying, oh, fuck, I'm hammered again. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make that official? So you're fulfilling you're doing it. the deal. You're changing I'll your vote to it takes two. Mm-hmm. No, for f- this is not the way this should end. Because it's a stupid deal that's fucked with the system of how this game Mate, goes. Do you remember the first game of the year that show where you all made a deal to kick out Titanfall 2? So <laughs> yeah, but go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> within the confines of the game. You can't just say, oh, when it works against me, it's not very within good. Within the confines when it works of the against game, me. we made deals, backdoor deals, and they worked out, and now look where we oh, are. Well, the deal this was made. Like, it wasn't oh, even backdoor this, this deal. You get another vote this, in other round bollocks this deal was fucking front door mate this deal straight through it's that front gate bollocks and you know they it. fucking run on that doom, doom, doom. oh you guys got a <laughs> ring one that you pays a subscription to see my face like <laughs> this was straight through the front door mate absolutely 100% up front what i love about the titanfall 2 thing right is that like i can bear a grudge <laughs> do we have right? to do this I, again yes, I, can, I can bear a grudge but i genuinely think the titanfall 2 thing may haunt all three of us to our fucking graves yeah genuinely i'm gonna bring it up no i'm still happy with it i don't care whatever man <laughs> yeah See in James the is nowhere near his microphone <laughs> James, are you still in the same room? I don't know, I am. I just, yeah. Are you in the kitchen eating? Just on the floor. She's having, she's having a rest. Leave him alone. I'm good, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Let's just get on with it. <laughs> this is an interesting one. Both Max oh, games. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we move on, so what? So that is confirmed. You're cashing in. Cashed in. Yes. I've been usurped. I just wanted it checked and officially, you know. <laughs> you right, James? <laughs> Sean made a deal with the devil. Did. Matt. And, and now you're look. feeling the consequences. <laughs> Me and the listeners, livid. I don't think they are, mate. Metro I think Dread. James is the real coward here, but that's Metro Dread was really good. I really Fuck enjoyed off, it. Sean. I played it all the way through to the end, and I went back into that game and played it. I don't know how you can look at those two games and say that Metro Dread's a better game than It Takes Two. I don't know how you can do that. I just preferred it. Yeah, and it takes two. Was your so opinion, good. Right, right, Sean, I saved yep. you there. Because you were about to be on Matt's side of the conversation. For the first right? time ever. Come on. <laughs> the next game, the next quarterfinal was a really interesting one. Super Mario 3D World ba- plus Bowser's Fury versus Forza Horizon 5. Ooh. Okay, I mean... I, I, I'll go first. I, 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 I'm I, going to go Forza Horizon 5. <clears throat> oh, I think See, I am. I'm, I'm going Bowser's Fury because I've played it more and I really loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Go on, Matt. You only go Bowser's Fury. Oh. Deadlock again? Fuck! They've all been deadlocks. Well, no, no. Sean yeah. hasn't said what he's. Has he said what he was doing? Yeah, he said yeah, four he four did, yeah. five. He doesn't do anything. The <laughs> 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 oh, French. French. <laughs> I'm. I can change. I mean, it's weird, right? I'm not because gonna, I, yeah. Like I've spent so much time in Horizon Five, and I fucking love it. Yeah, there is also part of me saying like, yes, but is it better than a Mario game, Sean? Yeah, I know, I know, but it's more substantial, right? The like is this no. is, yeah. <laughs> this is more substantial. This is like we're talking. I'm not looking at Super Mario 3D World. I don't think that counts as part of the but package. It is part of the package. Yeah, fine, but it in my head, it doesn't. So yeah. I'm looking at Bowser's Fury versus Forza Horizon 5, and I'm saying Forza Horizon 5 is a better game. And in fact, yeah. actually just saying that out loud just solidifies my point of view. Mm-hmm. 
to me. I don't think it's fair for you to say I'm just looking at one half of this package when you need to look at the whole package. I, I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 3D, World, 3D World's an old game. <laughs> 3D World's mean? an old game. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, Jenny, because it's you, not like... looking at the whole pie. <laughs> <laughs> looking at half of the pie. Um, so, like, you got a... Just because it's been... Like, I'm sorry, what am I trying to say? You don't have to vote or, or consider each game in the spirit that it was nominated in. Like, ultimately, no. to Dave, to Dave, if if Mario 3D World is not new to him, he doesn't have to be like, oh, yeah, but to be fair, that was part of it. Do you know what I mean? What? I do know what you mean. Um, but you disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Well, no, no, I, I do get what you mean. But I, I just think I've, I've nominated Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. And you're like, well... If I'm just going to compare the 10 hour section, then this other massive 100 and something hour game is better than that. Look, Sean and I are staying strong, James, and it's midnight here, which means it's one o'clock in the morning over there. It what is one o'clock in the morning. I don't care, though, because I've drunk three cans of Red Bull and I'm good. I mean, that's curious use of the word good, but. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got very little left of this bottle. So, yeah. It is good. I think I think Forza Horizon Five should go through. I don't agree. Yeah, come on, Matt. I really enjoyed Forza Horizon, but James, how doesn't... passionate about this are you? I mean, look, if we're thinking about Mario, like seriously, uh, Mario, I'm I'm pretty passionate Super because Matt I'm Mario. thinking if this if this is like the future of where Mario could go, that's important. Yeah, that this is what this game is. Yeah, this is something which everyone loved. Everyone thought it was brilliant. It's pointing towards like a new direction, maybe for the series, and I think that makes it important. Yeah, I think it needs to be reflected as such. James, I will change my vote if you give me uh, an opportunity no. to change your vote in the future. <laughs> James, I swear to fucking god, <laughs> do not give in to his demands. James, James, that's no. the offer on the table. What are you what, what are you offering me, Dave? And what's the what's the deal here? You, Same as me, I you will know? change my vote. Oh my god! And then on a future vote. I can make you change yours. What, James? That doesn't make any sense, Dave. I'm not that drunk. That's literally what I did. It's, it's literally what we've done throughout this whole show, James. Deal. I mean, it does make sense. You've just had too much Jaeger and Red Bull, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Moorish. It's so good. Just say yes. James, say nothing. Matt, convince me. What? <laughs> That's the most <laughs> sexual thing I've ever heard. Let me say that again. <laughs> Matt, convince me. <laughs> um, James, come on. You, you know how good Bowser's Fury is. And then you've got Super Mario 3D World. It's not going to win, though, is it, James? You 100% that, didn't you, James? You absolutely love 3D World. Then you've got Bowser's Fury on top. It's a Mario game, for fuck's sake. It's not it looks gonna gorgeous win. on Switch. You, you barely so played Forza Horizon. I spent a lot of time with 3D World because it was very good. Oh, shit. What am I doing? It might win. It might win. That's why you want me to change my vote so that we <laughs> can... Hang on. So, David, what you're saying is that if I vote with you now... Oh. No. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm what saying, saying I will vote with you now and I'll get you... To, and it means I that I can get you to now. change your vote later on down the line. No, James, one one. do not agree with anything. <laughs> okay. There's no one going to agree to that. That doesn't make any sense. How does it not make any sense? It's already happened. <laughs> I know he's pissed. He's pissed. Sure. It didn't make sense then, Sean. 
<laughs> yeah, it did. There's no way. There's no like Forza Horizon Five. What you got? How? I played more you of. You're just uh, doing it because you like Mario Hot Wheels. <laughs> Forza Horizon Five's barely moved on from Forza Horizon Three, so I can barely get my mouth straight. But that's not. I, hold on, <laughs> that's not what you said when you were arguing for Forza Horizon Five at the start of the fucking podcast. Uh, I can barely get my, my, yeah, my face straight. Um, yeah, and I believe that. Forza Horizon doesn't count. <laughs> I believe <Yeah>. that. Doesn't <laughs> count. It's not a real game. Yeah. Yeah, James said it rightly earlier. It doesn't count as an exclusive, so. <laughs> what oh, are we going to do here Why now? did I drink what more of this? Do? And actually, I mean, graphically, it doesn't look that good. Well, Sean, where are you? What, like, percentages? Um, I mean, obviously, I also really like Mario. Yeah, it's good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if it went through instead of Forza. Um... Do I well, just look? Swap I, I wouldn't be upset mm. if it went through instead of Forza either. I think it's mm. the wrong decision, but I wouldn't be upset. So, mm. should we just one of us? Should we just yeah? Cave in. You do it. You Go do off. it. Okay. Okay. I'll change my vote. I, yes. I don't agree with it. I think I think it's insane, <laughs> but I think um, yeah, actually, could could Sean change his view instead of you? Can you change Why? your view? Yeah, sorry. Just, sure. I That's the question. The Are you Why? drunk, Matt? Uh, what difference well, is it, mate? I had one tea and two waters, so okay. Yes, um, because Dave would lord it over us for about the rest of my life. <laughs> whereas I think Sean's a bit more respectful. See, I hate Matt on these game of the year shows because Matt, like, there's no give with him. Like he's like, mm. no, I'm just going to stay, and it just it I have makes no sense. Before. <laughs> what? I think you gave once. Right, okay, look. And I regret final, it. F- final quarterfinals, Death Store versus Death Loop. Um, I'll, I'll go death. first, obviously. It's my game, Death Store, Matt. It's Death Store for me. Oh, wow. Okay. Going against your game. Sean? Death Door. Is that James? Is there any point? I mean, Death Store, I guess. Okay, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Semi-finals, Halo Infinite versus it, it Takes Two. Uh, start with James. I'm gonna have to go for it. Takes two with that. Mm. Matt. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll start the bidding at Halo Infinite. <laughs> Sean. Um. Oh, just think ah, how fuck, fucking I don't know. polished it takes two is. Just think how perfect everything is. This yeah. is mental. Oh, it, it is, is really mental. fucking good. It's mental. <laughs> <Every> mental. <laughs> <laughs> totally mental. Absolutely mental. Um, oh, I am tempted to go for it. Takes two, you know. Yeah, but is you're tempted to. But tempted. is that what you're going for? It is the right right choice, Sean. Oh fuck! It. I don't know. I don't know, Dave. Where you? What are you going? What are you doing? You go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It takes two. Two vote. For it takes two and one for Halo Infinite. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? The Halos. It is interesting. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> the Craigs. And there are ghosts in Halo Infinite, so yeah. Spoilers. Oh, good, good link. You ride them. All right, let's not get smutty. I'm going to go It Takes Two. Whoa, 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 whoa. Excellent. Hang on. What? What do you mean, oh, hang on? Yeah. It's brilliant, Matt. 
No, no, I'm not <laughs> denying it's a great game, but I'm saying we should all take a step back and really think about what we're saying here. Like, Sean, you haven't finished it, it takes two, and you said earlier Halo is excellent. Dave, mm-hmm. you said Halo brought you back to your you know childhood, the Halo games of old. You've you've absolutely loved multiplayer playing with me and and the rest of the rest of the crew. You love you love single player so much. You were just bombing around Man, in a wasp. You, you love playing It Takes Two with me. We had a great time playing I, that I, game, and I'm not denying that. Can't believe Matt is shitting on his friendship with James. <laughs> No, no, our friendship's so strong that this, oh, no. this is I'm, a I'm million I'm unbelievable. fucking livid here. <laughs> what do you mean you can't believe it? Matt would Never. shit on anyone. Matt's just turning around and saying yeah, that it meant absolutely nothing, nothing. to me. Yeah, just, no, you know, yeah, yeah. That's Matt. Hell. That is pure Matt. James, I loved our facts adventures, but what I'm saying is Halo. I'm hurt, Matt. I'm really hurt. That, that <laughs> I'm going to get some Philo facts, Lee. It still means a lot to me, mate. I thought that game brought us closer together. It did. I really think it did, but Halo, innit? Yeah, that's the problem, though, isn't it? Like, I mean, you could end any argument with Halo, innit? And I mean, exactly, for, it's for good an reason. Un- unfinished game versus something which is like. <laughs> so oh, you played the so fucking good. campaign, man. Yeah, try playing the whole game, James. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with It Takes Two, actually. I feel more comfortable mm-hmm. about It Takes Two. I do loved you? what that game did. Yeah, I do. I love what that game did. I think it was more of a step forward. I think it did some new stuff. I'm. I, I look. This wasn't the most blockbuster, you know, breaking, amazing year for gaming. But what we did have was some games that tried something different, and I think it takes two represents that better than Halo does. Yeah, like Halo is amazing, and it's a return to form. Yes. It takes two is something legitimately new and different and interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Is it new? I mean, absolutely. Uh, a way out, did which it? is you know, which is not the only not the only metric we could have measured these two by, but it, it feels valid here. No, a way out was a fucking. It might as well have been a tech demo <laughs> and a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, we've wow. made our decision. It's three votes against one. I don't know why we're still talking about it. Yeah. I thought oh, there's possibly something to change. <laughs> So sure, that was come James on. knocking you... one of mine out. To be fair, oh, is that is that we, we is it done now? Is it? Yes, of it's course it is. Three like... against one. What are you going to do? Well, that's when we have a discussion, is it not? We've had the discussion. No, we it's been, 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 <laughs> deadlock, it's been discussed. Move on. The other what semi-final is yeah. Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury versus Death Store. Easy for me, Death Store. Of course it is. Yeah, Death Door. Shut up, James. James. Stop being so cynical. I mean, yeah, I've got to go for Death Door, honestly, because I did enjoy it, but yeah. Fuck. Right. Okay. So we've got our final. I've got a problem. Matt, what would you have gone for? I would have gone for Death Door. I need to go. I need to go to the bathroom. Can I do that again? (laughs) Yeah, I think we need a break before this final. To be honest, can can we recap on the final before we go? Well, it's it's takes two versus Death Door, Matt. I don't feel there's much recapping needing, but uh, just wanted to remember. Right. Let's go to the toilet. Cool. I'll be back. All right, Arnie. <laughs> I can't. I can't string sentences together. This is messed up. It's time for the final. It takes two versus Death Door. I have never been in a position where I legitimately don't mind what we pick as game of the year from here. And I mean, to be fair, I've been like this most of our journey tonight. Um, 
there are so many games on that list that I would be happy and proud to say this is the TCGS game of the year. Death Store is my game. It Takes Two is James's game. I usually in this situation would be like, fuck James, <laughs> I'm going to beat him. <laughs> Thanks. But the more we have spoken about It Takes Two has reminded me how much I love that game because you cannot forget that there was a gap between these two games. Death Store is the most recent game that I played. So it's easy to say, you know, it's more memorable to me because I, I played it more recently or whatever. But I remember just loving every moment of It Takes Two. As you say, you know, visually, I think both games come out of nowhere. Well, not really. Like, I was excited for It Takes Two because it's a Joseph Ferris game. And, you know, I think I, I will always look out for his games and see what they're like. Whereas Death's, Death's Door literally had come out and two or three people have said, you should play this. Um, to be clear, I did mention it on the show when it was shown <laughs> a showcase like a I few know, months prior. But to be clear, again, mm. it, that takes a second verification, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two factor verification. Yeah. What did John <laughs> yeah. Denton say? No, I think I turned John Denton onto this. I don't think he got on with it as much as we did. I can't remember. Um, Death Store is the fucking... Uh, actually, I think he did, actually. I think he was the one that texted me that Death Store's the business. Uh... <clears throat> I mean, I'll go first if you want. Are we still are we still making arguments? No, I think I think we need to start somewhere. We can okay, we'll do the votes um, and see where we go I'm, from there. I'm going Yours with Death is Door. Easy, they're, right? they're, yeah. they're both amazing games. Like I'm not like it's an easy decision for me, but that's not anything against it takes two at all. Um you know <laughs> it takes two is probably more fun. Um but I don't know, something about Death Store has stuck with me. Um yeah. That that's what it comes down to for me. It's as I say, it's like taking up permanent residence in my brain. Um, I fucking love that little crow. He didn't ask for any of this shit, but he <laughs> he fucking really dealt didn't. with it. He got See, through that, it, and that's the thing because I've got kind of the opposite feeling with this because I really enjoyed Death Store. I thought it was a very enjoyable game, but. I, you see, when I finished it, I didn't feel the need to go back and play it anymore. Whereas, like today, as I said, I've gone back and played uh, It Takes Two again. You know, I just mm-hmm. felt that there's more okay. there. So you're voting It Takes Two, James, right? I am, yes, yeah. Matt, where do you sit? I don't know which way Matt's thinking. No, me neither. Mm. So it's a tough one, because It Takes Two is clearly an incredibly good quality game in so many areas. They're both amazing, but but you have to go for the indie darling. Yeah. Well, for me, it's just oh, why, James. Why is this shit, James? What <laughs> is the matter with you? The indie darling. It's a because fucking it's amazing just, game. Exactly, it is an amazing game, but it's just I don't know. I just I, I think enjoyed... you'll find mo- like most of this year's indie darlings were not even part of the initial shortlist. Mm. <laughs> like <laughs> people are very sad at us for missing. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. We've got, just, we, you know, I don't know. It just feels it, pre- pack it away or whatever. Unpack that shit. Yeah, unpacking, inscription. It just feels so predictable, like going for Death's Door. It just feels very predictable to me. Why? Because it's I don't think it's predictable at all. 
don't yeah, think anyone else is. It's good, but then I think that Death Store does more interesting things. Like it's a incredible. I, I agree with you. I think Death Store does do more interesting. <laughs> Sorry, things. yeah, and it that's agreed. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, which way are you voting, Matt? Death Store for me. Oh shit! Is that so? Is that it? No, I haven't voted. Oh, sorry, I thought you had. Go on, Dave. Go on. It's, it, it Takes Two was on my list. Little fucking crow with his sword. He was just going to work. He was just going to work, Dave. <laughs> think... And he got all this fucking bullshit he had to deal with, right? He's just a crow. He was just, just a crow with a sword. sword. But, Sean, I think you're the weakest one to convince me either way because you haven't seen that elephant scene <laughs> yeah all right see it takes two that... it's all about the connections it makes between people like it's, oh, mate, it's so good mate, at that mate, mate 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 if you're trying to convince me to to vote for it takes two don't talk about connections between people because <laughs> yeah were you about to say a story is the characters in that two game... assholes who hate each other to stay together <laughs> I, yeah i mean it was terrible you're you're talking about actual the players connecting, aren't you? Yeah, yeah not 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 <clears> the story. <laughs> yeah, not the story. Which, in your own words, James, you said was dreadful. And <laughs> as were the characters, it was. But then the gameplay absolutely was much more than that. It's continuous new ideas. Than, it's just yeah, like continuous. I, I, I think the gameplay is better, and it takes two. It is because it's continuous new ideas. <laughs> How many times have you said that? What about quite, the quite a few times? Yeah. <laughs> what about the music though, Dave? Oh, the music! Yeah. The music is better in Death Store. And how it's satisfying Joseph is Fares, the male Dave. bosses? It's Joseph Fares. You Joseph love him. Fares is cool. He did say fuck James, the bosses. Yeah. James <laughs> loves it. Takes two so much that he can't even pronounce the surname of the guy who made it. Sorry, Fares. Whatever. <laughs> James, what are the lead characters' names in It Takes Two? <laughs> um. Cody, Cody is one of them. That's the, mm-hmm. that's Which the one? man. Which one? I mean, okay. James, you and I should definitely know this, considering how many times we heard. Yeah, the but names, I'm not asking and... you. I'm asking James. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've forgotten the woman's name. What's Ooh, the what? lead character's name in It Takes Two? I forgot. Okay, the name. you say is one of the best of the year. <laughs> mm, alarm bells. I've forgotten the name. I can't Ooh. remember. Right. Okay. I want to. Well, I think this is going to be what's, it. What's... Right. Oh. I'm going to give a note. I'm going to give you a timer. If you don't say the name of the lead <laughs> character's name in the two lead characters in It Takes Two, then I'm going to go with Death's Door. Are you ready? This is really annoying. Don't give him long enough to Google it. Oh, no, come on. Here we go. <laughs> oh, no, this is, this is an advert. I didn't want the, <laughs> didn't want the advert. What's that? James. In order to get my vote, you've got to name the character's name. Let's go. Okay. It's oh. Cody. Oh, fuck. Oh, we know got, that. got Cody. May. <gasps> He's nailed it. He has nailed it. Why? Is it May? Are we... It is May, yeah. Cody and May. Yeah. He fucking looked that up. Okay. So. James, admit you looked it up now. What's the name of the book? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dr. Hakeem. <laughs> he's nailed it. He's nailed it again. He has nailed it. Like, to be fair, yeah, but he's, that's cheating. He's the best character in it. Yeah. He's also okay, James. googling it. James. He's, he's also, also genuinely googling, googling it. it. James, yeah. how many copies to nearest ten were sold? <laughs> Man, <laughs> James, James, four. James, yeah. listen. Everyone else, go quiet. James, be honest with me. Okay. Be totally straight up with me. Did you just look that up? 
Yes. <laughs> right, okay, I'm voting Death Store. That is outrageous. Hey, you genuinely that is ridiculous. Up. I could have lied. I could have lied. And oh, Yeah, we'd have you known. Looked it, you Googled it. Of course I did, so I couldn't remember. <laughs> but th- that was a funny moment for the show that you just destroyed. I know, but I've just drunk, like, I know, a lot of a bottle of a Jägermeister. Ooh. I've forgotten. Sorry, I was drunk. It's great excuse. <laughs> That's going to work well on tour, isn't it? <laughs> well, hopefully this... Stops you from drinking on these shows again, doesn't this it? This is ridiculous. I knew this was going to happen. Oh. What? You knew what? What, what, you, that you'll get drunk and then Google an answer? I can't wait for Acid Nerve to listen to this and be like, oh man, I can't wait to hear how we won this Game of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> this well, I knew this was going to happen. This morning I just said to Chen, I bet it's Death Store versus uh, <laughs> It Takes Two. And what will happen is David will ask me what the characters' names were and I forgot, <laughs> so I Google it and then admitted to Googling it. So David went for Death Store. <laughs> is that what happened this morning, James? No. That old story. <laughs> <clears throat> so there we have it. Is that, is that really how we're deciding it? Well, what else are we going to do? I mean, it's not the it's not the worst final decision we've made. No, in the game of the year I show. think we voted Track Mania because James was tired one year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just wanted to go to bed. That's usually how it ends, to be honest. Yeah, and this year he's wired. I'm he's, I'm I'm one hundred percent all right. I, to be fair, I'm genuinely, I'm not fucking around. I, I was genuinely struggling with that because I, I was happy with either of those. Like, I love yeah. It Takes Two. Uh-huh. I, I, think, I think there was like three or four games that I genuinely wanted to win. And, you know, It Takes Two was really high up in my list. Um, you may call it the indie darling. You may call it the obvious choice, James. But at the end of the day... It's the obvious choice because we all fucking love it and it's great. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a very good game. I, yeah, absolutely. It was a good game. The best, in fact. No, I, I 100% thought Dread was going to walk it this year. Yeah, so did I. I thought Dread was going to walk it this year. I thought Dread mm. was good. It really was. I thought Dread was going to walk it this year. I knew that and I was going to walk it. I was really angry about that fact, Sean, because I yeah. genuinely do not understand how like i had this whole speech planned about how i do not understand <laughs> how you can play dread and death store and say dread is better like mm. i don't get it i don't get how that is the better game death store does everything better than dread apart I still don't from get how that it takes two is not better than death store honestly but you know sorry what james doesn't know what he's saying <laughs> it's fine. i think i think should we should wrap up shouldn't we um, yeah, but, but Listen, that's it. That, that's our game of the year. That's it. Game of the year, twenty twenty one from TCGS is Death Store from Acid Nerve. If you've made it this far, thank you so much. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> James is not one of those people that have made it this far, but no. you did. Have, to have. Yeah, he's very and very awake. Do you know what? Like, I, I'll say it again. I'm sorry this episode come out later than anticipated. Um, but I would like to say that 2021 was a massive year for us. You know, we got to yeah. do things that we never thought we'd be able to do with the with the show. We, uh, you know, it helped us personally. Each and every one of us, it helped us get through a pandemic. And I, I don't say that as a soppy thing to say i genuinely mean that i think mm. mentally this gave us a constant to return to and yeah, at the same time because of the support that you've given us 
we were able to justify doing it as often as we did throughout 2021. So that is genuinely down to you guys who support us. Um, and, uh, and it's a genuine feeling of fuck man. If I didn't have this podcast going on throughout 2021, where would I have been? Um, yeah, that's not dramatic. Like that is genuinely how I feel about that last year. Mm. Um, and, and um, because I can know like a lot, of, a lot of people sort of either upped their pledge or or signed up for the first time like in December, just as a little Christmas thank you. And believe me, the effect of that was felt. Um, like getting that um, sort of you know just after Christmas when obviously finances are in fucking tatters. Um, I was genuinely a bit emotional when I saw how much had come in. Yeah, um, it was yeah, yeah for it was sure. Huge, so thank you so much. And um, we've done more streams this year, which has been fantastic. But for, the most rewarding thing for me is we've had guests on. It's been great. Like, yes. We've, yeah, we've it's wanted been really good. guests on, but we've always been a bit kind of reticent about it because, you know, new people and we're all happy in our own company. But I think it's one of the best things we've done. Like, our guests have been mm. fantastic. You know, Sean, we had Sarah. Had, uh, Sarah will be back. <laughs> the, the, uh, for those Sarah'll that are wondering, 100%. Sarah will be back. Oh, is that happening? <laughs> yeah. uh, Janet was amazing as well. We've had, yes. yeah, we've had, a lot, we've had tons of decent guests. Ian we should say as well because, like, Lee, we, man, oh, yeah, Ian we have fucking Lee, yeah. Ian Lee on the show. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> genuine podcast, uh, podcast, genuine radio hero. <laughs> watching a doc, oh, we also did the talks of watching a fucking documentary that I loved as a kid with the host telling us about how he was always in roads. <laughs> Doesn't get much better than that. I think yeah, it's genuinely been good. our best year, and I can only see it getting better. Like next yeah. year is going to be amazing. We've already got a guest lined up for for what well, this year now. So and mm-hmm. we're, we're definitely good to get more. So we're excited to see where that goes and do more streams. But yeah, massive thank you to everyone's listened, or you know whether we support on Patreon or not, or just like told a friend about the show or commented or retweeted whatever. It all means so much. And it makes a huge difference, and we really appreciate every single one of you listening right now. We really do. We do. Listen, um, we will be back next Wednesday um, with our prediction show. We're going to go through the predictions we made for 2021 <laughs> and make new predictions for 2022. I don't then, remember mine at all. Oh, no. Uh, I bet they're all correct, though. I, I can't remember them either, and I listened to them recently, so... Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for living it. We will catch you next week. James, how are you feeling? I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll catch you next week. See you later, everyone. Bye-bye. Cheers, everyone. Goodbye. Good night.
Matt, convince me. <laughs>